A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com spoken today. Please note that this episode of the Cultaholic Wrestling Podcast was recorded on Thursday the 16th of June, before the recent news that Vince McMahon has stepped down from his WWE position while the investigation is underway. Thanks for listening. Welcome to the Cultaholic Wrestling Podcast. If you like a lot of wrestling <laughs> on a YouTube channel, oh, cult- no. well, welcome to the morning, afternoon, and evening of the first ever two-day <laughs> wrestling podcast um, news pendus it's a tagline for this one ladies and gentlemen it's been a crazy week let's just get straight to it Jack how are you doing I'm not too bad Matthew I'm just relieved predominantly that... that's great Ross how no, are you no, doing no. I'm as stiff as Nick Khan is with this investigation on his table because I went to the gym last night for the first time in a long time oh that's actually good yeah I did tits and I did buys and I did a long incline walk on the treadmill bloody hell I'm knackered stiff as Nick Khan though here we go can his I, life is like a movie, right? Let's just, that's the main thing here. His life is like a movie. He's came to this company, all these things have happened, and now he's investigating bloody Vince McMahon. He's aging 47. Yeah. Someone said on Twitter that it's combining two bits of Shakespeare. He's done the King Lear, where he's like, hey, those, those are the kids you've got. They're near good. They're no bother. I can help you. All right. Bye, Triple H. Bye, Steph. Yeah, and then... What's this investigation? So he's a Yago as well. well so that, oh, in a few months' time, Vince man's going to be by himself on an island someplace, <laughs> I feel. So, um, I was just going to say I'm relieved because remember Jubilee week when we recorded it on a Wednesday? Mm. <laughs> Imagine that. Yeah. The curse to end all podcast curses. Yes. Yeah. So, How are you, Matthew? I'm all right. Okay. Ask yeah. us in three hours' time yeah. when we're halfway through this. Yeah, halfway through. Yeah. yeah. The news section. Yay, it's all blowjobs and cupcakes here. That's the wrong thing to yeah, say. Yeah, that was bad. Did you see That it? was a reference to Ronda Rousey, for people who don't know, who compared the SmackDown locker room to blowjobs. Handjobs. Handjobs. I've said the wrong yeah. thing as well. Um, Should we just cut you, that out? Nah, we'll keep it. Did going. you know that... Um, Wait a minute, hang on. That can't be good for the YouTube algorithm. Uh, algorithm. Censorship. It's, it's, it's a funny thing. We couldn't say certain things and you can't say other things. Yeah, it's weird. One. We can't say that, though, can we? Yeah. We can say that. Yeah. Say it again. We've said it on the well, news. I've said it, I'll say it right now. Handjobs and cupcakes. I said the wrong thing um ronda says the smackdown locker room is too happy too friendly oh no i read it differently all hand jobs i thought cupcakes. she was being sarcastic i thought she was as well she if was not, saying she, she was saying on kurt angle's podcast and this isn't the, the big news that um <laughs> the big no news one talks with. she always hears about drama secondhand because no one says it in front of her because they're scared of her and she's got her own locker room oh fair enough, well, <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> she never sees anyone else she's in her own room goes to the ring back to her own room is that it she gets jealousy She's just in her own room going, can't borrow in there? Like, goes in, hey, I can't borrow a ta- Oh, okay, sorry, I'll come back later. <laughs> anyway, the big news, right? right? Yeah. The big, 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 big news. Report, I'm going to do this on its how it's typed in the 
fantastic Cultaholic news section as possible because there's a lot of allegedly's and oh, uh, humming and nervings. WWE investigating secret $3 million hush payment by Vincent Mann over alleged relationship. Vincent Mann is covering the investigation for the thing I've just said. Uh, following <coughs> Jack Sneeze, that... Oh, God, oh, I saw it. Oh. Carry on, man, carry on. I hope I didn't get caught on camera. For audio listeners, I saw that. His nose bladed, basically, but not blood came out. Yeah. All of the snottington did. His nose was like Carlos Colon's forehead. It was amazing. We keep distracting from the, uh, the I know, matter. I know, right? We're power through Going around the subject. <laughs> the summit si uh, signed in January 2022 prevents the former employee from speaking about her relationship with McMahon and from disparaging him. This is the party employee who allegedly had an affair. It's according to the Wall Street Journal. No, this is not some silly wrestling move at .org or .net. This is mainstream news that picking this up. fantastic, that guy on Twitter last night. He was like, yeah. hello, Uncle Dave Meltzer. Is the Wall Street Journal <laughs> a reputable <laughs> source? Yes, it is. Continue, Matthew. Wall Street Journal, yeah. It's a dirt sheet, the banks call it. <laughs> Lloyds hate it. Board members found out about the settlement through a series of anonymous emails from an individual who claimed to be a friend of the former employee. The first email was received on March 30th alleged that McMahon initially hired the woman as a paralegal in 2019 on a salary of 100 grand. So it's worth saying it's not an in-ring talent or behind no, the no. scenes. It's She's a, 41 years old as well. That's another detail. Oh, so she could yeah. be on NXT. Uh, her salary then increased to 200,000 once she be begun a relationship with McMahon. You're missing out a few words here just for the, the YouTube thing. The first email also alleged that McMahon, quote, gave her like a toy to WWE Head of Talent Relations, John Ronalditis, and she became an assistant to Johnny Ace, good God, in 2021. Furthermore, the first email stated, quote, my friend was so scared, so she quit after Vinnie Mac and lawyer Jerry McDevitt paid her millions of dollars to shut up. That lawyer was Jerry McDevitt, yeah, we know who that is. A copy of the $3 million settlement was received by WWE directors on June 12th, and the non-disclosure agreement revealed a $1 million upfront payment was to be made to the former employee. The remaining two million we've paid over five years. Now there's a lot going on in this. Uh, first of all, my understanding of NDA was like you couldn't just tell your friend and they do it. Like if Bacchetti did things with me and I had to sign an NDA, <laughs> uh, I couldn't just go, all right, hey Ross, this happened, and then hey, I just got told this. Like I thought that would still be breaking an NDA. Yeah, I wonder how they found out. I don't know how. Well, I reckon it could have happened, and then. People found out, and then the NDA came in, but people have already found yeah, out. Right, right, right. It'll have gone out somehow, I think. Right. I think I'm missing the point here. But there's, a lot of... there's so much stuff I've got. First oh, yeah, of all, there's yeah, that. Yeah. First of all, then, there's a leak, which is fascinating. So there's 12 people on the board of directors. Vince is one of them, so it's one of those 11. Is it definitely? Well, you don't know that, do you? Well, it, 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 could be a number, it could be the people look at the, at the accounts, because obviously the, the bit about her salary doubling after the relationship started, right. that's where a big issue comes in, from what I understand, because of it, that's now company money. That's yeah. not Vince's own. So Vince paid off. Vince paid the three million with his own personal uh, wealth, but the the double in pay that's now company money. Oh, I hadn't thought about the double in pay being yeah. right. If so it's it company money, way, yeah. if it's company money being used to pay this, then the investors aren't going to be happy. If, uh, uh, no. no, and the thing is, Vince Man does have all the power, even with a board of directors. He still is the majority shareholder. I saw the pie chart. Yeah, I was going to say, that's exactly yeah, what I saw. Yeah, I think yeah, yeah. it was a Forbes or was it WrestleNomics, one of the two who had that. Yeah, yeah, one of them. But so like. Even if right now they all went, all right, this is horrible, Vince will probably stand his ground. I think it all depends on, from the little understanding, this is basically day one or so of this stuff so far. It's probably going to be 
loads of stuff after we talked about it. But still, I think if it gets to the point where, again, because Wall Street Journal picked it up, it hits the mainstream press and advertisers and sponsors get wind of it. And then there needs to be, you know, a show. And, and you got to think about the company as well has already been, you know, tarnished a lot with the Saudi Arabia deal and stuff like that. It's not the, the sort of first, like, recent instant, like, instant, uh, instant, sorry, of, like, stuff that people would look down on or look, felt like, you know what I mean? Don't sit there in silence. What? You're talking. You're carrying on talking. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I'm trying to put in. No. Um, you know what I mean? <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know well, what I mean, though? Yeah, yeah. It's not like the first, you know, it's not all, I'm not going to go back to that Ronda quote, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's um, it's a, oh, man. Yeah, like you say, it's going to be the first of, it's it's just day one as we're talking about it now. And, and if, it's going to be so bizarre if it comes to light because there's going to be all these shocking revelations about Vince in the public eye, but all the wrestling fans are going to go, yeah, I'd heard about that one. I'd heard about that one. Like yeah. we've all heard the stories about Vince, but if it hits wider news, especially in today's culture, which is generally probably better for it, then yeah, I think we we could see something. Well, we could see either nothing happen or something massive happen. I don't know which one it's going to be. Yeah, there's been sto- a lot of the problem here is right. What do we? Every take has been made. Every good joke, every bad taste joke, every good observation, every bad observation has already been thrown out on Twitter. Oh, yes. There's been people theorizing, this is all Triple H. There's, I saw one that was like, this is Jeff Jarrett playing the longest possible oh, game. The, <laughs> amount, <laughs> the amount of Jeff Jarrett's like, no, 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 that's Jarrett. Now's the time to strike. I've seen uh, it's been amazing. And there's obviously the Nick Khan going up the Mortal Kombat ladder. Me. Uh, that was funny the first time I saw it. Then it was hilarious when we saw it going up. It's now it's in bins. It's like, oh my God, it's the, real. The funniest one I saw, I don't even think it was meant to be funny. It was after it all came out last night, Cody on his Instagram story just put, oh. wrestling has more than one royal dot, dot, dot with his theme in the background oh, of the story. No. This was after it all came out as well. So I reckon <laughs> Cody Rhodes is making a play to become the, the top dog in WWE. He's done it. He's got revenge. I mean, we're sat here well, joking, man. but there are some serious things at play here. Oh, like, God, yeah. Oh, no, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. In, yeah, right. Infidelity, which, you know, Vince has, for decades, I watched the Howard Stern interview he did, I think it was back in 2001 recently, and there was one, I think Fraser mentioned upstairs, there was a one needed a Playboy, I think, in 2000, and he was very open about cheating on Linda there. Yeah. And he always said if she confronted him about it, he would just say, yes, this happened, this happened, this happened. So it's not the first time for Vince. What honourable guy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. Jam-up guy. Turns, Turns out, no, you can't just... Just like get it, gotta get it. Hell dandy. But also, yeah. there's like Sorry. potential exploitation of employees. And stuff like that. Oh, yeah, that, that's the grim yeah. stuff. That's yeah, like. Yeah. But I mean, it kind of. Oh, can't ignore it, can no, we? Of course no, of no, 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 ignoring no. it. It's just, you know, there's some things over like, hey, hey, joke about it. I it's think, like, oh, no, we're not a friendly podcast. It's good that we've immediately, like, we immediately established, like, if it's all true, we've got to kind of say if it's all true, but if it looks like it's true, then it's obviously abhorrent, like, it's horrible. But. As people are saying, this is this is probably just the tip of like the Vince iceberg as well. Yeah, yeah, it's dark. It's a dark story. Like under all, it's the... a dark story. But at the same time, he survived so many things. It's hard to think of anything being the end for him or WWE or I his think being majority you owner. The, like you get that. the feeling that like just after what we've learned so far is where because Americans are still largely in bed is where Satya right now just the night after it all came out yeah. John Laurinaitis will be the fall guy that's what you yeah, your, yeah, your, yeah, immediate, react, your immediate reaction yeah. is yeah. you know he was involved and he's not and obviously he's not Vince McMahon is he but he's he's gone yeah. hopefully that's not the case and yeah I just don't know what you make of it well, as in hopefully the people who deserved it, including yeah. John Lorna. You're not saying like, no, hopefully John gets away. Oh, that's no, what, no, John Lorna is yeah. his biggest fan. <laughs> no, I hope they all go, <laughs> if, the, if they are found Yeah, killed. of course. Yeah, is, yeah. It, is it an external inv- in, uh, investigation? Because I know Nick Khan's part of the investigation, 
But I know there's a company. Is that company internal or external? Because that's a big thing as well. Uh, as we've learned uh, with I Boris Johnson know. and all that sort of stuff. It's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's quite it doesn't say if it's, if it's internal, then it's like, all right, so we've gone by Tuesday. Yeah. But, uh, I think I it might. Because it uh, it it's is. a publicly. Wait, surely if it's a publicly traded company, they can't have an inside investigation. I don't know. I don't know. It's not actually on the cultholic news thing. I think the Wall Street Journal said that WWE were investigating or something. I'm not sure. I don't know. The spokesman told the Wall Street Journal that the company is cooperating fully with the inquiry. Oh, so that sounds like there's a, an external. And that the relationship with the former employee was consensual. That we also taking the allegations seriously, you know, being dealt with appropriately. Uh, should we said that Vince Man's biography is going to be rewritten? Yes. There was that thing. Is the Netflix? Oh, and the, the Netflix. Yeah. yeah. Dark Side yeah. of the Ring. Were they? That, they they said that was wrong, didn't they? Oh, no, they went back and forth. Somebody claimed it'd been cancelled. I just went, no, it isn't. And they said, oh, we're working with WWE this time. Yeah, and them, like, yeah. oh, I bet you are. Mm. So I can't wait for the Bret Hart deserved it story. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, Meltzer, being... Meltzer did a long, he just went, he had a hard time of his life, I guess, on um, Wrestling Observer. Uh, it went from, Jerry McDevitt would usually have contacted him That's by the now most about interesting this, thing. Uh, and he hasn't. Yeah. Wait, what? What's that? Like, Jerry... a big story oh, like this. Yeah, Mel- right. Melter, I've got a quote from Jerry McDevitt. But he by stayed now. silent. He stayed silent. Yeah. Because um, Jerry McDevitt has saved Vince McMahon on so many. Was occasions. he the lawyer in the story trial? Yeah, he's uh, been right. Vince. Yep. Yeah, right. right. For many everything Vince has been through. Right. Okay. Yeah. He's there, Floyd Mayweather. Yeah. And they're going to need him. <laughs> yeah. And right. it is very interesting if, if over the past thirty years of all the bollocks Vince McMahon's been through, like if he's replied to Meltzer and on this one in, one occasion he hasn't. I, yeah, we're, we're, we're speculating. Of course, but it's got to mean something, hasn't it? Yeah. Surely. What's one thing we can do right now until they actually, until more happens? Because, yeah. Did you see um, NXT UK's tweet? <laughs> <laughs> no, I did not. Richard, <laughs> what a thing to say. Get it up. Uh, oh, is this, oh, is this actually? It was, not, it was clearly like a scheduled tweet that was scheduled to go out. Then the Wall Street Journal thing broke, and they forgot to, or just oh, forgot it was going out. Oh no. It's NXT UK, isn't it? I thought it was... Oh, it's not no, w- I think that doesn't exist. WWE UK. Oh, they've got rid of it by now anyway. Yeah, WWE UK maybe, sorry. Oh, oh. It's basically a, a picture, just in case we can't find... There it is, there. That's there, it's there, it's there. Oh, no. So audio listeners. Ah! <laughs> audio listeners, it's a picture of Paul Heyman and The Miz from this week's Raw opening segment. Heyman saying something to The Miz who's pulling like a, ooh, Mrs. sort of face. And the caption reads, what's being discussed here with the lucky eyes? Can uh, you, wrong answers only. Can you scroll down? How many uh, quote tweets are there? I'll, I'll uh, take the screen off before I put the comments. Yeah. No. Just, oh, yeah, yeah, good just, idea. Just in case there's a swear word or anything. I saw one that was just a gif of him, a guy saying, it's too easy. <laughs> just like that sort of stuff. Yeah, Max Caster's uh, did a few of them, hasn't he? <laughs> I'll become chairman and Yo, give you a raise. No, no, see how many quote tweets are there. Listen. Only 12. Oh, no! What? Step it up, wrestling Twitter. Oh. <laughs> what are you doing? Ah, never mind. Uh, wrestling Twitter usually just quick to sense any blood in the water. Like, what's going oh, on? Typical for Dorita. Build us up something and follow <laughs> up on it. Woo. But yeah, uh, this who is an insane gonna, story. A huge story. We're treading lightly on this um, just because we don't know what's going to happen next. But yeah. If, imagine being... Well, I think, uh, as we're probably going to talk about one such example, fairly reportedly one such example in a bit, imagine being one of those people who was let go for budget reasons. Imagine being, oh, yeah, I did see a few people point out, oh, that's why we all got let go, because... I mean, you'll already know that, like, the deal with Saudi Arabia is huge and the TV deals are huge. You know that you're not, you'll be a drop in the water 
if the company's saving your salary. But but just to hear that would be an extra kick in the teeth as well. And imagine I know we'll get on to one of the, the tag team in the in a, in a minute there, but imagine being Naomi, the other half of that tag team. Yeah. We are so disappointed in these people for being so what was the unprofessional yeah, yeah, yeah. and they, they let us down. Us. Yes, they let us down. That match that we hadn't announced yet, that we then announced and then said those, they weren't going to be making it because they'd already left. Those tag team titles that we have neglected for the past three years, but they have let yeah. us down. <laughs> yeah. Pricks. An unrelated uh, news, in a weird bit, like I said, right now we're doing this. It's Thursday. It's half 1 p.m. One person, one source, one usually reliable source for news, uh, Raj. Oh, Tony can go yeah, here. Yeah, Raj, yeah. which is like Raj for crazy. Raj Geary, yeah. yeah. Uh, has announced that Sasha Banks has been released. Sean Ross Sapp has been unable to confirm it, though. But so he did point out that Raj Giri's sources are usually good. Right. Yeah. But no one else... WWE's got a lot of other things on their plate right now. But then the speculation is, oh, if they announced this, you know, I think it's whatever com- else is happening. Comparable to the Conservative Party, yeah. This is a, de- a deflection, a distraction tactic. This is that Allegra... Yeah. Mm. yeah. So I, 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 there's a Twitter account called Crazy Moments American politics history there's one for England as well but and it was one where a guy basically confessed he'd been having an affair I forget what senator it was but the same week it came out Michael Jackson died so even though admitted it and everyone knew about it no one paid attention to wow. it so it just stayed on it didn't even need to resign so that's I don't know why I brought that up. <laughs> Just, you know, minor comparisons, but nothing thing, to what we're this saying. This Vince thing is very much party gate if we're going to the Conservatives. And then the Sasha Banks is like, here's the five pence tax thing uh, off the yeah, petrol, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's the Human Rights Rejoice. Act being scrapped. Yeah. Right, yeah. Um, if true, it's huge, obviously. Was, sorry, was the report, there was Raj Giri's report saying that she's asked for her release or been released? Been released. Yeah, been released. Right. But was it, they couldn't confirm either way, couldn't they? That was the, right, okay. the no one's confirmed because right. they're all busy. Yeah. Right. The phones are off the hook right now. Yeah. They're all burning documents at Titan Towers. Uh, yeah, you're right. If Huge if true is the joke thing that we say this is. But this is absolutely the thing you'd say at this point. If that Sasha has been released and it's been what she wants, then fair enough. If not, I, anyway, I mean, there's too made, much stuff to go she's, on to. She's made a lot of like noise about wanting to get into Hollywood and stuff. And obviously she's been doing stuff with The Mandalorian and, and Kevin Hart, who's on that thing, and Hot yeah. Ones. She seems to have got a lot more attention for everything. The very few things she's done outside of wrestling than everything right? she's done in wrestling. Never, she's bigger than WWE. Yeah, they she is. Never, why did they never Because they can't allow that, them. No. They don't like it when they get ideas. I, but it's fine if like... Oh, no, I was going to say it's fine if The Rock is, but that'll be the reason. That they'll yeah. be like, well, uh. They're like parents. They love the bends when they're, like, obedient and stuff. As soon as they answer back, they're sick of them. But I, ho- I hope, like, in a few years' time, it's not, maybe, who knows, it could be the same level of The Rock. I hope she builds herself up and they're gagging for it to come back. Yeah. I hope it's that sort of thing. I'm rooting for it. I'll make it to her. Uh, maybe I'll make it to her. I think she's... Oh, I think she's... be bothered. Like, in, in the history of women's wrestling... She's got to be up there all the time. I, I really am a so, huge yeah. fan. I think she's yeah. amazing. Like, not just in America. Like, I think she's absolutely unreal. And she could, this could be, I was about to make a different sort of, like Ross's um, comparison there is, is totally a different way that I was going to go with it. But Ross's is probably more likely, actually. But I was going to say this could be like another Cody Rhodes leaving. Because she, so many companies will want her. Yeah. And she could go to Japan. She probably will want to go to Japan. She's always like, do you remember when she took that? She was like on hiatus from WWE for a while and she was in like the stardom dojo and mm. training and stuff. I don't know. She could do anything she wanted. Yeah. More yeah. Sailor Moon. More Sailor Moon, yeah. yeah. She's had eye surgery. 
this week. Has that she? was another bit of news. Oh, right. That's news. All. Um, so she's, she can see clearly now. <laughs> the brain is gone. Has she actually had ice really? yeah, yeah. just to set up? Oh, right. Can you confirm that? Because I'm sure, I don't know if I dreamt it or uh, that's a weird dream to have, but there you go. <laughs> Reading the news report that Sasha Banks had eye surgery. He's probably have dreams about your work. <laughs> but, <I> mean, <laughs> there you go. Thank God for that. Uh, oh. What do you call me? Yeah. <laughs> okay. There we go. Yeah. What that means, I've got no idea. Yeah. So you can see different companies wanting the signer. <sighs> what else has happened this? Oh, that's right. Jeff Hardy. It's more sunny news, yeah. More sunny. Yeah, more sunny, sunny news. Why have I said that? No, I meant more like sunshiny news. Oh, I didn't even got that. Why did oh. I do that? It's been a bad start. Oh. It has, hasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, we've had better starts, but you know, no one's been talking about our addiction. Um, no, true. Jeff Hardy. So the timeline goes, Jeff Hardy was announced last week for a three-way ladder match in a segment that allegedly was filmed two weeks ago when apparently they get the news that he, they knew he was, or there was backstage reports from AW, from Sean Ross Sapp, that people backstage were a bit worried about him because okay. he wasn't 100% before the show. Yeah. And then he has that match. And he's like, all right, cool. They filmed that. Then he gets arrested for a DUI. Um, he's quite over the limit. Yeah. It's his third one. and Three times over the limit, wasn't it? Aye. Triple crown winner. Uh, and th- three times in 10 years. He's got a suspended license, but he's still able to get uh, to rent a car, which that? I think is an American state. Is it like a loophole? Because it sounds b- illogical. It, I looked at it and just went, all right, this looks like someone just didn't check it properly, yeah. or maybe not. Anyway, it's one of these other things that doesn't really matter too much. Um, I've just pulled him over, was not driving in a safe manner. Appeared to be, quote, in a stupor or, and, and or confused. Uh, where's the quote? He told them that he was going to have... Brain scan. A brain scan, which no one's commented on yet. There's been no news or update about what, 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 what do you mean? Yeah. Was he just a bit out of it and said something weird? Or was he actually going to be having a check for CG yeah. or compression? Yeah, now that I think, was that just kind of what a drunk mind would think. If I tell them I'm off to something important, they'll let me go. Oh, yeah, I can't tell them I've been drinking. I'm having a brain scan. What do you think, actually, got him. Do you think But then again, you look at what he's been doing in AEW yeah, recently. And you, yeah. This isn't me going like Booker T, by the way. This is just me going, oh, this oh is a galaxy here. Yeah, yeah, Booker T, man. It, this is just uh, like watching, you know, Jeff after everything he's done over the past 25, 30 years at this point. Everything he's done over like the last few months, thinking, oh, maybe they do have him go and have regular checkups and whatnot. Yeah. Just mm. to keep things in the, on the safe side. But that's not what you want to tell someone. A, when you've been caught drink driving, and B, when you got a ladder match in a few days' time. Yeah. So, um, Tony Khan said, we're na- we were able to resume contact with Jeff Hardy this afternoon. AW does not condone Jeff's alleged behavior. We made it clear to Jeff that we'll assist him in getting treatment for substance abuse issues, which he has indicated he's open to receiving. In the interim, he's suspended without pay and can only return to AW upon successfully completing treatment and maintaining his sobriety. I think that's uh, all that, that's... Ticks all the boxes, doesn't that's really what, yeah. what you could say? Yeah. The Hardys both been removed from uh, this weekend's Triple A, right? Good. So, is it another Gossi. Triple Mania? There's a lot of Triple Mania this year, turns out. Yeah. They're, they're like new stories this week, yeah. Uh, the, the best part of the statement is that he's obviously what Tony said, like open to receiving treatment. Yes, yeah. that is a relief because you yeah. need you need to want to, don't you, to, to sort of have it done too. You can't just be pinned down and made, made it happen. Mm. So yeah. hearing that he wants to do it, because a lot, that's been the overriding thing that people have been saying, like, I just doesn't want the help, so how can you help him? But if he wants it, he wants it, hopefully he gets it. Yes. I just want him to see him go away from wrestling for ages, go away from life on the road. Just haven't, yeah. I'm sure he's got plenty of money stacked up. I'm sure the Hardy Boys merch still flies off of pro wrestling tees. Right, right. I mean, what, what does he need this the, the money for well, at this yeah. point? Like, um, obviously he's not spending it very well, but I mean, 
like, haven't the Young Bucks said things like, we don't want to keep on wrestling after our prime. We want yeah. to keep on going. Like, they haven't said like others, but I'm still amazed that they put them in a ladder match with a week's build. <laughs> yeah. But after it's, it's, not looking 100% at the pay-per-view. I'm like, yeah, just screw the, screw the Hardys. Just go fair, and destroy yourselves. We don't know what's happened like, behind the scenes. Like, if, if we were saying, me and Jack were saying the other day, like, if, if Jeff's been stood there with Tony Khan and he looks fine and he sounds fine, he says he's fine, and Tony's gone, are you sure? And he's gone, yes, I am. And he, Tony's thinking, oh, he must be fine. So there's, there's mm. only so much, like, Tony can't, like, you know what I mean? Like, can't just, like, look at him and go, no. Yeah, because then Jeff can turn around and go, well, why did you hire me? Like, yeah, yeah it's weird. Mm. It's a, Yeah, it's just a mess. Isn't it? it is. It's and a it, shame as well. And it, I think it's important to realise on uh, on Twitter and stuff, it's always, like, you have to take one side and it has to be true. But I think two things can be true at once. And we can feel bad for Jeff and want him to recover and go through this rehab. But we can also condemn his decision to... Yeah. to Drive by, get by the wheel drunk as well. Both those things can be true at the same time. Uh, well said, but people, Jack, yeah. but people are all really like one side or the other, and it's like, well, well. yeah, you're right. There's two things. One, obviously, some sort of substance abuse and things of that nature. Obviously, that's a hell. I wouldn't wish that on upon yeah. my worst enemy. Well, we've got a few, I'm sure, between <laughs> us. But at the same time, putting yourself in danger. Okay, that's obviously horrible. Wish you all the best. Hope you get help and everything else like that. When you're putting others at risk by doing things, yeah. then it becomes a different story. Yeah. So. Same with him and every wrestler that's done that in the past few years. It's like, okay, less a lot less sympathy when you're putting others in danger. Yeah. So But it's still, as Ross says, it's still good, very good to hear that he is open to receive it. It's just a sad story, isn't it, as well? Did you see yeah. that video on Reddit as well? Like from the concert on the Sunday night. So you had the silent dinny with Matt and Rebby was there as well. And then he had the concert with Perox YG. No, I didn't see it. And he's he's just about to start singing the song. He's just, he's he's swigging from this little thing. He's like, Whiskey's my best friend, but also my worst enemy. And it's like you watch that, and it's like he knows, but he's got that addict's brain, so he kind of mm. act upon it. You know what I mean? It's like if you've got that addict's brain, yeah, yeah. So it, he wants the help now. Hopefully, he gets it. And just don't rush him back. Just let him have time off. Yeah, I, I, I think we said this a few weeks ago. It was like, oh, um, what do you think that tag match was like? It was all right at the pay per view, but they've lost, so which means they'll probably want to do a rematch. A lot of match. I don't want to see that. I'm yeah. at the point where I'm not like like Ric Flair's last bloody match. I'm like, oh, yeah. Look, if I did pay to watch it, I'm watching it like this. Like, oh, because no. yeah. I don't know who what source it was, but someone was saying that the the original plans for the tag team titles was for the Hardys to win them, and then for the Bucks to I've have the that. feud, but. If the you know if that was the original plans, that doesn't mean then we have to go back to maybe the parties coming back too early and taking them off the books. And then those, that wrestling's not important in this sort of situation. Just yeah, get, yeah, yeah, get the fella right for his family's sake and all that sort right. of stuff. Yeah. You know. Yeah. What well, a crap week. Uh, oh, and it's going to get crapper. Uh, Paige announces she's leaving WWE, and I'll say this: I legitimately didn't realize she was still with WWE until yeah. this came. Um, yeah. July seventh. Uh, so, oh, sorry. She she even announced her statement saying Paige here. <laughs> which I didn't realize she was still doing that. <laughs> July 7th will be the last day of the movie. I'm so thankful and I appreciate the opportunities that the company has given me. I'll always be appreciative of the company that took in an 18-year-old British pale emo girl that didn't look like your average diva, giving me the chance for a lifetime, make me feel like a superstar. I know after my neck injury, take me out of in-ring status. It was pretty hard to keep me around for as long as you did, and for that I'm thankful too. And then she was on Twitch, and then someone clipped the bit where she says, did they want to re-sign you? And she went, uh, no. No, they don't want to resign me. Uh, she has a bit more detail. I knew it was eventually coming because uh, getting the, hey, can I call you? I'm at SmackDown, though. I'm like, that leaves no room for negotiation. They're probably not going to renew it. I had a feeling for a while. I'm appreciative of WWE. They helped me get uh, so much, so much more than just wrestling. They got me a therapist when I was having drinking and alcohol issues. They kept me after my neck uh, surgery, just sitting on my ass. I really appreciate it. And some other stuff there, which ends with, there is no hard feelings. 
Which is fair enough, considering there was a point where she was trying to get fired from there to hang out with uh, uh-huh. some Mexican wrestler. Yeah. yeah. Sarah! I mean, no, not him. No, no. <laughs> um, yeah, even more news <laughs> being broken now, <laughs> yes. Um, but then Gail Kim was on a podcast or an interview or something, mm-hmm. and she said, oh, quite quite fancy her an impact, actually. And then Gail Kim was like, I think the door's probably open for Paige there. And I was like, ooh, because Paige did say that she was, like the fire still burns sort of thing, like she still wants to wrestle and stuff. And as Ross, I think, was saying, a few years ago, you'd go, there's no chance. But now with like Brian and Edge and everyone. Oh, forget it, right? Like, I remember a few years ago, like, oh, I can't believe these wrestlers doing all these these moves. Brian Daniels, he's hurt himself every time he does a head up the top rope, and now he's starting some of the best matches yeah. he's had in his yeah. career. I'm like, so we all know anything about wrestlers' can, bodies. If, you, if, if you know, the, the surgeries and stuff have evolved to the stage where she can safely wrestle again, then and she still wants to, mm. then I hope she does go to Impact or wherever wherever yeah. I'll have her. Yeah. That should be the new you know, Dixie Carter and just be like dragging Jay White's leg. It's like, no, don't leave. <laughs> so I, I was surprised that they didn't utilize her more in a behind the scenes role. Cause you go, you go back to her in-ring career. She wasn't the, the, the WE style. You know what I mean? Like mm. that, that the, you know, the, the, the lovely sort of everything's perfect left foot forward, mm. <laughs> all that sort of style. She was a brawling brute. So she was, cause she was brought up by the, her family and right. trained by them. And that's Wrestling what they do. More than one Royal family. Nice <laughs> <laughs> family. Yes. yes. Um, that's what they do and I thought you know we go back to the sort of 2014-15 time when she was coming on the main roster scene we were all saying she's fantastic so, yeah. so I'm surprised they didn't have her like in the performance centre teaching a different perspective to the, the ladies but then again that that's their prerogative isn't it to have everyone wrestle the same I yeah. think that's what, the, the way they like it yeah, now you're right, yeah. which is a shame but still I think with her experience and like I just I thought she would have been utilised well in a, in a behind the scenes role but it's another one of those where you think fair play to the company for keeping her on the books for that long because she hasn't yeah. when was it when she stepped away from TV 2019 yeah, somewhere around then yeah, yeah. a few years right. have gone by and they've still been paying her and obviously getting her the help that she said there was so, she the co yeah. was she it was, I remember her and yes, Shane that's yeah, right. and then they brought Smackdown. back the McMahons was that after absolute, Absolution after, after it I think yeah. or yeah. was it before I can't remember. It was absolute. That was Mandy and Sonia, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. And then well, on the other side, there was the riots. Because wow. Shane was doing such a bad... No, Baron Corman's doing such a bad job. They brought the McMahon's back. But then people like, does make these, why Paige hasn't done anything wrong? Yeah. And that was it. There's no oh, explanation man. given. If this sticks to Vince, every single thing where he tells someone else their crap is just going to look so bad <laughs> in hindsight. Oh. W releases uh, two dimes. Yeah. Troy Donovan himself, uh, Connor Dave Meltz. And Fightful Sean Ross Sapp, he's been released uh, for a policy issue. He may be, re- may be re-signed next year. They haven't said explicitly what the policy issue was. And, uh, damn it, he said something like, oh, yeah, thanks for the chance and everything. Yeah, but it was I haven't copied it down here. It was a very nice, generic statement. Um, but, yeah, they made clear it's not a budget or creative decision. It's a policy issue. And he's told, yeah, he might be back, so... It can't be too bad then if they're saying I'll oh, be back. He could yeah, be they don't usually say something like that, do they? Yeah. Like, oh, well, I think people slap have been, on the wrist. I didn't realise this and I felt stupid for not realising it, but I think people have been saying that he might not be vaxxed. He'll come back with a gimmick. Yeah. Yeah. Two yeah. jabs and his friend, the booster. <laughs> 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 oh, okay. Uh, oh. <laughs> uh, Muto to retire next year. Uh, I've never asked Crit- Sam about this. I hope he's okay. Keiji Muto's biggest fan. Uh, he's 59 years young, and he said he's going to have five last matches, and uh, then ten more. retire. <laughs> I'm just going to say, I'll put here good news for the Saudis um, <laughs> in prime condition there. But I mean, wow, 
Talk about a guy who achieved everything in every company. Oh, yeah. New Japan, Noah, Wrestle One, All Japan. You know everything Ross's about him, Ross. Promotion, yes. I am the All Japan expert here at Cultaholic Wrestling. Definitely not Jack Atkins or Lewis House who wrote the script. <laughs> Jack Jobber who wanted it over and Piers outside who made sure I said everything right. Um, not them, no, it's all me. All, I did it all by myself. It's on the channel right now. And it's been well received. I was t- I'm terrified about that going live. Um, but it's I've, it, everyone involved has done everything right, it seems. And there's no... Yeah. Like inaccuracies or anything. To so. me, that's equivalent to Sasha Banks appearing on Hot Ones. <laughs> Ross is now talking about all Japan. <laughs> there was a couple of comments that was like, I can't believe Ross is doing this voiceover. It should be Jack or Sam. I thought it was weird that I it was tried, you doing I the voiceover. Tried, I tried yeah. to give it to Sam before I went on holiday, but he just sort of gave me a list of all the, like, the pronunciations. Like, here's how you do it, Ross. Uh, all the best to you, pal. I was like, oh, that But you've done too good of a job now. Not like, Call the Hollywood presents the history of Zero One, presented by the biggest fan in the world. You're going to end up an expert on the history of Japanese wrestling. There's a couple of FMW comments, so I imagine that'll happen. Oh, yeah. God, yes. (laughs) He's working his way through. (laughs) I cannot wait for this. (laughs) Ross is like, oh, so what do you think this? Oh, I don't know. I wasn't as good as... AJW's Dream Slam <laughs> one. It's like, Ross, you'll come back again. I'll be one of those cool kids on Twitter. No offense if you're one of these cool kids on Twitter who have their real name, then their name in Japanese in the middle. Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh, oh no. <laughs> the ones who come for me quite often. Yeah, yes. <laughs> okay. The ones who look down on you through their nose. The worst I ever had it was because we were in Tokyo and I took a picture. I saw an all Japan like ring van near the Tokyo Dome, but Rest Kingdom was in the Tokyo Dome that weekend. So I took a picture of the All Japan ring van and put, like, enemy territory on Twitter. And people uh, were like, you don't flipping understand Jack the Jobber. I was like, all right. But they were really cross. It's one of these things that gets, like, print screen and put in Russell Cringe, and all of a sudden going, it was a joke. It was a joke. <laughs> but also... Um, I hurt my feelings. Sorry, the news is more important. There's more news. Is there, well, Ross, Ro- I told you, stop picking on Jack. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's Report, the Roman, Roman speaking oh. of competition, Andrade El Idolo, the Lucha Brothers, uh, oh, that's it, actually, uh, those three, not booked for AEW, ex-New Japan's the Forbidden Dragon Door. Lee as well was in there in the okay. mix. Was he even going to be involved in the event? I think Wait. I've read that maybe I dreamt it again. I don't know. No, he also, <laughs> he did say like, he also can't, but it's like, well, no one was asking, I yeah. don't think. <laughs> Wait, unless oh, he's saying... he's really good. <laughs> no, no, I like him, but he's yeah. not... What's he going to do with AEW right now? Like, yeah. He had my... Um, one of my LA Parks or could be there either. Yeah, one of my favourite Osprey matches. And then Osprey had a really good one against Shingo, and I was like, the Dragon Lee one was better, everybody, guys. But anyway... Um, I, I, Ross, don't, don't say it. <clears throat> don't say it. I know you want to belittle him, but give him no, time. No, he's, he's been very accurate. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they said they can't do it. And that, why is that? Oh, because AAA and CML hate each other. It's um, class, though. I want more beef. Oh, can you do a beef history on Mexican wrestling? Oh, please. I'll leave that to somebody else. You're just more Japanese expert. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. It was so good when they, with like in the early 90s and stuff, when that, the I heyday, when they were reporting each other to like the, um, what's it called? Not board of directors, the uh, sports commission. Like the sporting commission. Yeah, because the sporting commission rules of an iron fist over there, even over Lucha League. And is wrestling part of the sporting, well, they take wrestling up very seriously. Yeah, though. when, uh, was it Jake Roberts? I think we're getting some of this wrong, but he lost a, like, loser must retire match. That day would come back, like, a few months' time. They went, Nah, nah, uh, your honor, your honor, uh, I do declare he lost a retirement match. That's to retire, that's what it means. Like, no, no, he needs to come back and get his revenge. Um, Now you've retired, mate. I would watch a video on that, on the beef history of a AAA and CMLL. Sam's more Team CMLL, I know that. He's Team CMLL. I think I'm more AAA. What a loser. (laughs) We're all AAA here. What a a rudo. We're all AAA. Uh, Let's see. I'm the crash. You went for ICW. Rudo. Oh, 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 
That's good. There's a WCPW yeah. tier list coming to the channel uh, soon as well. Yeah, there is. What's Rudo got to do with um, that company? Nothing. Nothing at all. No, what a, what a weirdly timed segment. <laughs> I'm having a look at the news and see if there's anything else I've the, missed the, out. The Roman Reigns stuff. Roman Reigns. Oh, that's right. How could I possibly forget about the Uwu Universal World Undisputed Champion? Uwu. Um, having both belts and then not being on the shows. So he's the reason, this was the- <laughs> WrestleVote said this. The WrestleVote this week said the reason they the unified the tag team championships was because of Roman. Because yep. if the tag team championships were unified, the Usos were holding the tag team titles, Roman's their father, not their cousin, he's their father, the head of the table. <laughs> he could be on both shows each and every week because that's what everyone wants to see because he's the tribal oh, chief. Oh, I thought that they were saying the they unified popular. the two big belts for that reason so he could be on both shows. Oh, well, that works as well, potato, whichever one it is, yeah. It was the tag team in the news this week this right. specific week in wrestling history um, but now the news has come out that <laughs> they've only booked him for one episode of Raw which is the go home for the summer this is and that is the go home show for uh, SummerSlam and MSG that's the only so Raw the big one the yeah. big one yeah but apart from that so what was the point so yeah what was the point and I think what's I happened here is they've gone oh we'll do all this because Roman's our biggest star we'll get him on both shows and then Roman's signed his a contract extension and he's gone I want loads. Of, yeah, I want. I want all the time off. Yeah, and they're going well. We can't lose Roman. You see all these eggs? Yeah, they're in my basket. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they are, aren't they? Yeah, let's resign. Yeah, and I'm taking the basket to the Maldives. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> it is fascinating, isn't it? Fascinating so, stuff. They went. You know what? We need to get the belt off Brock Lesnar with someone who's a lot easier to deal with, who works more dates. So they took the belts off Brock Lesnar and put them on Brock Lesnar. The new Brock Lesnar. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Roman has become the thing he once hated the most. <laughs> yeah. He is the New York Yankees. Yeah. <laughs> meet, meet the new Brock, same as the old Brock. Yeah. I love it. Hey, get that money, Roman. It's funny, yeah, I'm Best thing, oh, on the, good best thing in the yeah, company yeah, yeah, by yeah, a country yeah. mile. Get, get the money. It's just amazing how wrestling works, isn't it? Like Vince has built this guy up and now Roman's... I mean, we're speculating again here that this is what's actually happened. No, this is definitely yeah, what's but, <laughs> but he hasn't been on TV in weeks. So For yeah. no reason, they've not mentioned why. Either. So it's not like... His entrance music appeared last week, Distracted the Riddle. That was it. And it got yeah. the pop of the night. <laughs> Heyman was on Raw. Anyway. Yeah. He's a bit like Roman. He, well, he, yeah. I'll be it. I'll be like, what, Roman? No, I'm on Raw right now. I can't. Yeah, that was on the show. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember when Nick Jackson, I think he might have had COVID, but he was away, but the Young Bucks were still cutting promos, but Nick Jackson was just always off camera. <laughs> so there was a bit where Matt, yeah. and they'd always, then there'd be just some bloke's shoulder next to him. Yeah. And they did a double super kick. <laughs> And then Matt was like, let's get out of here, Nick. And they both, but you could only just see, it was like, it was like the bit in Toy Story where he's got, um, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we've, oh. Got, we've got a proper and finally bit of news, though, in the, in the rest we've of the We've got a few more and finally. Uh, also, a little thing that almost went under the under the rails. That's the, I'm mixing Radar. my mix, mix metaphors again. Uh, Jericho and MVP. <laughs> uh, we've got a little bit of a tidbit of this, and it was the funniest. People have accused. Chris Jericho, of allegedly, alleged, saying at the camera with honesty, allegedly being someone who supplied Meltzer with news stories. And there's never been any definitive proof. Do we need proof. to say allegedly? Okay, right. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. Um, there we go, it's purely speculation. But this almost confirmed it that he does because it was the most one-sided oh, account of this. Oh, it was great. Oh. It was like Jericho and MVP got into a verbal altercation at an event because MVP was seeing people um, they don't know why it was, it was. in a hotel lobby wasn't hotel it hotel lobby yeah. but it ended with Jericho getting the lift and saying something like I, I don't fight jobbers <laughs> as he left 
I'm like, I'm sure. And then you pull on your shades, another cigar, did you? Everyone cheered. SMPP punched the wall and goes, damn it. And everyone went, yeah. <laughs> In the words of Maxwell Jacob Friedman. <laughs> you effing Mark. I yeah. think... Oh, I thought, oh, you, I just thought like, like halfway down the observer was going to turn into like Homer's Iliad and you just start describing Jericho like Achilles his hair shining yeah. in the sun <laughs> muscles rippling <laughs> I fight Jericho. not with jobbers lest become a job jobby myself and yeah. strode away Jericho could barely get a word in for the amount of women that were surrounding <laughs> the two of them it's like a rugby scrum this apparently has been going on for years though this feud between MJ, uh, MJ, MVP and uh, Jericho. Yeah, uh, people were quick to bring up screenshots of like, this might possibly have been, and it seemed to be around that event that uh, a I member know. of Jericho's family may or may not have been at. Uh -huh. Oh, the January 6th thing. Yo, <laughs> listen, have you seen the spoilers for the Rampage? This week's Rampage. No, I haven't. Max Caster. Oh. What, what am I? <laughs> what does he say? Richard is at the Yo, top of Reddit. And there's I'm going to tell you transcript. this. There's more people here than January 6th. It's like... The crowd all went for a Vince thing, and then they're all like, oh, wow. <laughs> but then the Vince thing came. Yo, I've got this to say. But uh, but then someone made me sign an NDA. Ah, sports. Scissor me, daddy <laughs> ass. so good. <laughs> it's just, they're, they're my favorite tag team. <laughs> so even one, one can't even wrestle at the minute. They're my favorite tag team. <laughs> He's doing more on a wheelchair <laughs> than most people are doing in the ring. Yeah. Well done. Bloody hell. Um, and then uh, Rosa... Uh, Thunder Rose and Marina Shafir. Look, I saw that seemed to be built up. Am I being alone here? That seemed to be built up just purely on what people wanted to be thinking. I just saw no, a crappy saw match. It. No, I saw, I saw it. it. I, saw I saw, it. yeah, but you'd like, well, you're a super. We've been in the business, you brother. <laughs> everyone's everyone's <laughs> it's, it's Ross Art time. It's like everyone's right. got that and seen what they want there's to see. One wrestler in, there's only one wrestler in this room, and it's Richard oh. Tillman. Have you seen it? Definitely sound so definitely sound bad, do you reckon? Yeah. Is it on the suplex or is it on the thing on the second thing as well? You haven't seen it? No, I have seen it. You have seen it. And you do were you joking or do you actually think no, she's sandbag? <sighs> Thank you. Thank you. I think it, I think it was sandbag. But anyway, I it was. Oh, I thought, anyway, the point is both of them put a photo together on Twitter saying, yeah. Look, look, we've, we've, we've literally broken bread. Hit actual bit of bread as well. Um <laughs> just got this out of the way, we've got any issues out of the way, everything's sorted. I thought that, it was a, um like a ma oh, I'm gonna sound like such an idiot. I was just scrolling through and I didn't see it properly, right? I thought it was a massive seashell. And one of them just brought it as a oh. present to the other and gone, sorry, here's a massive seashell. Yeah. <laughs> Put your ear to it, Marina. Yeah. She is, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you mark. <laughs> <laughs> To see each other, call spots, take the super. <laughs> but I, me, so me, saith Poseidon. Myself and Matthew got it wrong on the podcast last week. She definitely sandbagged Marina Shafir. 100% Matthew. Until they say it. it. I'm leaning that way as well. I think, I think, I think nah. the bread proved that Thunder Rosa, because Thunder Rosa gave the bread Did to you Marina, know, didn't she? Not, the sandbagging was the less egregious one for me. It was the no selling of the submission, where she's just lying there. She was oh. tired. <laughs> Well, been there. It is weird though, because she does like it takes Marina ages to get the suplex done, but when she lands Thunder Rosa, she sells it like a normal move. So it's like it's, it did take ages. I mean, it did take a that, lot. That, seeing one, the, uh, that one was the one uh, I love with analysis done on this. Like. That one was the one I was least convinced by because that might have been when one's going to jump and the other one's not ready, and then they yeah, do the all the time. One. Yeah, it's like if it's like trying to get a seesaw to work. Thank you. I, I don't know. I've never, it's physics. Never, I've never done a You can't wrestle in physics, Jeff. I've never done a vertical suit. I don't have a oh, thing. Okay. Yeah. Can we come Triple jump, Pav. Yes, Brain oh, Buster! God. Ashton nearly killed 
Northeast Wrestling Ashton, legend. The King's oh. Road Matthews. Is he in it? Shouldn't have, shouldn't have got sad bags. We can play on the podcast. She's one of the full triple jump. My God. Oh, no, what have, have triple jump DMCA is? Like New Japan. <laughs> New Japan posted wow. New Japan. Oh, yeah. Does it Tom Lawler post a New Japan gift and New Japan take the doubt? No, this is class. And, uh, and, and to be fair, on, on, we're not laughing uh, because, like, they got thick. They're sorted. Drake, Drake said now. on his. Um, oh, 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 you mean these? Drake said on his um, on his Desert Island graphs to Tom that it was all safe. There's a crash mat there and everything. It is, but close. look, bloody, watch how devastating. Think, this all right, is. this is sandbagging. Are we right? HC <laughs> Drake sandbagged Ashton. So he's walking her through. I love it. the black and yellow robes for your NXT. How you mm. set up a suplex? Oh man, I'm now scared. Watch, I'm scared. Watch, watch. She nearly kills the man. Look at that. It's so scary, man. The base oh. goddess, the caller. Oh! oh! Now, there yes! is, now there is a crash mat, but. Oh! That's oh, not man. a crash mat. It's a tear. Wasted! <laughs> That's an awesome. It's great, isn't it? It looks really good. <laughs> Get a book for North. He got it before her. That's oh. not very professional. That's disgusting behavior. He's so Drake. Yeah. He will never be appearing so on this podcast again. He used to buy Ashton a loaf of bread. Massive seizure. That's right. Yeah. Over, it's best of both worlds. But then he, he was, I reckon, for just from listening to that Desert Island Grabs episode, that he's a, a, and Fraser says he's really good as well, but he's a brilliant trainer because his attitude, he was like, but I guarantee if she came again, by the end of that class, she would be able to do a vertical suplex. I was like, oh, what, mm-hmm. what a teacher he is. Yeah. Fair play to him. Why do we fall down, Mr. Wayne? <laughs> so I can take a suplex right on my head. <laughs> exactly. Thank you, Alfred. Uh, how, is there any other news we've missed out? I don't know. It's been a... We've covered the big ones, I think. Um, world no. ending. No, yeah. Sorry, yeah, I thought we'd shove it in the end. Uh, no. Pop World is open no. now from midday until 2am. Oh. Until is it for a special right. occasion? No, no. Full this is always? Full. Yes, oh, yes, mm. yes, yes. Oh. And there is half-price drinks between the hours of midday and 4pm or 4.30pm. Who's going to be in Pop World at, like... Well, don't go me. We should, we should give it a go as an office, I think. Do you Just remember that, world, eh? that night back at What Culture we went to Pot World? There was a couple. There was a Thursday and we were in on the Friday yeah. and it was the worst Friday of my <laughs> life. What was bad about it? Really hungover. Got drunk. Really, really oh. hungover. But like, it was so, such a stupid night out. I don't even know why. It wasn't even planned. There was one of those here as well. That was a bad one as well. Yeah. Ended up in, car- in Cozy Joe's in karaoke. Oh. Failing to do karaoke. Bad place, that Cozy Joe's. Yeah. It's yeah, a great yeah. place. No, it's not. No? No. My girlfriend used to work there. Ugh. and uh, I think we've had a discussion before. Yeah, she wasn't a fan. But she would hear no. the same songs every night. Did I tell my mate wanted to go to that place for a, uh, a stag do? Not because of Cozy Joe's or karaoke, although he does like that. It was because that was the street, like uh, a few yards away, where that guy got into a fight with a car. Oh, <laughs> The car yes. won. Don't get me spoilers away, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, the car great. sandbag. It was a squash match. Yeah. So, so he took a photo with the lamppost, so the guy bounced <laughs> off. <laughs> right, that's the, Are we that's done for the news? Go on once, go on twice. Bloody hell. News hour. Now it's time to go news and get it. Oh, oh, that's been a bloody good. news hour as well. News hour. News over. Miz hour. Game. Old Japan. Miz. <laughs> Miz. Old Japan. Oh, the Miz. <laughs> About 2010, Miz was hour. Oh. That was good. That actually took a few seconds. Yeah. It was a... Anyway. Let's end the session. Please end. Just please end. There was Jordy Vernacular uh, there. <laughs> Everybody get excited for the Cultaholic Hall of Fame. Ah, if you're still here and you've had your shave and your, your brunch, the right time for the Hall of Fame. In condescending order from last week, every active wrestler apart from Tanashi, 16%. I said any. 
active wrestler. Richard, no, said, no, Richard, no, he didn't. Richard sent me every. I just copied and pasted what Richard said. I said anyone but Tanahashi, I think. No, I remember. Yeah, oh, no, I didn't. Oh, I'm here with you. You said right. every. Fight. Oh, yeah, then. Which one he is? <laughs> right, fine. I don't think it would have won either way. Oh, Tom Campbell's doing the uh, Hall of Fame things again. <laughs> the real ones of NXT 2.0, 41%. That was so the four close. pillars. Three of them. Three pillars. Dante, oh, that's right. My friends Dante, Boa, yeah. and Andre. Andre oh, Chase. To add on that, the by Mizawa the way. of the four pillars of NXT. <laughs> to, add on, to add on that, by the way, uh, all those people that you said, and I added while we were doing the podcast last week, as of today, none of them followed me back. You know what that is, Matthew? Because you've got one of those stupid blue ticks. <laughs> I hate uh, social media. Right. crap in it. It certainly Justice is. Justice for the little man, that's what I say. Yeah. For my lofty position of a verified the Twitter account. <laughs> You're getting, getting used to being... And a Japanese professional yeah. wrestling expert. Oh, I am so snooty. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like William Regal. <laughs> scrummy, scrummy, scrummy. But the clear winner, and I'll read out exactly, I hope this wasn't how it was put on the Hall of Fame thing. Watch Tech. The War Bear, 43%. Nice to see our fine patrons condone explicit animal abuse. Lol, 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 lol. That little, little bit at the end there was bit. an accoutrement from me because oh, I was, was it? disgusted oh. by the result of the Hall of Fame after the evidence you presented yourself as part of your pitch for the Hall of Fame oh. last week. That poor bear. You're right, that poor bear who won. <laughs> uh, who? I'm not the only person. Because of this, actually, because of this, uh, Scotland, that's right, the entire of Scotland, have announced that they've, they've built a statue in honour of winning the, the Hall of Fame this week. Richard, have you got the, the image? Yeah, I can get it. Can you oh, believe this? It's right. right next to Mel Gibson's Braveheart. <laughs> there there we go. That that That's Pachiti on the left, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> the actual Pachiti is just covered in bronze. It'll be all right. It's better than helmet smell. This was taken by Richard Tubman himself, who loves a cycle up to Scotland of a uh, weekend. Was, was, this was I one was day. There, I was just in Embry yesterday. Oh, you didn't cycle up? You were there for the statue, yeah, yeah. Look at how that bear is looking longingly off into the distance there. He wants away yeah. from that man who's torturing him. Ah. Watch deck. It's a true. memory of the Polish men and women who fought for your freedom and ours is a bear. A Polish bear? Polish bear. He's dreaming of Poland. He wants to be back there. He's dreaming of all the cigarettes and beer he'd consume after a He didn't want a the good, cigarettes and beer. He's after a, bear. a good day of killing evil soldiers. He didn't this want that. bear was doing manual labour, and we're all celebrating it, are we? Got paid a working wage. He was a training. He was a training dummy. And that's a, not true. And a drinking partner. That's no dummy. There were pictures of them. Oh, oh poor watch Wojtek. Wojtek. Oh, watch Tech. Wojtek, isn't it? It's Wojtek. Sorry. Push Maybe. Is very good. I don't know. Oh. If it was a Japanese name, I'd be able to tell you. Yeah. You know and keeping with this one week streak of Okan. I was going to do the audio clip of this, but it probably get the MCA. Okay. But it was a clip of behind the scenes of the recording of a jingle I've only heard of because of parodies, like in Austin Powers when Fat Bastard starts singing. It's a particular jingle that goes, I want my baby back, baby back, baby back, baby back, baby back, baby back. I want my baby back, baby back, baby back. Chili's baby back ribs. Barbecue sauce. But... It's so weird because you hear these jingles and go, all right, that's really catchy. But you saw the dudes recording it. Chili's they were putting their heart and soul <laughs> in this jingle for what Chili's was described as not very good quality ribs. 
Oh, were they not? Uh, everyone, I don't know many people yeah, who have eaten them. They worked for Michael Scott. That's hey, what I would have bought them yeah. based on that advert. Chili baby back ribs. It's a bit where there's all three of them for me, and they're yeah, all yeah. doing like three part harmony, and they're all just going for it. It's, you know, they do and feed the world the what the effort they're putting in. Like, 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 baby like, back ribs. Like, they are so into it. Specifically, Bruce Springsteen in that. Yeah. He's, he's proper going for it. Yeah. Barbecue sauce. Yeah, they are. They are up for that sauce. Oh man. But you find the right food, and you find that you are. You're up to sing a song about oh, it. Oh, yeah, I've, yeah, I've got yeah. a little song about little bow bar down the road. <laughs> Go on. A little bow bar to the tune of uh, In the Ghetto by Elvis. Okay. Um, oh. It's a little pink van that lives on the street. It serves you tasty Asian meat. Little bow bar. <laughs> <laughs> I really thought you said that. I was not expecting you to actually have a song about I've bar I've got bar. a song for it, don't you worry. <laughs> that was really good. Wow. Hey, I've got a life. Wow. <laughs> and what a life it is. <laughs> Little Baba. If you're ever in Newcastle, Giant Baba. <laughs> you run all Japan so well. Uh, his wife should be in. <sighs> Giant Baba. <laughs> Giant Baba. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Mrs. Baba. <laughs> do you remember Baba, the elephant? I do. I used to read that when I was a kid. I watched the cartoon as a kid mm. and I was, uh, I was confused what was happening. Yeah. Yeah, it was a bit weird, actually. He was like, giant barbar, giant barbar. Was he a king or was he a prince? He was the son of the king of the elephants or something? He was a Tory, no matter what he was. Barbar. Anyway, it's a good pick. Giant barbar's baby back ribs. Most <laughs> <laughs> boring cartoon shown on CBBC, but I'd watch it every time. It was, it was a good pick, that baby back ribs song. Yeah. Ross introduced me to that song many moons ago. I know it from The Office. But he's seen it on The Office. Yeah, be, I've seen it in other bits of media. I've never seen... Or her, the actual jingle. Because apparently really that's the good. second version of it. The first one is just them singing as they're preparing it. one YouTube trying to find this actual one. Couldn't find that specific one, but the recording of it, them just singing their life out. Another one I like that I've never actually seen the programme is Where in the World is Carmen San Diego? Where in the world is I don't think we, Carmen no, San Diego? Yeah. We never got that, but we've got Where on Earth is Carmen San Diego? Where is Carmen San Diego? Uh, and she's like, she's in the pyramids and stuff. She's got... A jet. You know the Snoop Dogg one? Did somebody, the Just Eat one? Did somebody say, just eat me? Gets a livery like a G. <laughs> no. Dog got it. You don't, you've not seen no, it? No, no, no. I don't want to think about that? that because it was on every single advert right. break He's during lockdown. Though, so, yes, but also... Must be replaced by, is it Harvey Keitel? But also, apparently there's an American one. Okay. Which their, com their version, their company is Skip. It's called Skip. And they've not even changed the song. They've just gone, did somebody say... Skip. It's awful. Oh, oh it's uh, bad. Oh, it's bad. No, Katy Perry's replaced them now. Uh, I can't just see that every time I go see my nana. It's on everywhere. Yeah, every <laughs> on single. Everywhere. It's like all the stars or all the stars of the 70s in films. So Javi Keitel, Robert De Niro, and every music artist from the 90s. Snoop Dogg says, just eat. Coolio says, get car insurance. Uh, I heard the song. S Club 7 says, do you need roof tilings? <laughs> I'd say this year, probably, I've rediscovered the song Signs by Snoop Dogg and Justin Timberlake. And what a tune it is. I'm happy for you. Anyway, it's a good pick. Thank you. It's baby good. back, baby back, baby, baby back, back, baby back. back. Baby I have one more back. really dra dramatic chili on three. Baby back, baby back. One, two, three. Chili's baby back ribs. Chili's baby back. I want my baby back, baby back, baby back, baby back, baby back, baby back. I want my baby back. Barbecue sauce. Barbecue sauce. Yes, that's my pick. They I'm seem like good friends. They have a laugh at the end as well yeah. about the pronunciation of sauce. Yeah, it's not sauce. Yeah, it's a heartwarming clip. Yeah. Have you had any ribs? 
Yeah. Like proper real. I've only had the little ones from like... Yeah, uh, I had some in Croatia thing. and they were fantastic. Like the big ones, but like oh, not good reference on Scar. No, they were, they were good. <laughs> and and cheap for what you got. Oh, okay. You got hiao ribs. It's not like I'm insulting someone. You've got hiao ribs. Massive rib. Like yeah. one, two, three kid getting his eyebrow shaved. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, that's my thing. Who was second? The real one next It was you, Ross. You I'm, I'm torn this week because my <laughs> pick's been thrown into disarray by Richard Tubman. <gasps> Richard, come over here. Come over here, Richard. Oh, you're coming over. He's coming up. No, you can stay there, Jack. Oh, right, awesome. I just need Richard just to See somehow how I was to get off the podcast. Some way. Put your foot, Richard, on there. You want me to just what? take the shoe No, no, put, no I want you to get a side profile. I don't want that in there. Foot or side there. profile. You might want to go around this side. And Wait, yeah, go in. stand where the light is. Just put your foot on there. It's just so that everyone can see what you're wearing on your feet today. <laughs> we often talk about Richard's fashion. Whoa! They are the fanciest pair of Crocs I have ever seen in my entire life. Look at them. Melt the candle. I like it. Look at them. Pastor's radio. Very nice. But I, I can't go... I just thought I'd give those an honourable mention because they're fantastic. What? That's not even the pick? Nah. I don't they I are don't... the best Crocs oh. I've ever seen, but they're still they are, Crocs. They're only, the your, only your picks have a kickoff show. Wait, <laughs> I, I need to give them a shout-out, but I don't think that will win the poll. You know what? That's going to be the bit where, because the new YouTube thing, it shows you the most looked at bit. A certain <laughs> bunch of people, that's going to be really high up. Is that what that is? I thought it was it's just great. The, bit, the bit with the most movement. <laughs> <laughs> that's the <what I> most <laughs> movement. <laughs> Way, <laughs> uh, no, my pick this week is I've been obviously ahead of Forbidden Door. I've been doing more research about the the old Japanese wrestling. Oh, because you're more of an old Japan guy. Oh, than yeah, 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 not, not too much up from New Japan, but there's something that I've seen this week that's really caught my attention and really sort of right, captivated my imagination. And I can't help but put it in the Hall of Fame. It's that good, and it's Hiroshi Tanahashi's air guitar because it's oh, yeah. one of the greatest examples of showmanship I've ever seen in professional wrestling. Yeah. So I'm going to go for Hiroshi Tanahashi's air guitar. Wow! This isn't because of last week, Jack having that horrible Completely memory. Completely unrelated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Completely unrelated. Tell you what. And I was uh, devastated. I'm so glad that he... Oh, no, maybe I'm just biased against him. I feel like he crapped the bed a little bit on Dynamite. <laughs> I'll just say it now. I was about to say, I felt shortchanged after last night's Dynamite because he didn't give it the old one. He did a bit, though. He's saving up for the pay-per-view. Moxley's cutting this promo about how he's been taken down, he's been headhunting in New Japan and all this, and the crowd's not going, Tanahashi's like, no, and you do deserve your respect, Tanahashi, and Moxley's in the middle of getting all fiery, and Tanahashi just goes... <laughs> I just was strong. <laughs> I thought it was brilliant. <laughs> so Tanahashi's air guitar. He should have played that And he on shouldn't be wearing trainers Tubman's. with his suit. Who did he? No, I'm joking. It's a I know, drip. People, I know the people do that these days, yeah. The kids. Mm. The kids like Tanahashi. <laughs> <laughs> ah, lovely barbecue rolls. What did he offer us, Jack? <laughs> Baby Jack written off. <laughs> uh, I've got um, a wonderful cover of a beloved film theme. So <clears throat> this is from, I believe, 2015. But I only heard it for the first time this week, and I've been singing it all week. I've been showing people in the office. I love it. It's, um, you know, Limmy, the Scottish comedian. Oh, yes. So in 2015, he he made a, a version of the Star Wars theme tune, but I only came to learn what it was this week. Because, oh, I've got it on my phone ready if you want. But, yeah, yeah, if you could. Yeah, it's on his SoundCloud. <laughs> um, He's not good at the MCS, is he? Limmy? No, surely not. It depends if it includes actual Star Wars music, does it? Um, do you remember when you used the rubbish version of Don't You Forget About Me? Oh, the midi one. It's like that. Yeah, it's yeah. Fine. Oh, okay. um, so this is Limmy's version of the Star Wars theme, which I first learned about just this week because Limmy himself on YouTube was reacting to Sam Fender, Northeastern singer-songwriter. Oh, yeah. um, 
performing it when he was off his face at the NMA Awards. <laughs> Not oh. on stage, just in the interview bit afterwards. Like the woman's like, congratulations, Sam Fender, you've won it. And he just starts singing it. And all his pals, oh, clearly okay. it's like a big in-joke amongst them because they all start like just cracking her. And they're all, they're all several, several pints in. So, oh. But this is Limmy's version of the Star Wars theme okay. tune. And it's excellent. Star Wars, kings of the galaxy. Fighting for you and I Fighting for me Thoughts so far, Matthew? While the instrumental Yeah, that kick bit. drum really makes it <laughs> It doesn't really change from here Stay out Whoa, so it just yeah. is this for the whole thing That's it, you can turn it off whenever you want when at the end, anyway. Actually, no, can you skip right to just before at the end? When it starts to go. Sounds like you're saying someone else at the end there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, star yeah. horror. You're horror in American. Ah, <laughs> oh, lovely. I like that a lot. Um, I think it's a wonderful song. I can't pinpoint why it's funny. One, is it because it's crap? Two, yep. is it because it makes it sound like he's got no idea what Star Wars is about? Yeah. <laughs> Kings of the Galaxy, yeah. really good. Or three, I really like how he, you think he's going to rhyme. You go Star Wars, Kings of the yeah. Galaxy, fighting for you and I, fighting for me. He resolves it. It's mm. genius songwriting, and that's my Hall of Fame pick this week. Thank you. Ross has no sold it like Thunder, Thunder Rosa. I was literally pulling oh. my head. Oh, sorry, I didn't realize you were. Roll back the footage. Do you know what recently, right? <laughs> oh, so like Thunder Rosa, you were wrong again, you know Jack. I remember watching Matthew's reaction because it was lovely of my rap when you were off that time and I did a rap when I was hosting the podcast. Yeah. And when I watched that back, I noticed that Ross was sandbagging me then. So I've just yeah. now assumed that because of that, you were sandbagging me here too. We all uh, assume so. we're all sandbagging one of on yeah. this podcast where we all love each other and see each other every I week. We do, I. I'll let you know when a sandbag's coming in okay. the future. <laughs> or just after... <laughs> you Sandbag. Or just after you've said something, I'll go, Jack, I'm, I'm going to sandbag you. <laughs> and just sit there like that. Like Don De Chen would. <laughs> a very respectful running master, Don yeah. De yeah. Chen. Uh, so Jack, yes. I'm going to do a Hercules powerbomb in 92 all right? <laughs> there we so. go that, that's yeah okay that was nice it was interesting I'm getting actually competitive because you picked a, a music thing the same week mm. I've done a music thing Ooh. but if you haven't sung that you could have done, done that I've done a music thing wow mm. yeah so I've sung mine he's sung his do it again please wow thank you very much podcast listeners uh, <laughs> you had Lemmy sing yours <laughs> I helped sing yours you did yeah. Hopefully that'll be enough for the Patreon people to go to the Hall of Fame at patreon.com forward slash cultaholic. Place your votes now for I want my baby back, baby back, baby back, baby back. Oh, you can't be doing what you're doing. Chili. Chili back ribs. Baby back Chili, ribs. Chili baby back ribs, even. Uh, Chili's the baby. jingle, not the food, because I haven't tried it. Uh, Tanahashi's air guitar, which goes, wow. Wow. No, no, it doesn't. <laughs> no, no, it doesn't do no, that. No. Wow. <laughs> More like that. Oh, Limmy's cover of the Star Wars theme. Kings of the Galaxy. Kings of the Galaxy. Fighting for you and I. Do you want to confirm what you're writing down with Richard before we move on? Because that's how I get the whole effect. Richard, I forgot what the arc is. Um, Please. Limmy's (laughs) Limmy's Star Wars theme. There you go. That's mine. Yeah. Do you guys want to do it as well? It's locked in. That's it. Yeah, it's locked in. Limmy's Star Wars theme. Actually, no changes. Mm. Fantastic. Happy voting. This is this week in the wrestling. It's this bloody week in the wrestling. Ah, <sighs> this week in wrestling. It's a relief to actually just talk about some wrestling. Right. Yeah. 
SmackDown. Hand jobs and cupcakes. Oh, there it is. There we go. Let's come back again. So just eat advert. Drew McIntyre faces Sheamus in the Money in the Bank qualifier. It ends in a double DQ when both attack each other with chairs. They have a pull apart brawl. Backstage demands that Pierce put him in the line match anyway. Pierce says he has a lot to think about. I'm not on Drew's side what? here. It's very entitled, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, hang on. Drew's got Roman, possibly, you know, if he plays his cards right, I guess, uh, at the. <laughs> Big gun in the big castle, whatever it's called. Yeah. And you would have thought by now, Drew needs to be elevated and just beating people left, right, and center like a young Mike Tyson. Instead, he's going to draw a Seamus and acting like a fanny. If you, look, <laughs> if you look at Drew's recent history, his character kind of is like this. He's as, weird, as a baby he? face. He always, he's always like kicking off when he doesn't get the next title shot, even though he's just been at the last three pay-per-views having a title shot. And stuff. He did that with he Randy did, a lot. did that yeah. with Randy Orton. So I'm like... But one positive, though, is that they've carried on the beef between Drew and Sheamus. That's true. Like, they didn't pretend that they've never had a feud or anything. They still hate each other, and that's nice mm. to see. I thought it was a weird finish, because yeah. Butch got involved, and that was oh, fine. Oh, yes, he did. But then two chairs got involved, and it was thrown off. Is Butch not just as much of a weapon as two chairs? <laughs> I would argue he is. Hey. Uh, but I thought it was a really good matchup until the finish. Oh, yeah. um, but an uh, interesting note, Botch... Um, otherwise known as um, I've forgotten his real name because I say botched that off Rich Holland uh, Botch Rich Holland, Holland. <laughs> Botch Holland. <laughs> Rich Holland um, they said he suffered an injury last week is that a shoot or is that Nathan Jonesing him uh, I think they're keeping him as far away from any other active wrestler until they can figure out what the hell he's doing with him given that he Ooh. dropped given that he dropped Kofi Kingston very awkwardly off the apron which you'd think he wouldn't be doing any bloody moves to any New Day members off any bloody apron anytime soon but there we go you bitch <laughs> no no <laughs> No, bitch is Seamus. <laughs> Ridge is botch. You'll get it eventually. I'll Sorry. Stop talking about Kawada. If it was in all Japan, I'd be fine. <laughs> but yeah. Aye. Yeah, that, that was, was good, it. Good match Sandbags until, everywhere. Good match to the Lacey day. Evans beats Zia to qualify for Money in the Bank. And then Zia goes to uh, Adam Pearson and goes, put me in the ladder <laughs> match anyway. <laughs> no, she doesn't. Of course not. No. But Lacey Evans. So she's on SmackDown. She's a big old face. She's not on Raw. She's not a heel. Don't believe any wrestling news, apart from it comes from the Wall Street Journal, I guess. <laughs> I thought Lacey hadn't lost a step, considering the last time I saw her wrestle personally was just before she gave birth to Ric Flair's child. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Thank yeah. you for my... Uh, <laughs> there we go. Yep, there the memories are I coming back in. Jaily as well went a bit too far when she called Lacey Evans a whiner. She's not a winner. She's a whiner. Whoa! <laughs> I was like, you heartless so-and-so there, Jaily. What's wrong with you? I don't know why. <laughs> why did you? Wow, wow, wow. It's all we hear from your lips. My abusive father, my alcoholic oh, this. Wow, wow, wow. some cheese with your wine. Oh, sorry, Lee. When horrible. they scripted that line, they must have forgotten about everything they made Lacey Evans put out there for right. the world. Because he can't be saying that, man. And this, this is a WrestleMania match, this. Why have they put it in the first round of, the, of just to get to the Money in the Bank ladder match? Lacey Evans and Lacey Evans, ex Marine. Ultra Babyface and Jia Lee, Thunder God. Well, why? Oh, that's right. She's an evil foreigner. Yeah. Well, no, she doesn't need to be an evil foreigner, Matthew. She's just from the land of the gods. <sighs> oh, yeah. Oh, uh, well, you thought I was talking about her. <laughs> like you, Kip Jack. Whoa! Uh, Ronda Rousey cuts a promo and says she can't wait to prove that her armbar is better than Natalia's <laughs> rubbish sharpshooter. I've quoted Ross's favorite line of all this week in wrestling. Shut to your drops. It says she might not have a fancy submission move, but she has serious aggression and a killer instinct. Wow. Take that. And then... 
I heard Ross mention this in the office and I, what, what resonated with you so much about that line? Who walks up to another human and says, I haven't got a... If I'm a wrestler, for example, or if you just... Yeah. Let's say you're a gardener. I haven't got a fancy uh, sunflower, but what I do have is a killer instinct. Just any sort of scenario, why killer instinct? Because we go to Raw, we'll go ahead to Raw just for a split second, because I've made notes here. Who said the killer instinct line is becoming a thing? Right, on Raw, Rollins and Styles both said it in their promos as well. They have the killer instinct. So killer instinct is a thing. Officially, and I don't know why because it's pathetic. It also used to be Mo- Mojo Rowley's thing. Really? Same yeah. color instinct. Yeah, and I know this because it's a very popular fighting game from the 90s. So uh, it's stinging me because they always say, like, he has killer instinct. And we used to go, what, what at home? <laughs> That's why it's flown over my head. Yeah. I don't it's blame weird, you. Though. It is weird. It's awful dialogue. And but I think all it's... three of these women could have filled an awful dialogue I think it's 50 50 with because because if Moxley right. said that, he'd make it sound legit. If Moxley yeah, went, I'm serious, I might not have a fancy. Yeah. Or if, like, yeah, yeah if, if Moxley went, I don't have a fancy submission, but I've got a serious. You'd say it in a way. Certain wrestlers can do more with bad scripts than others, but it's still primarily like. Samoa the, Joe, I think, was the king because <sighs> the lines he would be given would be rotten, but, it would but sound he'd say it like Samoa Joe. So it's like, yeah. oh, we don't care. That's rotten dialogue. Yeah. They almost think Ronda sounded like a heel while trashing a heel. Being a big yeah, Ronda always Ronda sounds always like a heel. Sounds man. Like, yeah. Ronda's such a heel. You're an Italian. Your sharpshooter is not even as good as your uncle Brett. Like that's we should be laughing along with Ronda there. But the way she said it was like, oh, it's quite mean that. <laughs> if I was Italian by now, someone's like, my uncle's Bret Hart. <laughs> Ronda yeah. never knew that. Ronda really suffers from for me from like you can tell she's reading from a script really badly. Yeah. I know she's like not as experienced as a lot of the other women, but it, for her it just comes across really really blatantly yeah. to me. If Ronda just said the stuff she said in interviews, like real life interviews about how wrestling sort of stuff is she's amazing. Great real life it's problem. all cupcakes and something else's. Uh, they'll be mint, but yeah. instead she's doing these rubbish dialogues she's given. So, you millennial Becky Lynch, yeah, the same age, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was weird. One, that one. I did the, the entire like concept of the segment didn't quite work either because Ronda came out in her gear when in normal promo she just comes out in her street clothes. Yeah, yep. shot. She was like, aha. I see you there. You're already. I don't know. It was just a second. Maybe she was about to have a match with Aaliyah, but Shotzi had locked her in the locker room. Maybe. Without a cameraman. Without without a cameraman this time, so we didn't see it. Anyway, Shotzi challenges Ronda to a match, so Ronda accepts and beats her with the armbar. Natalia runs out afterwards and locks Ronda in the sharpshooter. And And everyone now believes that she's going to win. Oh, well, I mean, you'll believe. Right? Yeah, well, she got the better of her. So, yeah, she's got to be the the odds on favourite, at least. (laughs) Shotzi's going to go to chase you to learn a rubbish (laughs) submission. I thought the match itself as a standalone thing was quite good. Like yeah. Ronda did, there was a bit where she did mm. some sort of like leg takedown thingy while flipping around yeah. Shotzi's body. I was like, whoa. Not that, like, like Nakamura. We know what you meant, you <laughs> silly Billy. Um, and then Shotzi just hoofed her in the head like Shearer did Neil Lennon all those years oh, ago. It was fantastic. A beautiful point of reference yeah. there. But I, yeah, Ronda is good at the grapples. Who knew? Yeah. Oh, you need to calm down here. I felt the table move there. Oh, I, <laughs> oh, I know what it is. Dunnan. <laughs> Dirt. Oh, we don't do that anymore. It's not like he's got a new theme. He hasn't even got his like his WWE version of the Imperium. He needs I've a, been he needs a for <laughs> He needs a sassy I've Southern Belle theme. So yeah. <laughs> How would that go? Um Chili <laughs> baby back ribs. Gunther beats Ricochet to become the brand new IC champion. 
Ricochet didn't get a lot in this match, did he? No, he didn't. No, he did didn't. anyone predict that? Anyone in the world predict that that would have Matthew's happened? Matthew's so excited because not only does he Good really love Walder, but he hates, hates Ricochet, yeah. yeah. Hates him. That's... <laughs> <laughs> Apart from his complete inability to do any kind of promo or any delivery or any type of promo. Or delivery. Like, what are you hey, talking um, about? He's the he's most fine. confident, self-assured <laughs> promo in wrestling, just as Jack displayed there by yeah. going, <laughs> at the end of every sentence where he says something oh, zingy. Yeah. And one of his best uh, personality <laughs> trait was that he wore a hat. And now he doesn't even have that anymore. <laughs> what, did he wear a hat? No, he didn't wear a hat anymore. What when did he wear a hat? Oh, God, I... Yeah, yeah. And everyone kept... Ref what does the reference to the hat by doing? It was a running joke every week, wasn't it? Like, oh, that's a stupid hat. I mean, oh, yeah. What kind of hat uh -huh. was it? Fedora, wasn't it? Sassy when was there? <laughs> like, lockdown? He definitely had a hat. I remember the hat thing and people going like... Oh, the only thing weird. he did of note... Other than, oh no, he started doing flips to the outside or crazy moves and they get counted out. And he'd be like, hey, that wasn't fair. Everyone's going, you're stupid as hell. There he is in his little hat. Oh, aye. Ricky's oh. baby well, it, it looks, hat hat. It looks like it works there because he's wearing like a shirt and tie as well. But mm. but yeah, that's that's strange. Ricky's little, to be fair, little hat. Ricochet's good looking. Like if, if someone else wore that, they'd just look like the biggest like Again, weeb, I'm... wouldn't they? Oh, yes. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, so anyway, Gunther, new champ, um, just absolutely annihilated him. Gunther appears to be losing weight every week, so I'm glad he's got the IC belt on, so he's back to having some weight on him. Uh, yeah, great, here for it. Gunther, getting the push. Yeah, man. Now yeah. he's the number two babyface on SmackDown. <laughs> I've got a quiz for you. Well, a one question, oh. but I've got a singular question for you, go Matthew, on, go just on. to prove that you watch SmackDown. Oh. What size feet does Gunther have? Uh, nine. Uh-huh. <laughs> I even got Richard. Thank Pop you. Richard, NGL. NGL got the going, oh, God, in the background. <laughs> Go on, what is it? 15. Pat McAfee was blown away that Gunter's feet are a size 15. Oh, yeah, Funsen, yeah? <laughs> Sorry, I don't know what <laughs> don't know I said it all camp. That's what Pat said, yeah. <laughs> like flirty. Uh, as you said, there was one instance where Ricochet got a little bit of uh, offense in when he, he, he reversed out of a power bomb That's in right. his own sunset flip bomb, which was sensational. Hmm. Was it your... Move. No, no. Oh, okay. oh no, no. Wait, I thought no. it's been spoiled oh, this week, hasn't it? For Sunset Flips, we have, oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yes, I've seen it. Right. But I've, 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 do you want to see how great of a writer I am, right? Just, I do, because you are quite good at it. Wasted here. I've put <laughs> that reversal out of the power bomb, and it was Sunset Flip Bomb, mm. was liquid ricochet cascade, cascading down a mountain face like a tributary or a spring. Now, if that's not, you know. Lovely, that. Uh, oh, you're raining. also, you're not also writing for Gollum, like, you're also moonlighting as Corey Graves' writer for everything. Yeah. Whatever. Corey Rhodes comes Corey's out. been good recently. I tell you what, since Hell in a Cell, he's good on Raw this week. There's something he said I can't remember what it was, but I was like, "Oh, you're quite good now again, Corey Graves." Tell you he was better this so week. So you're writing from him. <laughs> JR was better this week. He certainly it's was. Almost like he was in a really good mood about something. She went, "Oh, I know these people. Bloody hell, finally!" I thought it was because he knows more about Tanahashi than you know Evil Uno. It was the, just the, the oh the right, Vince I thought you were about Vince. No, I was. I was saying the oh, Vince, oh. the Vince, oh, the God, Vince stuff had come out, and then a few hours later. Like, I'm still awake, so I turn on Dynamite. Jar's going, Welcome, hello, everyone. <laughs> I'm so happy right now. I'm <laughs> <laughs> strutting down the top. Yeah. I don't know. Hey, TK. <laughs> yeah. Got him finally. Great to be at work again. That's for Linda hoofing my balls. <laughs> That's for myself pulling my own head out my ass. That's for kissing his ass. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He was good this week. He was good. Bad, bad times don't last. Oh, yours will, Vince. Backstage, Paul Heyman gives Sami Zayn a pep talk ahead of his main event match against Riddle. He says that if Zayn wins, he might even be able to join the bloodline. 
Of course, he's been wearing the Bloodline shirt for a while now. And Sam Zane's like, oh, I've got to win then. Be easy, this. He's, um, these two, are, I, I, I would like to see more Heyman and Sami I want Sami Zayn to join the Bloodline, so yeah. I'd see more nice interactions between fun. them. Yeah. Max Dupree, uh, first client, will be revealed next week. Despite him saying they've revealed this week. It's so just we're stuck annoying. in traffic. These annoying. things happen, you know, even with people like... Oh, so is it Eva Marie then? Yeah, no, it's Roddy Strong. I'm convinced myself You still convinced now. Roddy Strong? I'm convinced myself now. If we couple what we're going to say about Roddy Strong in NXT yeah. and the fact they've delayed it by a week to let his hair grow a bit more, which he's still growing out, by the way, and he said diamond in the rough. <laughs> it's all... But he's not... But he's not... He's not... He's, not a model. He's good looking, but he's not a male model. He's more of a Northumberland Street frat boy. <laughs> so... <Yeah. laughs> He's really a lad, know. like, weeing in the main street, not even going behind an alley. That could be the, the story they're going to tell, where you've got this Nelly man, because that's what they are. Oh, the, the, the oh, right, Northumberland yeah. Street frat boys could almost yeah. be on the, 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 the catwalks of Paris, but they're not quite <laughs> there, are they? So maybe that's the story they'll tell. You're it'll right, be so Mace. It's a very small it'll difference. still be Mace, but I want to believe it's Roddy Strong, because I want to see what he'll do if as it, a male model. Any, any listeners who've never been to Newcastle, come to Newcastle and expect for Northumberland Street to be like a, co- a college town, like campus. For all these frat boys. It's like they get there. Like the, the movie Grease. That's what Northumberland Street's like. <laughs> Just all these lads in leather jackets. Oh, varsity jackets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Gears change, gears change. Need it for the bus. There was a weird nine-minute spell. I timed it on SmackDown this week between the end of Sammy's entrance oh, they do this and the every end week of now. Riddle's entrance. Nine minutes of promo pack. A nice one with John Cena, obviously. It was nice to highlight that. But the rest of it, to make it all go nine minutes, I thought was a bit of a people piss started, take. People have started timing them on Reddit for Raw and some of the Raw ones are just yeah. monstrous. Got a double digit. Yeah, yeah, huge. It's a shame that Sammy didn't win, though. That's the one thing. I was wanting him to win. Yeah, the, ma- the, result, the match well, was yeah. good, I thought, but the... The, the result was the wrong yeah. one. Which was Riddle beating Sami Zayn to become the number one contender. Usos attack him afterwards, but he fights them off with the kendo stick to end the show. Yes. Yeah, that's what he said. He did. Uh, AW Rampage, jobby open. Uh, yeah, that was rubbish, that one. But you get what I'm trying to say. Jobby open? Well, oh, I think... Uh, well, whatever. In the opening <laughs> match, Eddie Kingston beats Big Bad Jake Hanker. And uh, this was a good match. I well, liked it. It was that interesting slugfest between two guys. Well, it wasn't, you know, beautiful or smooth, and that's what I wanted. Oh, yeah, it course. was chunky peanut butter. Yeah. It's obviously the best type of peanut butter. And we also got an old Hall of Fame Taz pick. Not the Holy Hall of Fame, an actual Hall of Fame that will no doubt exist in real life. When Eddie Kingston grabbed Jake Hager by the balls, he says, oh, it's a five-on-two situation. <laughs> <laughs> um, D's nuts. I think this match was, like you said, it, it wasn't, pretty but you didn't want it to be you don't want Hager yeah. versus Eddie Kingston and I like the story of Eddie Kingston chopping down this big man mm. I liked it I liked how he t- it took two hurricanes to do it as well sorry yeah. is that what it's called hurricanes wow, spin wow. I was <laughs> clop at the TV <laughs> I always thought it was the wow we really are seeing the <laughs> real time development I know because I always thought it was called the back fist of the future that's his like yeah it's a Chikara name for it was that the Chikara name for but it but I'm sure if they didn't call it that they call it the hurricane all right. Oh, yes, they, they do call it the Urukan. Yes. Urukan. Urukan. He corrected me. Oh, no. <laughs> I think it's My cred. Yeah, the great Urukan. We'll see him later on. He gets in the ring. <laughs> oh, he was in the news as well this week, but I couldn't figure Is out. Is he still having a great time? Well, <laughs> like, no, week? not exactly. Uh, um, I couldn't really tell from the translation. Okay. Yeah, oh, I finally like, got there. The great eye. Uh, oh, oh, yeah, right, right, yeah. right. right <laughs> I was thinking about the guy who Luke Gallows saw in Africa. What was he called? The great. Oh power my U- god, the Uti. great power oh, Uti. Uti. 
Oh, great. Last time I read about him, his wife was seriously ill and he took her to see a witch doctor, so I took going to a hospital. what to do, And, oh, God. And, yeah, he was in a... I love that shoe promo. Moving on. The great power Uti. <laughs> Jay Lethal and Saddam Singh beat Davey Vega and Matt Fidget. Oh, that really good tag team. What a terrible name for a jobber. Matt Fidget. Fidget. How dare you? Wait, that's the guy from. Uh... Oh, do you actually do these? Yeah, no, no. Um... Just sitting there doing this uh-huh. all the time. Yeah. Are they actually really good? <laughs> yeah, they've been all over the place. Oh. I'm surprised you haven't heard of them, actually. They're I haven't. Called Flippy Dudes, AAW. Okay. AAW, not AAW. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, did OTT and stuff. No, they're good two them. good lads. You wouldn't know watching this, but Fidget, yeah, it's the. It's named the bat from Basil the Great Mouse Detective, isn't it? Fidget. I've not seen Basil the Great Mouse. <laughs> You're not saying that? No. Oh, no, no, we're moving, moving swiftly on. A couple then. of years since I've seen that. Like, yeah. Uh, Hook and Danhausen buy sweet new rides to celebrate their win. <laughs> right. They, uh, go on. Talk us through. Well, there's the backstage interviewer woman, and she's like, Lexi Nair. Sorry, Lexi Nair. And she's like, guys, I'm meant to be interviewing Hookhausen, but I just don't know where they are. And then Danhausen pulls up. <laughs> A second later, they appear. <laughs> Ah, yes, new, new rides we have. He's not Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> what does he say? Like, well, oh, right, right, PT Cruisers or Corvettes? Mm. Yeah. Wah! She's Waluigi now. And then she's like, where's Hook? And he's like, oh, you see here. Oh, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. He <laughs> 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 drives off, right? Oh, God. And then what does Hook do? Just is the sexiest man alive. That's yeah. what he does. He pulls up. Like that. Ooh, bom, bom. Like, <laughs> he, he pulls up like a stereotypical bad boy boyfriend in like an 80s rom-com. Yeah. And he just pulls up and then he like tilts his shades down at her and he drives off. Yeah. And she looks confused. I can only imagine because he's just so cool. She's like, hang oh, on, yeah. how's this happened? She's contemplating a relationship with Big Cass. That's what she was doing. Mm. What? She's in a relationship with Big Cass in real life. She's mm, W.M. Morrissey, sorry she's to She's going to risk it all for Hook. She's, yeah, she's been wooed by Hook. <laughs> if it she was, has, oh. she's not really got a type there. Like, yeah. Very different men. Pretty much like Johnny Vegas, not Johnny Vegas, Johnny Bravo. <laughs> Johnny Vegas. I would love to see Johnny Vegas play Johnny <laughs> Bravo. <laughs> all I was missing <laughs> from that <laughs> Hook bit oh. was like, hey, baby. <laughs> Oh, Oh, monkey! (laughs) I was in happiness. (laughs) Have it! (laughs) Have it was Peter King. Oh my god! (laughs) He's replaced all all the Japanese wrestling knowledge in his head, has removed all the British knowledge. There's only room for so much of their roles. Both in the Northwest, though, you know. If they worked in Japan, I would be more familiar, obviously. They could be a tag team, Johnny Vegas and Peter King. Yeah, they could. (laughs) They'd be like the, the road warriors of comedy. Yeah. Can I just say, right, shout out to Satnam Singh. Why? Proved, no, you can't say that. <laughs> shout out to Satnam Singh. Because uh-huh. he proved he's quite nimble on his feet. For a big man. For a large man. Yeah, he's like Peter Crouch. I like this finish as well. It was like a spinny razor's edge, wasn't it? Devastating. Mm-hmm. So, I know we skimmed over his match, but shout out to the, the, the Satnam. Yeah, compared to the people we were talking the about Satnam. last week, like your Omises and your great Collies and that, he's actually, yeah, smoothish. Yeah, he's, like well, he's had young... about a minute of in-ring time so far. I mean, he's like it's... when the young Greg Carly like was uh, competing in the New Japan ring when he would hop over oh, the top rope. Oh, New Japan Greg Carly. Well, oh well, that that's a completely Before different kind of fish. Were amputated and replaced by the legs of a chicken. Poor <laughs> 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 Greg Carly. Christelle London beats Red Velvet, but the baddies beat her down afterwards. Anna Jay runs out and also gets beaten down. Yeah, uh, Anna Jay's rubbish, isn't she? Uh, yes. <laughs> Not at the wrestling. She's improved a lot. 
but her character's weak sauce. Weak it's sauce. Daddy's Daddy's ketchup. Weak sauce. Yes. Athena arrives. The referees hold her back as she has a stare down with Jade Cargill. Woo. Why are the referees letting Anna Jay save the day? But when Athena comes out, they're like, "You've got to stop you." What's going on there? No then? faith in Anna Jay to kick things off. I reckon just, just yeah. too. So just let her. Just too yeah. soft. Let her go. Yeah, go on. We know how this is going to work. But Athena, ooh. And like a little bit, just a, a smidge more logic. And there was a... You're the, watching the wrong show. To be fair, th- this week's... This week's... Oh, not Rampage, it was Dynamite more, wasn't it? But there was a lot of stuff like this on Dynamite with just yeah. 20 wrestlers in one segment and they are all got different legions. Oh, by the way, my match at the, still the Kermit. Yeah, yeah, that's why... Of, uh... That segment with Jericho, the second segment with Jericho, yeah. is why I've been off a bit on this podcast because my head's still spinning from watching that segment. <laughs> I thought even why, you, yeah. why you'd been off work for three weeks. I, was like, I thought that <laughs> was the Tesco Jericho segment. Right, Ross, you can either take Satnam Singh's finishing move or have Jericho talk a promo for you. Oh, it's Satnam. Startlander in this match, though, was, I thought she was incredible. Oh, she was great. Suplex on the floor to start the yeah. match, fantastic. Climbing the ropes and dumping Red Velvet Dune like she's a sack of spuds, yep. fantastic. The wheelbarrow German, Mm. Second place in move of the week this week. Mm. Second place. Right. Yeah. I still think she's a heel. Statlander. I just I, personally uh, for me, like Tanahashi, even though she's a face, she's a heel. Because <laughs> of that nasty thing she said to um not Masha Layla Hirsch. Yeah, Layla Hirsch, yeah. yeah. I think she was Your parents bored. were right to leave you in that orphanage. But she's I'm entirely it's like levels of harsh. <laughs> yeah, it was harsh. And right. she's never said sorry. <laughs> yeah, she need, right. In the main event, Trent Beretta and FTR. Beat Will Ospreay and Aussie Open. It's a curious decision. <laughs> I thought it was pretty because the entire match is based around, here we go, yeah, yeah, whatever, these New Japan people. But Trent Beretta, am I right? You're like, yeah. Now's the time you're pushing him? And like, I'm all okay. for it because he is one of my boys' stable, probably, now that I think about it. Okay. I just think, I've said this before and everyone laughed at me, but I think I'm, I relate to him quite a lot. You've said this, yeah. And you went, ha, <laughs> yay. Yes. I, I probably did do that, yeah. You you did. Me, I see, I didn't laugh this time because I was prepared for it. I know that he's like in great shape and he's really handsome and stuff, but just from watching his interviews with Chuck Taylor when they interview someone, things that he doesn't like, like one wrestler tries to put his arm around him and he kind of goes, get off, I don't like that. And I'm yeah. like, yes. And you think about if wrestlers uh, stand up or sit when they wipe. No, I've never thought about that, but I do <laughs> I do get interested when they ask other wrestlers. Yeah. And I find it really funny how at the end of every one, they take their shirts off and tweet The Rock. Yeah. That's a funny thing to do as well. And then he replied so to find someone else to do. No. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, well. Anyway, Trent Pratt is a great guy. I'm glad that... <laughs> no, I'm not glad that he won this match because it was a weird booking decision. Yeah. Justice for Aussie Open and Osprey and that. It's weird. Why? Losing your debut match. Welcome to w- the AW. At first, when I first saw... His, uh, the first thing I saw was a screenshot of the finish because I think it was like a... He had him like that yeah. after the... Um, whatever he calls it. I know You know the move. The, the, the Coke Zero. The Coke Zero, yeah. Um, and I couldn't quite make out. All I could see was that it wasn't Mark Davis. Yeah. It was a like a slimmer gent. And I thought it was Osprey. I was like, Trent Perez just pinned Will Osprey in his first <laughs> his right. debut. But no. I didn't realize how cho- cho- chalky? That's not the right word. Chalky. Beefy. How chalky yeah, that beefy. Kyle Fletcher is. He's a big fella. Ah, he is, oh, he's, been, he's, he's been doing his development of being a big lad for Ooh, a while now. He used Goodness to be me. like a string bean. Yeah. Right. Like, he, I used to think, because he wrestled for the old WCP Derby. Oh, he did, didn't he? Back in those days, I thought he looked like a, a, a 2003-ish Cristiano Ronaldo. I, he does have very high cheekbones, oh, doesn't yeah, he? Right? Yeah. yeah, the cheekbone, yeah. yeah. I think that he's wow. got... I always saw him as a natural babyface because of his exciting, flashy style and stuff. But when he's pulling these heelish faces, I'm like, oh, you are good at the horrible mm. faces, you. So, yeah, 
I think it works. But yeah. he but he lost. He's not as good as Trent Barretta, apparently. That mm. is weird, that, though. It is weird. Is it because, in hindsight, then Osprey would get a win on Dynamite? I was going to say, I'm not that vested in just, hey, some New Japan dudes coming over and wrestling and having this thing because I'm not that into New Japan. But I am interested, just on a nerdy level, seeing on who's winning and who's losing these matches. Right, because right, there's right. going to be a lot of give take, As we said last week, the intrigue is so, yeah. how much of a bitch boy Tony Khan <laughs> Yeah, so Trent Barrett going... <laughs> All right, as a sign of faith, Trent Brennan's going to beat Honestly, Aussie Open and it, Osprey. At the minute, Tony Khan and, and Gado are playing a real-life game of Yu-Gi-Oh! Like, yeah. really just like, ah, oh, you've activated my dusty finish, I see. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you want Jay White to wrestle on the show? <laughs> 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 I guess why, that probably is why they lost it, just to get those two out of there to have the straight-up singles match. Oh, for... man. Before this mm. podcast goes out, I need to Photoshop Gado and Tony Khan onto Yu-Gi-Oh! figures, and I need to do that. I've got a day. Yes. Don't you steal it. Richard. <laughs> Which is just making timestamps and going. Richard has tweeted since 2014. <laughs> I know 2017. That's when Austin gave you. Yeah, the you can't do it because Austin will see that and follow you. Yeah. Like, yeah. Retired at his peak. Uh, just the simmering jealousy that we've always had for Richard being followed uh, yeah. by Stone Cold Steve. Stone Cold Steve. Stone Cold Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Cousin of Seasick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I like Seasick Steve. He's a very talented man. Monday Night Raw. The pose down goes down to no sound from the home crowd. <laughs> Come on, Jack. Whoa. <laughs> but originally it was um, pose before hose, and then I was like, oh, that's a bit sexist. I shouldn't probably do that one. <laughs> <laughs> the show opens with Miz TV and his guest, Roman uh, Paul Heyman, yeah. who says that it doesn't matter who wins money in the bank, they won't beat Roman Reigns. That's a spoiler. Mm. Riddle interrupts, and Heyman tells him that if he doesn't beat Roman on Friday... He'll never get another title shot as long as Reigns is champion. Ooh. Now, I thought Riddle... Now, when you've got Riddle's voice, it's not a serious voice, is it? Just a, in general. Well, no, man, no. Well, but I thought he turned it on well with his promo. He had the fire, some might say. Mm. Um, as much as that voice would allow you to have the fire. And I took that fire and I used it to light my promo package. Yes. <laughs> yeah. No, I agree. I agree. But I don't think... I think Heyman's just telling him the truth. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine if he beat him, though, after this revelation this week that he's only booked for one Raw and he's potentially speculatory. That's even a word, Speculatory. Speculatory. We Mama are speculatory. Is that been inglorious bastards? I know they're <laughs> saying they pretend to be Italian. Dominic the Cook. <laughs> speculatory. Uh, one more time, please. Yeah. Speculatory. Ah, there bravo. bravo. Yeah, bravo. <laughs> <laughs> We've been chatting bollocks here today saying that Roman might have gone, no, no, that doesn't work for me, pal. Imagine if after all that, he, he wins. Imagine mm, I can. He, I literally of, can't. Out of, uh, yeah, out of him, Orton and Drew. Take this, Matthew. Oh, oh, you know what? Riddle could be the uwu <laughs> champion. Out of the next three, assuming that it's going to be Riddle, maybe Orton and Drew in Wales. He's like my third in likelihood. Like I can see him the least beating Roman, right. I suppose. But I think whoever beats Roman is only going to beat him for one of the belts. Like, I think Cody yeah. might beat him for just the WWE one or something. I don't know. It's a weird one. It really is, but yeah. he's just, hey, Riddle, are you free? No, because if not, it's going to be Nakamura losing, so, yeah. Um, just doing the job we need well, Rick, to. Ricochet now, hey, hey. Until Ricochet, hey, yeah. Hey, hey, he's not got a championship now, hey. Is Riddle oh, and, Gunther. Is Riddle and Roman <laughs> Three belts. Riddle and Roman happening on this week's SmackDown? According to Heyman. I yeah. think it is, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Why is that, that not on Money in right. the Bank? Why is Roman not on Money in the Bank? Don't work for me, pal. Yeah, because yeah. they, they could have a really good pay-per-view. Like, I can totally say, like, you know, Riddle used to be in like these like progress tournaments and stuff, mm. and there'd always be a match where he would just knee them straight away and just win. And there could be a scare for Roman like really early on. 
Like God, when, I was there for that. The, where it was the main event of the first Trent Seven, like, probably laid into him About before a five-minute promo yeah. going, actually, it's funny in hindsight, going, yeah, you're never going to get a job in WWE because you can't stop doing drugs. <laughs> you're useless. I've got a job with WWE. I'm great. Isn't it what he was me. like? Girl, <laughs> I've got Triple H on my phone. got Triple H on my phone. Now, go in the corner, get ready for the belt to ring, and get ready to lose, you bloody idiot, and all this other stuff. Belt rings, it's a one, two, three. It's so good. <laughs> So it great. is really, and it was when. Oh, it was amazing. It was when Trent Seven was at like his peak of smugness as well. Trent Seven's promo, I miss them so much. Oh, yeah. I love oh. the one where, sorry, this is off topic, but uh, there was a the title match coming up, a tag title match, and they were the champions, him and I think either Pete Dunn or Tyler Bate. Yeah. yeah. And, he, and it, whoever wins the first match of the three chooses the first stipulation, and whoever wins the second match chooses the second stipulation, yeah. and then the third match has both these stipulations and it's for the titles. So. Mustache Mountain or whoever win the first one and Trent Seven gets on the mic and goes, the stipulation we are choosing is a normal singles match, a normal yeah. tag team match. And I was like, that's genius. Yeah. I think he put his arms off. I was like, yeah. <laughs> I think the best one was they put Mustache Mountain against... Um... Johnny Moss and Liam Slater in WCPW. What a match that was. They did, didn't they? <laughs> they also went up against um, the Grizzled Young Veterans. I'm trying to think, did they have a name before that? Although we've always been Grizzled. Oh, with them. And I think it was just so the promos could happen between him and Gibson. Gibson. Yeah. He went, you've got a dad bod. That's what you describe yourself as having a dad bod. <laughs> My dad worked for 30 years in the post office and he never had a, jo- a-, a bod like that. <laughs> and if he did, he would have shot himself. <laughs> and Trent said, yeah, but if he, if he did that, he would have got a W contract like me, would he? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God, those days. They're never well, coming he back. Pretend, he pretends to get a phone call from Triple H and ends up by going, yeah, stay cerebral, yeah. Heyman <laughs> <laughs> brings out the Usos, but the Street Profits arrive to even the odds. Jimmy Uso takes on Montez Ford in a singles match and wins. It was a good match, but it was weird seeing the Street Profits who have been a bit on the edge, like, yeah, all right, we're all goody-goody, but we do want those tag belts suddenly being like, oh, yeah, screw the Usos, me and Riddle... We've got your riddle. Yeah. yeah. I, well, I guess mm. the, you could say that, you know, Riddle's no longer a tag team champion, so they're fine. should have just thrown Riddle on top of him. Yeah. Jim oh, was he a, missed. Oh, well. Oh, Jim was a heel. Tez was a face. Could they have made any more obvious? I don't know if they could. Jim was a heel. Tez was a face. Aye, right, that's what the match was. Very paint by numbers, I thought. Bit it of was a throwback affair. Boys. Yeah. Of, yeah. Um, I thought the finish was a bit crap as well. What was the finish again? I can't remember. I've not okay. written it down, but I've written down it wasn't. It left a lot to be desired. I remember, I remember it was. I remember expecting Jay to be more involved, but Jimmy just sort of beat him. Oh, yes. It was um, knees up Mother Brown. Um, oh, the old knees up with the brown. Going there for no, the frog splash, then knees up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, into a, yeah, yeah. yeah. Very rare you see that these days. Mm. So I left a lot to be desired, that did. Mm. Mm. Oh, you wouldn't see that on the King's old. Road. No, you wouldn't. Not in Chelsea, the King's Road in <laughs> Old Japan. <laughs> Seth Rollins does a sit-down interview oh, backstage. And what do you laughs, mean? And laughs about his attack on Cody. What do you mean? Matthew, Whom he calls a virus. You need to stop being so stubborn. Are you a Taurus by any chance, you stubborn little man? <laughs> um, sorry. <laughs> What's that from? I don't know. I just a tourist. Apparently, no tourists. Apparently, if you're into star oh, signs, tourists are the oh. bulls, so they're stubborn or something. Or is it goats that are stubborn? Are you a Capricorn? I don't know. Anyway, you're picking all of them now. Are you? I'm a Libra, mate. I'm scales. Well, they're all fake, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, I know. Um, you get told off for saying that now, though. I've seen so many tweets and stuff before of like people saying. To be fair, it's more of like a like a feminist thing. I think it's like men hate horoscopes. Remember, rather hate on horoscopes than get therapy and stuff. Anyway. <clears throat> Where was I going with this? Why do you I don't know where I'm going with this. I'm a Taurus. Why do you hate Seth Rollins so much? Because he's rubbish at promos. This is where he laughed a lot and uh, 
polishes hammer. Mm. Sorry. Uh, anyway, he, he says he's... he's to, to be fair, this Oh, week, and it's great, because then he goes like, Nyeh! and then he rubs his little uh, head, and then he goes like, ah, screw Cody, I'm glad he's deed. And then AJ Styles bops him from the front and goes, that's for Cody. Yeah, that was stupid. Yeah. From this, the front. That's not Rollins' fault. We've picked a bad week to ask if Seth Rollins is a good promo or a bad promo. It wasn't I thought this, this week was pretty bad. This, oh, week, was like a, this week was like a, a 2016 Bray Wyatt special. <laughs> ramble, ramble, ramble means absolutely yeah. bugger all. <laughs> I'm trying to think of a time. <laughs> if you're a bad wrestler in Matthew's eyes, are you a bad wrestler forever? Yes. Or is forever, there a time ever. someone's come back forever, ever? Forever, ever. Forever, never feels no, that I'm, long. I've, I've said many times, oh, I was wrong about that. Oh, that person had a bad week. But the good Seth Rollins promos haven't started yet. Oh, he's still stuck in last every three seconds. Yeah, yeah. He did very well last week. Oh, no, last week was good. Yeah. Well, you've said it. Fair yeah, right. see, <laughs> yeah, I, I can say he's rubbish for another ten weeks now. Sorry for calling you a stubborn little mouse. Horrible when it came out of my mouth. I was like, I thought you said tourist. Tourist. You trying tourist? to figure. Out. And I thought was is everybody hates a tourist, especially one thing that was all such a laugh. <laughs> Becky Lynch takes on Dana Brooke for twenty four seven title, hoping to right the wrong from last week, but abandons the match and beats her down instead. Becky cuts a promo complaining about the lack of respect she gets and says she'll win Money in the Bank. Mm. She continues to attack on Dana, but Asuka runs out to make the save and Becky runs away. Now, this was a bit weird on a tooth, well, because I talked myself into her convincing myself it was going to be real last week on the podcast when I was like, they're going to do Becky Lynch hitting rock bottom, which is like... He, oh, he yes, did. she did do that. But yeah. the, I thought they were doing this because she came out looking a bit disheveled. She didn't look quite as fancy mm. as normal, but then she just beat the piss out of Dana Brooke really, mm. really hard. And then Asuka came out, and, well, then she buried the 24-7 title a bit more by saying she doesn't care about it. Who gives a toss? Get it out of here, she said. Who cares? Um, exactly. But then Asuka comes out and appears... Now, the story, is Becky overcoming Asuka, which is backwards. Because it's normally the baby face overcoming the all-conquering heel, is it not? Oh, I um, thought it was Asuka not being able to get her hands on that damn Becky Lynch. Do you really? I thought it was the other way around. Oh, fair enough. Asuka's, I thought Becky ran Asuka's away. one-upped Becky again, hasn't she? I guess she has. Yeah. That is true. Because she, she's a baddie, so she has to run away whenever confronted. Yeah. Mm. She's in the baddie section. <laughs> you see, who tweeted? I think it was um, Nyla Rose tweeted... Jade Cargill saying, when you when you do a show in Scotland, you should do a laddies section. It's <laughs> really funny. It tickled me for some reason. I can't read her tweets. I'm lactose intolerant. And, uh, <laughs> but also I liked Becky saying that she's always climbing. She's able-footed. And because she calls herself the greatest of all time, does this mean she's a mountain goat? Your lay, your lay, your lay. Very good. I said two very for two. Good. Alexa Bliss and Liv Morgan <laughs> beat Nikki Ash and... Do drop in a tag match to qualify for the Money in the Bank ladder match. Nikki Ash has new uh, gold gear now. Black gear with Black gold, and gold gear. Gear. Right, yeah. So she's getting away from it a little bit. And she lost. I. Yeah. I mean, they're doing not. These two, though, are blonde. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're right, I. That's how. That's, oh. <laughs> Nikki Ash, they could Almost be doing so much more with, with this delusional superhero stuff as a yes. Hero. Oh, yes. yeah. But they're just not. And it's it's frustrating. It was weird how they did like like uh, this in the tag team match as well. Just like, get it, oh, get it over with. Two for one special. Yeah. Let's get it over with them quick with. Mm. Uh, but uh, I don't know what to say about the match. The, the, whenever there's a weird gimmick decision in WWE, like the Nikki Ash one, the weirdest part is always after the push is over. Because then you've just got this random superhero milling about in the mid card. Yeah. It's like, what's going on? Yeah. Like, I paid for the outfit. I'm keeping it. Yeah. Like, all right. Yeah. Oh, Dewdrop was boked strong once again, though. She has been good. I saw she has been weeks. But you were saying 
One. You saw that she'd been on the main roster already for a year. Yeah, on the 14th of June. Good God. A whole year. That's what a year feels like apparently now. I hate the concept of time. They do. I know it's, it sounds obvious, right? But the older you get, the shorter they are. Oh, yes. Because you've had more of them and it's less of your life taken up. Yeah. But that's the, besides the point. Can we do like a Hall of Shame one week where it's stuff we don't like and we put the concept of time? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That'll be the only entry. Mm. We love everything else. Whatever else, but the concept of time <laughs> and Tanahashi. <laughs> Ezekiel has his rematch against Kevin Owens, which he got via lion in deceit yeah, last did. week. Uh, good babyface move. Owens loses by count out after arguing with the commentary hey, team. Now, hey, that was a plot point because Kevin Owens was a liar for the longest time. I know, I know. So Zeke, don't be a Zeke geek, be a Zeke <laughs> oh, freak. Oh, right. Right. Don't be a geek. I can't fight those freaks. words. Uh, Owens loses by count after arguing with the commentary team because he's on the outside and the commentary go, well, look, Ezekiel's doing good. So it's not Ezekiel's Elias. And he gets counted out, which anybody else doing this would have been ridiculous, but it got the most heat of the match and Owens is so good at throwing a tantrum. Yes, yeah. he is. And getting Raj. Is. Ezekiel cuts a promo after the match and says that Elias will be back next week. And as a result of that promo, a certain former WWE superstar trended on Twitter. Can you name whom? Oh, Damien uh, Elias Dow. Yes, name will be. that's the one. Could it be him portraying that Elias? That would be genius. That would be genius. Just have the lights dimmed a little bit, so mm. just see the beard. Hello, I'm Elias. Yeah. <laughs> how much? Oh, they the... do the Nick Jackson thing. It's an arm. <laughs> hey, it's Elias. Oh, how how are you? Yeah. How much of a beard can he grow in a week? Because you can see the stubbles already there. Yeah, I was saying on the news the other day, like if you're at a live event this weekend, if they're on, I don't know if they're. On, I've not looked at the schedule. Take but pictures of his light. Ezekiel. If Ezekiel's there with a bit more stubble than normal, I think we can guess what's uh, going to happen. Yeah. Oh, they'll do the when Cactus Jack returned in '97. It's Dude of Mankind having a chroma keyed promo. <laughs> Is it, Wait, is it, who's making his debut? Oh, well, I don't know, baby. This was the perfect gimmick for the Thunderdome era. Mm. This is oh, Ezekiel yeah, Elias. Right? Yeah. All the stuff they could have done, like in the green screens and whatnot. In the, in the green screens. The green screens and whatnot. Do you think Vince, because he's busy, has got a bit preoccupied and he thinks he's released Elias? Maybe. So Ezekiel's just stuck doing this gimmick. I think Scandal, I know Scandal, he probably thought that anyway. Yeah. Mm. Do you think, I'm going to make a little prediction about where this is going to go next week. Go on. Which is that Owens receives word that Elias has arrived at the venue. Then we get several skits throughout the night of Owens looking for him backstage and running it in mishaps and stuff. That's good, yeah. And then towards the end in the third hour of Raw, like something happens and either there is the reveal of Elias or it's just Ezekiel again. I think that's what we're going to get. That's actually really good because then it'd be like, he's bring around going, Otis, have you seen? Yeah, he was just here. He played us a song. <laughs> what? No, no, no. He went that way. And he's always just about, and yeah. you see like, a car driving off at the very end. He's like, well, where is he? Oh, you just, you're not seeing the entire night? Oh, it's amazing. Now, if that doesn't happen or something resembling it, we're going to be really disappointed, I think. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, it's going to be just, ah, oh, whatever. Next week is showing up. Yeah. But forget I, it. I wouldn't mind if he just lied and just put a fake beard on and went, hello, I'm alive. <laughs> wouldn't mind it. Fits, yeah. the, fits the story so it does but get someone who looks nothing like him is it a lie like, hey here's my friend it's Omos hey look it's a lie it's just like they used to I was like everyone else is acting like yeah how you doing you looking good I put on a bit of weight that's good no one's just going this is I hate you all I hate you all he did say he's looking a little bit older so oh my god who's it gonna be could the boogie be, woogie man oh, Jimmy Valiant it's gonna be a Ezekiel but honky tonk Kevin man Owens. You know yeah. when Kevin Owens sprayed his head? Great. Yeah. Oh. Ken. yeah. Ken Barlow. So be, uh. He don't drink in the wolf. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, by the way, we need to talk about the, the, the AA Ezekiel did to Kevin Owens on the stairs. 
Oh, yes. Oh. In the middle of a match. Oh. Just in the middle of a Raw match. On Raw. Yeah, why didn't they do that on pay-per-view? Oh. I, I can't <laughs> think of any more or anything else Kevin Owens could do to make Ezekiel look better, sound more of a threat, be more convincing as an act. I don't think it was meant to go down like that, though. I think he was meant oh, to just Kevin land, Owens what he's doing. land on the bloody top of it, was he not? Surely. What did he do? I thought he did. No, he landed on like the stair, uh, like on the core of the stair. It was horrible. He's at the Road Warriors. He dines on danger and snacks on death. Do you remember when, I think it was, I can't remember which one of them did it, but do you remember the, it was like Alistair Black and Adam Cole in NXT in that hardcore match and they turned oh, two chairs yes. round and then one of them took a move on the... Because he's he CZW trained, that's why. He loves that as well, doesn't he? Kevin Owens, a bit of a, a chair Oh, he does. Yeah, yeah. He does. He's weird. Kinky he's bastard. a weird man. That was where Corey Graves' line came in. I don't know if it's true or not because I only follow Japanese history. Um, but he says, I followed history. There's Abe Lincoln and there's Kevin Owens. That made me laugh because I thought there's probably a good reference there, but I don't know if it is or isn't. I don't know. It was Abe Lincoln a, a, a good old was truth a, teller? Who was, which was the president? No, who George was the Washington the one who couldn't tell he a lie. He couldn't tell a lie. Was it... Is that who you meant to say? It, I don't know. Who was a... Was it, <laughs> Theodore was it Theodore Roosevelt who was a wrestler? Or who wrestled no, Le a bear? Lincoln. Lincoln was a wrestler? Lincoln was a wrestler, yeah. Oh, that, maybe that's what he means. Oh. Was that all he said? Yeah, I just assumed it was like a reference to telling the truth. <laughs> Rhyme some better lines, Ross. It was George Washington who was the the truth teller. Yeah, because he cut down a tree or something. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, did you do that? Yep. <laughs> Megan the president. Yep. <laughs> MVP beats Cedric Alexander. Abstraction from Omos. Uh, Cedric Alexander just exists to lose. This was a good job application, I thought, from Cedric because he came out in his up, up, oh. down, down wrestling gear. Oh. Oh. He had the up, up, down, down color scheme on. So he was like, "Please take me, Austin yeah. Creed." Yeah. Yeah. Well done. Good save. Right. Um, Is that that little robot from? Rick and Morty, and he was just like, what do you want me to do? So you just lose to people who used to be... Oh, the Mr. Meeseeks. No, 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 no. There's that little tiny thing. He's just like, what can I do? Just, you just get me the salt. Oh, yes. Yeah, like, yeah, Is yeah. that it? Yeah, yeah. And he goes, oh, God. <laughs> That's his yeah. purpose in life. Yeah, you're yeah. losing a minute every every night. Uh, it's a weird storyline, this, though, because it's, it's Cedric Alexander, who at the pay-per-view, Hell in a Cell, was shown, like, getting kicked, well, kicked away for once and good. Like, for, for, I might start again. Just kicked away for good by uh, MVP yeah. and Omos. Mm -hmm. Then there was that segment with Bobby Lashley where it was like, I'm going to fight my way back to whatever. Ah, here we go, I'm Cedric Alexander. You, Bob. And now there's this. And the crowd didn't make a noise because he's just either a massive loser or he's just never seen. Or when he is seen, he's a massive loser. This man yeah. <laughs> took Kodo yeah. Ibushi to his limit. Oh yes, Kota Ibushi. I know him well. Yes, he's, although he's more right. of a he's more of a DDT slash New Japan kind of figure, not yeah. a not an All Japan or Noah kind of figure. Tough times, your my area. friend. Kota. Ross, Ross is yeah. a you don't need to tell Ross who Sorry, Kota Ibushi is. Yes, of course. Mansplaining Kota Ibushi to Ross. <laughs> Japan splaining. Ross Baba. How are Japan splaining. Oh, that was good. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yes, yeah, I think you suck. It's not very charming, is it? When I go, no, listen to my joke. <laughs> <laughs> Because I'm laughing over it, I'm Bad sorry. Bad podcast ruining from me. Yeah. No, from me. From me. Don't don't you worry. You're lovely. You're Seth, lovely too. Seth Rollins <laughs> wins a back and forth match against AJ Styles to qualify for winning the bank. This was good. Yes, it was a good match. I think these two saw Kevin Owens take that corner stair bump and thought, I'll show you, you'll see. Over the bloody announce table they were going. Yep. Was a, the, just, the sheer amount of moves that happened at one, st at one stage during mm. just like 30 seconds, just move and move and move. Yeah. I was like, it's, just, it's not WrestleMania, lads. You know? <laughs> Calm it down. <laughs> we can have a seven. We don't need a ten. Yeah. Mm. Fair play for giving one. No, this show needed a ten. So, yeah, <laughs> fair play to you. Thank you. They've had a, a great one before. Was it the... I remember some sort of yeah. like bounce off the ropes into the Styles Clash or something. Ricochet. Oh, that. sorry, that was yeah. Ricochet and AJ. Sorry. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, you're no, right. No, but these two have had bangers before. Yes, yeah. But it's been on like Raw or... Yeah, it would have been on Raw. They haven't had any pay-per-view matches. This could be a huge pay-per-view match. I can match. picture Rollins reversing something and then mm. AJ... Res- res- I don't know. No, I, that's reverses true. a laugh yeah. into a Styles clash. <laughs> they must have had some good matches before. Yeah. 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 Riddle beats Champa with Miz on commentary. Uh, I don't know what's happened with Champa right now. He didn't do anything with the Theory-Ali match, even though that's all he'd been building up to. And now he just loses to Riddle what's with his... Miz now hating Champa. I want Whatever, Champa, thanks for making the numbers. I want to know his character, I want to know his motivation, what are his dreams? What does he want on the main roster? Why is he doing this? Also, Miz is commentating on Riddle. Those two are stuck together with the balls, chants, stuff like that. So I'm suspecting Miz is going to just interrupt this Roman Reigns pay-per-view, no, SmackDown title shot. Oh, I don't know. Reigns can beat Riddle clean and no one would care. Yeah. Yeah, but they want to protect them in the slightest, which they should. because They uh, should do. But... Lack of people right now yeah. are headlining. <laughs> There was a, first and foremost, third place of move of the week was, um, like, I've c- called it the toe-crushing finale, which Champa Oof. did to Riddle, where he just grabbed his toe and went, huh, yeah. on the mat, That's... from a great height. Yeah. That was good. Uh, also, what was good was Miz. So Graves goes, how is Maurice to Miz? And Miz just looked at him dead in the eye, and he said, Maurice is fantastic. She loves my hu- huge, gigantic, massive balls. <laughs> And he, he leant in a bit closer to Corey when he said massive balls, and I thought the delivery was spot on there. Oh, God. But it is, it was, I guess it was a shift in more Kavorka from Riddle because he was just beating the piss out of him for the early stages. Mm. But I still don't think many people are buying him beating Roman Reigns. But no. again, he could do. I don't no. think he can. But if he does more of this, it would make sense. But yeah. It's what Drew should be doing, by the way. The Miz is now, so in ancient Greece, right? In ancient oh, Greece, here we go. In ancient Greek theatre, there's the chorus, which is the ancient device that would come on between acts or between scenes and do a poem or a song that would explain to the audience what was going on. And The Miz is just the chorus now. He's the Greek chorus because he's not in his own feuds. He just comments on other people's feuds via the medium of Miz TV, which is a shame. But is that his best role at the minute? I don't know. I'd like you bring up Greek chorus. Thank you. <laughs> I do have an A-level in classical civilization. Hero, oh, you know. Zero to hero, <laughs> Jack the Jobber. <laughs> Banker Belair cuts a promo in the ring. Presented by Rhea Ripley on the Tron. She says that now Judgment Day have kicked out Edge. They're all equals. And also says that she'll beat Belair to become a two-time Raw Women's Champion. I'm sure the match is going to be good because these two always have bangers. But it is weird because it's like, you know what? You know how we won that match with Edge? Yeah, we got rid of Edge. So now we're better. <laughs> yeah. It's a really dangerous gimmick now, the Judgment Day. Because Damien Priest in the same promo points out the flaws in, in, in the company's writing there because Edge was telling the people that were following him not to follow the rules. Therefore, presumably, every single leader of the Judgment Day will be kicked out by the followers, and that cycle will oh. never end. Like the like Bullet, Bullet Club. Club. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like a paradox. Oh, and, and oh. All, But he answered our question as well from last week, or Rhea might have done, where one of them said, we're all equals in now. So we know who the leader is. It's all of, all them, of them and none of them. All of oh, once. if they're all equals, then they can't kick you. Ah. So the new it's day. like the five families. I'm just trying to ah. think of trios and Doree now. Come Tuesday, Mr. Stone and what's-her-face, yeah, Oliver Cromwell. Oliver Cromwell. Um, they'll come along and just kick them out and they'll become the Judgment Day. That's then right. Another three oh, three. so it's like the Sugar Babes. Like, it, it, doesn't <laughs> matter if, it doesn't matter if there's any original members. No, not okay. at all. They're making, so a, com- a, heap. They're making a comeback, yeah. the Sugar Babes. No, they're not. They are. Richard, can you please Google it? I how can't many remember. Of them? Rich, yeah, there's three of them, but I can't remember which. Is it like Mutia and... It has to be Mutia and... has to be Mutia and, um, and... I can't remember any of their other names. <laughs> it has to be Mutia, the Scouse one. The great Mutia. Yeah, the Heidi. H- Heidi's the Scouse one, yeah. Oh, I can't remember the other ones. So yeah, the that's, classic, that's the the classic lineup. It's the, it's the OG Sugar Babes. 
Money and Keisha and Keisha. Ah, that was it. I think um, Heidi. Heidi was a replacement for another OG, wasn't she? Yeah, Heidi wasn't an OG. No, I don't know if any of the. The sugar it's more convoluted Ooh. than the NWO, the sugar babes history. Oh, right. Too like, sweet as well, sugar babes. Yeah. Come on. It's certainly worse. <laughs> oh, God. Favorite oh. sugar babes song? Freak Like Me. What a tune. Push the button for me. You Great know. song. Uh, Push the button. Matthew? <laughs> round, round. You said yeah, the ones round, I was going to say, round. so I'm just going to go. Yeah. Hole in oh, the yeah, because that was just. Um, Hole in the head, yeah. That other one. That um, was just. Destination. It's a one way ticket to a madman situation. Oh, yes. That rings a bell. That was a cover, wasn't it? Maybe. Probably, yeah. I, I like well, the lyric from Push the Button. My sexy ass has got him in a new dimension. <laughs> what a, what a brand. Claim. What a claim. <laughs> <laughs> what a claim that is as well. Oh. I didn't like the music video though. It felt very sterile. They're on that big office block with the white walls. Well, they were shagging in the office block, weren't they? (laughs) Yeah, of course they were. Yeah, Yeah. had to clean. Yeah. Anyway, pushing the button, just kicking over men in the corridors and whatnot, and taking their their shirts off. Yeah, but the men were into it. No, the men wanted it. It was fine. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, I saw people being upset that Rhea Ripley's promo wasn't very good, and I watched this after hearing people being negative. You know what? It just sounds like Rhea Ripley being an evil god. It's funny because Rhea Ripley was a good goth before, but now she's an evil goth. She speaks a bit different. But I thought this was all right. Yeah, it's just very by the numbers. <laughs> We're evil, we are. I'm just, I'm like, can we have the match already? Because I'm really looking forward to another Bianca Rhea showdown because mm. they are good. And, and one where people don't know the outcome. Yes. Because they knew the outcome at Portland back in mm. back in day. Wait, mm. why do we know the outcome? Because uh, Rhea was going to WrestleMania, wasn't she? Got you, right. Okay. Bianca was just there. That's right. Who they did also something kind of. I think ooh. were they the final two of. Is that the... Sugar Babes? No, something kind no, of. Ooh, jumping on my two. That was Girls Aloud. That's right. Girls Aloud had too many hits. Man. Girls Aloud could have dished out the hits. They were greedy with, for the hits. Yeah. They were Mr. Hits. They were greedy. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, a, like a Carter. That, that yeah. popped me, NGL. <laughs> oh, yeah, there was a little in joke in there as yeah. well. Yeah. Oh. Popping the Ross. Yeah. Oh, popping the Ross. Richard might have got it as well, but I'm not sure. It was it was from years ago. Someone we oh. used to work with used to label themselves Mr. Mr. Hits. Hits. <laughs> oh, in article form. It's not a presenter. No one will really know yeah, who they no are. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> Chad Gable beats <laughs> Mustafa Ali. Yeah. Well, yeah. the, the little time they got here was what? very good. I have no idea what's happening, Mustafa. No. Uh, I didn't want either man to lose this match. Nah. Both of them deserve pushes. So I don't know. Mustafa Ali's last non-DQ win. On television, oh. so Raw or pay-per-view was back on April the 25th when he beat The Miz. Uh-huh. Since then, he's oh, lost yeah. to Miz. Miz and Theory in a handicap match. Uh-huh. Champa, Veer, two matches to Theory, and now one to Gable. He's a big loser, man. He in should never have made a fool out of Vince. <laughs> <laughs> now he's going to lose all of his imaginary fights and get paid money for it. Yeah. What a loser. <laughs> yeah. Who's laughing lift, now? Lift dogs. So he put on Twitter last night, he was lifting this big weight bag. Like Adam Pacini. I was going to say, yeah. yeah. He's lifting the dogs. I was like, is your dog John Cena? Because I can't bloody see it, Mustafa. <laughs> and he didn't reply, even though I've got a tick. I'm on your level there, Mustafa. Uh, that's asked Jack for a favour. <laughs> what? Because you respond to Jack, he's got oh, a tick. Right. No, Ross got a tick. You both got ticks. No, I haven't no, got a tick, me, just me. Ross. Just, I'm up here, you're down there. <laughs> Nothing I can do about that. Yeah, not going. Well, so I... Try and read this through the tears. <laughs> Via Mahan beats Rey Mysterio after attacking Dominic at ringside. This is Via the babyface. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Proud babyface Via. The Mysterios deserve this. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Good for VR. I mean, yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, okay. At least the Mysterious didn't cheat this week because that right. must be the first time since about 2016 that <laughs> 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 they haven't cheated. Yeah, I, I don't know what else Ray to say Old apart Dom from good on Veer, and I hope he, he can put this behind him and just carry on. Yeah. I'm sure that this isn't going to continue. One thing I've noticed about Veer is that he moves like the characters did in Here Comes the Pain. <laughs> I can't All even right. think what that's He's always like, like that. <laughs> ah. He's going around the ring, and I'm like, you know, Here Comes the Pain was good, but you don't have to do that there, Veer. Put them in there. He's always got the... Veer like, Comes the Pain. He's always yeah. got like the, like the back out, like the lats. It's like, oh, yeah. Uh. yeah. Upper body business, pal. His million dollar arm is sensational, though. You know, he's, not, he's not got much going from apart from the hair. Yeah. Both both levels of the head. But the million dollar arm is... Yeah. Yeah. Ray dodged both of them because he's only up here. Uh, but you know the million dollar bodies? Speak no which. Oh. The main event is Bobby Lashley and Theory's pose down. <laughs> the crowd decide that Lashley is the winner, but Theory squirts baby oil in his eyes and drop kips out the ring. And then everyone's told, right, that was it. Thanks for coming. That's the big... That, <laughs> that was the main event. <laughs> That's the show, folks. <laughs> okay. Main did event you theory. hear, by the way? There's a one pin drop. One yes, for, I did during this. One for your you talk too much segment. Oh, go but I'm on. not sure if it was deliberate or not. So it's after he's squared the baby oil in his eyes. So Lashley's doing all this and he's got his eyes closed. So he can't see the dropkick coming. So Theory goes... He can't see. Theory goes, here it comes. And then gives him the dropkick. I think he oh. forgot that he was mic'd up because you hear him go, here it comes. And then he gives him the dropkick. But is he just taunting him like Spider-Man yeah. would in a fight? Or Dante Chen. Or Dante yeah, Chen yeah. warning him valiantly. Yeah. yeah. But I think because he said it in a slightly lower tone than his like, ah, have that. Yeah, wanga. Here it comes. Dropkick. So That's actually really funny. He's gone spots. He's, he's wired up. And he had a, like a, he had a Britney Spears wireless yeah, mic yeah. on. Yeah. So John Cena comes back. I didn't need the microphone for people to hear me calling the spots. Shinsuke! <laughs> Shinsuke, no! No, no, Shinsuke. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I, wow, what a main event. We I thought we probably yeah, see a great main event. I thought Bobby Lashley was a clear winner there for, oh, yeah. for what it's worth, yeah. Why was Theory shocked that he lost? Because he's an idiot. Obviously, he's got a brilliant physique and all that, but in WWE, it's not about, like, it's just, the winner of Pose Downs is always who the bigger one is, who the bigger one is. Scott Steiner beat Triple H, Ultimate Warrior beat, was it Rick Rude? They had a Pose Down. So I'm not sure. Warrior no, 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 Rude... I Warrior, beat him. Warrior, I don't think where he went to the judges Warrior, just beat him. Oh, well, Warrior got a louder reception from the crowd. Yeah, than, yeah. he was though, losing, and then even Rude though he's not him. as defined as Rick Rude, he's he was a monstrous, monstrous muscular man. Yeah, Bobby Lashley could yeah. Could Theory not have looked at Lashley and thought, nah, I'm not going to win? Actually, good point. Has there ever been a time where the heels won? I don't really know. Like, I challenge you to oppose down, and he wins. It's like, oh yeah, fair enough. Yeah, you're better lats than me. I think there should be an inquiry in Adam Pierce as well because he sandbagged the entire segment. This was this was Theory's event. Theory's rules were play. Mm. He, Pierce even said that, but then put his own rules on the on the segment. I thought that was out of order. Pierce, I hope he buys him some bread. Yeah, ciabatta oh, no. this time, not some sourdough bollocks. No, no, ciabatta's a New Japan wrestler. Ah, I, I know that, man. That's why I said ciabatta. Because that's how you say the bread, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I, know. yeah. I, I always say ciabatta, but I'm always, I'm always worried that it's actually like chia butter or something like that. Chia butter. I used to go to Roche's Sandwiches in Morpeth, which is a wonderful Roche's. sandwich. Roche's. Roche's. used to play for Newcastle back in the day, and if you ever go there, he'll tell you. He'll bloody tell you, so he did. Did he actually? Yeah, well, kind of. He broke his neck or something and had to retire. Oh, right, okay. And he says yeah. ciabatta, so I go for I say ciabatta. Oh, okay. But I just, I think I get that from my, I think I heard like my dad say ciabatta, but... It must be ciabatta. I avoid these situations. How do other parts of the country say 
CIA, B A T T. I reckon it's a northeastern thing just to Chibata. say ciabatta because you can't. Hello, could I have some ciabatta, please? And <laughs> Solon is me. Ciabatta. Like yeah. when you've got to say Palo Chocolat in a bit of a French accent, do you think that you have to go like ciabatta when you? Maybe. That's just phrase of that, isn't it? Everyone goes, what did he say? What was it Everyone's at the restaurant. Could, can I have some bruschetta, please? What was it again? Fraser goes, bruschetta! Yeah, 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 did he? yeah he did. We, we laughed at him. Um, oh, no, I can't. I can't. I've, it's been getting noticed a lot that I've slagged off Fraser on this podcast, so I'm not going to do it it's this a week. week. It's a recurring say. It's, it's Ross's move of the week. And <laughs> Jack's, Jack's moan about Fraser yeah. of the week. Yeah, I said, Send in your jingles. We'll use them. He's really young. There we go. <laughs> um... Uh, did I tell you about the time that I was in a, a restaurant once and I heard a man with your voice? He was like your voice twin. He had your voice. I thought it was you. I turned oh, okay. around and it wasn't you. And um, I think he was on a date because... Oh, wait a minute. You might be on a Go date. Go on. Yeah. It was in a tabas restaurant near St. James's yeah, Park. There we go. Yeah, it's not me. It was near St. James's Park. <laughs> and um, two people came in, kind of kind of alternative, gothy looking. Ooh. But they, I, th- I think they were on a date. And I think that the one who was your voice twin was trying to impress the other one. Because I overheard him go, oh, yeah, no, this is really nice. This is really nice. It's, it's got a bit of a margarita. And I was like, whoa. But it wasn't for a joke. Matthew, could you say that in your voice, please? It's all right. This place, it's got a lot of margarita. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what I, I was like, it's Matthew Gregg, but it wasn't. Did it work? My users. Did it work? He was punching so- out the two of them. He was. Oh, yeah. all right. I'm going to tap us after this. That's the secret of that. Just say yeah. things in an Italian accent. If the lady, Abronella, please. <laughs> if the lady wants a baby, I'm tapas the north. NXT 2.0. There's only one Nathan Frazier. One Nathan also, Frazier. Also, margarita is not even tapas. It's Italian. So we yeah, got I that don't. Wait, nah. Yeah. Oh no, he didn't say margarita. He said mozzarella. Mozzarella. But again, That's also Italian, it's also it? not. Yeah, he got it wrong. Anyway. Wait, what would, you, what would you have a tapas though? Like prawns and meat and just little, ooh, little nibbly bits. Ooh, lovely. Oh, Spain. Papa. Little nibbly bits. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. As long as you do that with your hand, it's all right. If yeah, my yeah. grandma had wheels, she'd be a bike. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I walked past his restaurant the other day. I, I did a big walk again. Went down the West End and back. Oh, the West End? Back through Credits Park. Oh, yeah. No, I'm joking. Bless you, pal. <laughs> um, no, Are you still? Yeah. It was daytime. Oh, okay. Well, um, I did that walk back from my wedding at nighttime at 1am. Back from your wedding? Not my wedding. A wedding I was at. Oh, right, right, right. When I had the scoots. Oh. Touch and go, oh. so it was. Ooh. Touch and go. I was like, Whoa. Not just because of the scoops, yeah, yeah, yeah. because of the surroundings. Terrifying. But uh, I thought, I'll walk down the quayside, and then I'll walk back up through the West End, okay, through yeah. Lees's Park, yeah. through Exe Park, yeah. stop for a lovely pint at the Collingwood Arms yeah, in Jesmond, yeah. Yeah. in Branling Village, yeah. and then I'll be near my house again. And I did it. Yeah. It was a nice walk. Nice. It took like two hours. It was a lovely yeah. day. It was the 9th of June. It was the Bloody Blade and Races. So getting down the quayside was just... I should have listened to the song. Hey. Anyway, never mind. Where Sorry, that was the logo there, bit yeah. of the podcast. The logo bit, literally visualizing that. Like, yeah, yeah, go on, yeah. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, "What the f- are you talking about? You insane Hollywood ass." So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. NXT 2.0. There's only one Nathan Fraser. One, one Nathan, Nathan Fraser. Fraser. Nathan Fraser's Fraser. magic. He wears Fraser magic. magic. <laughs> he could have made the Premier League, but he said, oh, <laughs> Nice. Look at you, man. One he man turned heel this week. <laughs> he turned heel. He turned heel. How so? Um, well, we might as well speak about it now. Yeah. That promo package where oh, I need to find the quote. Do you want to fill us in what the promo yeah, sure. is about? Basically? Uh, we get a Nathan Frazier vignette about his upbringing in Jersey. No, not New Jersey. Old Jersey. He enjoyed the beach and was good at... Oh, I see it. Soccer. 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 Yeah, he's a, he's a heel. He's pretty sure he could have made the EPL, but had his heart set on wrestling instead. That was the quote I was looking for. I could have made it to the EPL. But I always knew where my heart really probably was. Could have, probably could have made it. The, probably could have made it to the EPL. He's a tosser. I, I played a little bit. He, <laughs> Go on, how's he that? has shipped his 2002 Reg Vauxhall Corsa with a tape deck, not a CD player. He shipped that car. It's a baby blue color. He shipped it over to America and he listens to his crap R&B with the big exhaust on the back and the speakers that have been replaced because he bought them from Halfords. He's, he's he's a tosser. He's one of those footballers who plays Sunday League but thinks he's a lot better yeah. than he is. Yeah. He's a Bertie big bollocks. Turns up in a training top exactly. with his initials on it. Yes. Yeah. He's, he wears that down in the shops at the, at the night time <laughs> as well. Yeah, yeah. He goes to the nightclub in his waterproof version of the same jumper, <laughs> trying to pick yeah. up the honeys, as he calls them. He's definitely a, a full kit type of guy, isn't he? I yes. look, today I look like I'm just going to show you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you are, aren't you? Oh, Nathan Fraser is on the podcast today. I could probably have made the uh, EPL, but I decided yeah. no. He played on the oh. wing. To be fair, Americans would be like, oh, man, that's so aspirational, man. That's so good that he thought he could get there, but he's come to the Terry double Funk, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, he's a nice. dog. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, he's a wanker. He scores a banger at the end of that video package, uh, though. It's very much like Gerard in the FA Cup S- final. Sweet strike. 2006. It stays hit, yeah. as they say. <laughs> that, that Sunday park, I haven't seen a sight of that since. That's the thing, I hadn't seen it before Ross did, and Ross was explaining it to me. And I was like, so what? What's what's the what's he doing? And Ross is like it's just him playing Sunday League. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> after that I match, could have played for Darlow FC. After that match, Bansley. you know what happened after that match where he scores the 2006 FA Cup Stephen Gerrard goal. Go on. Right. They all go down to the pub and they all stay there till it closes. Yeah. And then he goes home and he goes to work on Monday. He could not have made it to the EPL. He's a liar <laughs> and he's a delusional liar who needs to let it go. Yeah. And that was the last goal of the match because all the people walking the dogs needed to use it afterwards. So. <laughs> anyway, nice. Guy. Do you know what though? Seriously, this was nice that they did this vignette because they've not done anything other than hey, it's that guy from NXT UK who had about two appearances, and they've actually done a summary of the concept of Jersey, which is always a lovely the one to start off with. Jersey. Yeah, and uh, you know what he could have done and who he is and stuff like that. And he, he came across really well here, actually. Do you think it's what, it's what he needed? Yeah. <sighs> Different lenses, different perspectives, isn't it? I'm surprised you're not liking it because it's uh, we're keeping him with the NXT 2.0 one-word gimmick, which is wanker. (laughs) But I don't understand how he was a bog-standard Sunday League player. Uh, He might have been the best player on the team. He scores a wonderful goal. He looked very tricky down the wing. 
But he took risks, he said, just, he like, he, just like he does in the to ring. Beat his defenders and stuff. But he arrived in the NXT, if you remember, as an intergalactic asteroid. Intergalactic yes, asteroid. Yes, he did. He did. How has he made it from the the Sunday League pitches of Jersey to heart's gut and determination, Ross? <laughs> Paying his dues, having unpaid matches in AW. It'd be interesting if you played Sunday League yourself like I did in my late teens. Mm. Let us know what you think of this Nathan Frazier. Yeah. And like? where you currently wrestle. What was that like, I have to ask, because I never did. And it was just scary. I was going to say, are you playing against like 40-year-old hard blokes? Yeah. yeah. And I was a centre-half as well. Oh. So that was a scary position. Aye. Yeah. Let's go get a card. You're that's running away I, from that, them. That's basically why I stopped playing when I was like 18. <laughs> no, it's not worth it. <laughs> <laughs> Break my legs some other way. Bless you, Ross. Mm. Like wrestling. Yeah, so half oh, nuts to this. It's too dangerous doing Sunday League. I'm going to do wrestling. I'm not even going to do wrestling. I'm going to sit here and talk about wrestling like I know what I'm talking about, oh. even though I've got no idea. Smartest man in the room. <laughs> going to watch some Kawada matches and brush up on that first. Yeah. Right. Oh, God. He could break a leg or two. Yes. Yeah. Aye. Um, yeah. <laughs> the Creed Brothers open this show. Successfully defending the NXT tag titles against Manic Blade and Endo Sanofi. They'll shake hands afterwards. Uh, Manic Blade and Endo Sanofi have like, all right, yeah, they're just in the rearview mirror, like whatever, in terms of tag teams on NXT. Oh. So I've not been paying that much attention to Well, they're them. holy for toxic but, attraction. That's but, one thing. Oh, yeah, that, that, that's the thing that turned yeah. me off. And thank you for reminding me. But this <laughs> this turned me on to them rather like blah, okay. blah, blah. Because Edris and Offie. Hit the thing, Richard! <laughs> oh, my. Oh, 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 baby. The best sunset flip. I got we had the same idea in the well. history of professional. You know, it's so great watching this. I'm just like, hey, drink me coffee, have me a uh, lovely Alpen in the morning. He does a All hand. Right, right, right. Go back, go back. I want to see that again. I want to see that again straight a away. Handstand yeah. on is it Brutus or Julius? I can't remember. Yes. that's irrelevant. He does a handstand on another man's back in the process of doing a sunset flip. Yeah. Now. Up, up, up. After oh. we had the little interaction on Twitter there, um, someone replied saying Dante Martins oh. on whatever random episode of eight or people Great hand time from Dante, but mm. there's no handstand, and I think that's what sets it apart. Mm. You've got to think about the precipitation on the bodies, mm. which makes the handstand all the more impressive. That's a good point. <laughs> you know, Dante's just jumped in the air, and what's going to stop him there? Gravity. Mm. You know, drag. <laughs> Not sweat. Uh, Wee banana peel, fantastic. Yeah. I, I saw the best drop down ever on Twitter this week from Two Cold Scorpio, which wasn't quite as extreme as Idris Edris Enofe's Sunset Flip, but it was still. Do you remember like Two Cold Scorpio was a bit ahead of his time? Mm. Considering how big the guy was yeah. and the stuff he was doing, what was the drop down? Like, so he's, he specific... he's done like the he's done like a like a handspring over someone charging at him and all yeah, this yeah. sort of stuff, and then it gets to the it does a leapfrog and then it gets to the drop down bit, and it's just really smooth the way he's doing it because he, instead of just seeing them coming and dropping down, he's facing away from them and he goes just just like a a glorious smooth jump yeah. without without raising his hands even he just goes whoa and just turns and flops in the air. Majestically, like a swan. I can picture it. Yeah, it's, it, great. it's annoying how good Scorpio was because in the later part of his career, sometimes even in ECW, he could really, it could be lazy in terms of how he'd put the moves together. Never actually doing the moves. He always looked, you know, beautiful and smooth yeah. and everything else. But he's just sometimes like, ah, uh, whatever. Psychology, schmology. Really? I'm just going to do a bunch of stuff. But when he's so he, talented, though, when he could do it, 
Like, you know, Dark Side of the Ring, where he introduced himself, he was like, I'm Tuco Scorpio, best high flyer in the world. <laughs> As if it was like current, yep. he's like, best high flyer in to the world. To be fair, I watched, was it this year he was in GC Dub? Maybe. Mm-hmm. It's certainly this year or last year, he hadn't lost a step, like, still doing the he's four, still good. Still doing the 450 as his finisher. Wow. Yep. Nuts in it. Yeah. yeah. He's just a free. 75 years old. Yeah, definitely a freak. We've heard that rep. (laughs) So, yeah, great match. They lost, but they shook hands afterwards. But good, good rebuilding for the Creed Brothers and Blade and Noffy. And I've only been doing it since September or something. I saw that and people were pulling my pudding there. Well, they've only been tagging since then. No, wrestling since September. Surely not. I can't be. So, everything all right out there? What the hell's that? Wait, two seconds. That's a really weird noise. (laughs) Ha ha! That had to be either someone in pain or the worst sneeze I've ever heard. <laughs> and I had one of them earlier on, but that was... When I went out, by the way, right? Do you want to go out and check, Jack? After my big sneeze, right? But yeah. I, I will do. But when I went out, like, with my hands all... I was like, oh. yeah, yeah. And I went out and I went, oh, God, and I shut the door. And you guys wouldn't have heard this, but Adam just looked up and went, crap, you <laughs> I was like... <laughs> we can do it to them. Go on. Oh. That was a sneeze. What a proper, oh! proper dad sneeze, that is. The big sneezer in our side... The big sneezer in our side of the office is uh, Aiden Gibbons. He's got a big sneeze. People love this interaction. And all yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like Matt Fax, but for <laughs> Everything about Aiden Gibbons is at least 65 years old. <laughs> hairstyles from the 50s. His clothes are quite young, hip-hop and happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. His, his hairstyles like Elvis. I like his, um, and I obviously don't support Newcastle, but he's got a lovely Newcastle training soft that he wears sometimes. Like Nathan Fraser would. <laughs> 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 but I really like that. It's... Um, Quite wavy in nineties. It's yeah. corned beef. Yeah, he looks right. Like, right. Goes to Greg's. Oh, it's, it's, it's this corned beef pasty again. That time we went to, the, to that big Greg's order, yeah, and he went yeah, for yeah. a corned beef pasty. Of all the things to we, get, we, it, I've had a few of these, but I've stopped doing it now because I thought it was just the one time I got them from Greg's. I, I like corned beef, but whenever I get them, there is also that halfway through, I feel like I'm I'm chewing a wasp. Right, oh, it's been bristly. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, is this supposed to be like this? Mm. Like. Like they've, they've cooked it with the wrapper that it came in. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, all right. And I've did it again and had the exact same thing. I was, I, I'm not comfortable eating this. See, they can't get that away with young people because normally the, the clientele who buys the corned beef pasty don't have any teeth because they're 76 <laughs> years of age or older. <laughs> Bloody corned beef. It led to a whole like, it led to a whole that was good. That was good. philosophical dis- discussion on whether they were real or not. And then it turns out they were real. Mm. What is real? Corned beef pasty. But that day, in the office, we were like, Emmanuel Kant said, well, <laughs> well, we were like, it's not on the online. I've never menu. seen a corned beef no. pasty in the thing in the in the. Have you not? Well, you only, you only get them at the slightly bigger ones because lots of small grapes right. around here. Do right. the, the normal bog standard vanilla, if you will, <laughs> sausage rolls oh, and the vegan pasty. sausage rolls. <laughs> That's right. It's vanilla as it gets, ladies and gentlemen. But at the upper class, the Greg's Plus, no, the Greg's Peacock, uh, as they know it. We talk about Greg's a lot. Well, I we can't blame us. There's one every <laughs> seventy-five yards. Yeah, true. You know. Apollo Crews sees the future. Oh, my God. Involves uh, Greg's and possibly the EPL. Ross has some thoughts. Oh, oh take it away, God. I, I could, literally not, Ross has some could not believe it when I watched this because I thought we peaked with NXT 2.0, but now we've got an Apollo Crews who can not only see the future, but does the future. Yeah. Right? He does he the see, future. He sees the future, uh, and a couple of seconds later, he could choose whether to do the future or not to do the future, but he does the future. He's in the cafe, right? Where? Oh, I forgot his name again. But uh, Jim Mann in the middle oh, of the night. Oh, um, Drago Anthony. Drago was there. Anthony. He's in that. He cafe. used to drink coffee in that. Cafe. I said Drago Anthony's been let that go. He's no, but he used, to, he, he used to. He used to be in, there serving him. Yeah. <laughs> he used to be in the same cafe, but now Apollo's in there, just writing in his journal. He's a journaler now. 
Just writing he's down a journaler. He's a journaler. <laughs> writing down his dirty thoughts. Not even just his Sorry. thoughts and whatnot. Um, and he sees this man across the way who's having a go at the waitress. My corned beef past is freezing. <laughs> How de- what are you going to do to sort this so out? He's like, chew it or what? And he looks at, the, he looks at this man. And he's like, what I had him. And he just... <laughs> it cuts to a little imp- like what he's seen in his head and what he sees in his head so predicting the future is Apollo Crews standing up himself walking over to this man and then twatting this horrible man in the face saving the day and then just having just a great time with the waitress yeah. and <laughs> it cuts back to him and he's just sort of ponders for a second and he walks over and remember he could choose to do the thing he saw or do something different. And the camera cuts to the perspective of the um, of the, the man shouting at the waitress and all he sees is the fist flying at the camera. So Apollo Crews might have killed this man. We it's don't like, know. It's like that's so raven. He can see what's uh, going on. Yeah, yeah. He might have killed this man. But the pièce de résistance of the entire segment, oh, the, that's cherry, the, tapas, the cherry on top of the proverbial <laughs> cake in this lovely cafe is when the camera... So he's sparked this guy out and he turns to the waitress and the waitress at the same time as him goes... So good. I like to think because that's how real life works. He wouldn't have been. Excuse me, sir. You can't do that. You're barred from this cafe forever. As would what that would happen, wouldn't it, in real life? But no, not in NXT 2.0. He's done the right thing. He's like Spider Man. The I like to think that he wasn't stepping in to defend the waitress's honor, but because he was so offended by the guy's bad acting, because <laughs> the bloke, because the bloke, he was the villain of the piece. Yeah. I felt bad for him because clearly he'd been given very little direction. They'd gone, just be a dick to this waitress for so many seconds. But he, he just, <laughs> just you've kind of got to see it to understand. But it was The gimmicks, yeah. they keep on coming. NXT but, is a gift that keeps on giving. It's weird. I don't know, it's weird on many levels, but it's weird that they've brought back Natalia and Viking Raiders, oh, and Dolph Ziggler, to make cameo appearances in NXT. None of them have had, like, redo gimmick things so is he here for good I assume so or is he here for evil we'll have to <laughs> wait and find out <laughs> oh, clearly if you're sparking people out yeah, in a ca- yeah. uh, cafe bar but is it good or is it evil because you know he's assaulted somebody but he was saving the waitress so is it good is I it evil I think it's implied that it's good <laughs> in the vigilante world of NXT right. but it reminded me of do you, remember, do you remember Wardlow's first ever vignette no he's walking in a car park with a girl oh yeah yeah now I remember and then she yeah. gets like either cart called or set yeah, yeah, upon yeah, yeah. by a gang of thieves or whatever. And he, like Jack Reacher, he batters them. Yeah. <laughs> and it was weird. I forgot about that. Yeah. Then he turns up as a heel. Yeah. <laughs> Very strange. Thankfully, we never went back to that. Yeah. But at least now we know if spoilers leak from NXT 2.0, who's to blame? Obviously, Apollo. The Apollo. Can see the future. Oh, my God. Oh, oh, it, we it down <laughs> the entire schedule of the night. Oh. That, that's him. Who talked to the Wall Street Journal? <laughs> it's Apollo oh, the board Cruz. of directors, Apollo yeah. Crews, of course. <laughs> Send me to NXT, will you? I'll show <laughs> you. <laughs> Tiffany Stratton loses to Fallon Henley after Wendy Chu interferes on a space hopper and throws confetti at her. Yeah. Apparently, it's called a hi- <laughs> apparently it's called a hippity hop in America. Yeah, they were like, "That's a hippity hop." <laughs> that's not true, it like, is it? Come on, that's a space hopper. All right, all right time out. Time it's, out a sp- the... it's a space. It's a space hopper. It's a space hopper. Yeah. yeah. But is it hit? Oh, okay. well, someone on comedy was like, that's a hippity hop. Hippity hop. Then we learned that Von Wagner. I would have loved oh. for Stu Bennett, to, uh, for Wade Barrett, sorry, to have gone, that's a space hopper. You should have defended our great island. 
They're hard to get comfy on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can bounce around on them, can't you, love? You can't get your leg out. Oh, it doesn't we're matter. Turning, we're turning Barrett into, you know, Chris Finch from The Office. Yeah. Bloody, bloody, yes. good rep, bloody good rep. Yeah. But yeah, we're turning into him. Yes. Can I do There was wonderful. You my ball, love. Wonderful foreshadowing in this segment because if you notice during Trif, uh, Tiffany Stratton's entrance, mm. Wendy Chu bounces along the entranceway behind yeah, her. Yeah, she does. Oh my God, it's oh, foreshadowing. Spine foreshadowing. tingling. Apollo Crews wouldn't have needed that to, to know that this was going to happen. Exactly. But. If Apollo was Tiffany, the hippity hop at the end wouldn't have happened. Because <laughs> the hippity hop would have been popped. <laughs> Americans, do you actually. <laughs> hippity pop. Do you actually call it a hippity hop? Hippity hop. Uh, it sounds very American, to be fair. Space hopper. You can hop on my spot. All right, all right, all right. Uh, Stu, Stu. Let me learn that. Hang from... on, there was a couple of things we talked about. The slap from Fallon Henley was literally heard around the world. I've never heard a harder slap in my entire yeah. life. Sound like Sam Coffin. And also, <laughs> Tiffany Stratton, once again, I'm on the brink of sneezing all the time, this bloody pollen. Yeah. Um, she's never put a, fault, a, a foot out of place again. Mm. She's one mm. to look out for in the mm. future mm. of women's wrestling. She's one of Ross's ones to watch. She is. Ooh. You should make that as thing. Yeah, why not? Let's do it now. Ross's Tiffany Stratton's the watch. first one. Fair enough. And the only one, because this will be forgotten about next week. They will learn that come Tuesday we'll face Brooks Jensen next week. Thanks to an announcement from Robert Stone and the scorch of King Giles I, Oliver Cromwell. Yeah. That's one of my favourite little running gags. Thank you. I hope yeah. she's in the more so I can... Ca- I'm yeah. going to run out of descriptors for him. <laughs> I nearly... I, I, I nearly put the scourge of Ireland, but I didn't want to... Because that's quite... Yeah. Too soon? That's very BBC of you. Yeah. Yeah, well done. Well, apparently, like two. Oh, apparently, yeah. According to BBC, Ireland's part of the UK, anyway. So. Oh yeah, but apparently, in like 2002 or something, Cromwell topped a newspaper poll, or didn't top it, but he made the top ten greatest Britons of all time. Brits. Yeah. I remember those lists. Wasn't like Tony Blair on one of them? Yeah, it's like it goes like Churchill's always number one. Oh. It goes like Churchill and the Queen, David Becker. (laughs) It's really (laughs) weird. Well, that's really dance that is. Backstage, Bron Breaker tries to sympathize with Cameron Grimes, losing his North American title, but Grimes doesn't want his pity. Duke Hudson arrives and taunts Bron, who challenged him to rematch that. Why would you do this, Dull? Oh, well, I know, to set up one of the best squash to, matches I've had in ages. To provoke him into a title match to win the NXT Championship, yeah, of course. But the last time the wrestler did go very well for him. Oh, he's got to have, he's got to have ambition. He's yeah, got to back keep, himself. I guarantee trying. next week he will not be doing this. Uh, and I don't think he will know after the match. No, I don't think he will. No. But this time, I thought it was warranted. Fair enough. Then. He's tricked them as well. He's go back to his old poker ways. As I said, old Dole Hudson. <laughs> Gone with the eyes. Poker. He doesn't even know it. Wait, oh, wait. We're trying God. to do a podcast. <laughs> Wesley beats his nemesis, Zion Quinn. Uh, clean. Yeah. yeah. They're cheating. In like two minutes. Come at me straight. He did. Uh, and then later... Oh, run, run it straight. Run it straight. Run it straight. Come at me straight. That's what, yeah, that's what he say. Sorry. Later <laughs> Quinn... Come at me, Strand. <laughs> beg your pardon. Later Quinn gets into a confrontation with Sanger backstage. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> oh, should have really picked that lad. Oh, yeah, he wants some. Sanger stands up. Yeah, forget it. Yeah. One word was in my mind looking at the new Sanger, and that word was Playboy. My <laughs> God. He's there with his two ladies that they're Brazilian. Wasn't it? Um, Samba tag team. That's how Ulisa, yeah, Leon, and Valentina Ferros. Yeah, that's oh, it's amazing. People, like, yeah, people. How the hell did you know that? Because yeah, wow. I've typed it out quite a few times. That's <laughs> the only reason. Me. I really had to search, though. <laughs> An essential. I was like Edge pulling out the educator or something. I had a really big team. <laughs> I'm surprised that Barrett was... didn't just. Come Tuesday, when he was started twiddling with the old sensual mustache at the end. I can see you. Look how he's nodding there. Yeah, yeah, he's true. He's yeah, mustache, yeah. yeah. Mm. Sanger, Sanger is yeah. a player. Sanger, he's a big guy and he's nice. 
Yeah. Stands for what's right. And lasses love him. And lasses love him. Yeah. I like Sanger. Mm. We get a Nathan... Pr- oh, I've done that. Dane Chen and y- uh, Javier Bernal. Yeah, I guess so. Javier right? Bernal, I guess, yeah. God, did a horrible job there. I do apologize. Take on the Jad, who wrestle in their cloaks. The Dyad. And win a short match. <laughs> this is the Dyad. Who are they, Matthew? I've missed out on them. <laughs> oh, don't worry. You know those lads... You follow around Joe Gacy. Oh, yeah, those 200 odd lads. No, 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 don't worry about it. There's two of them yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just the two best ones. The two best <laughs> ones, right? They now wrestle with the gowns on the entire time. <laughs> God love them. There's rumor I've and rampant out speculation. Who, I've worked oh, out who one of them oh, is. Go on. go on. It's Paige. Because <laughs> one of them, the smaller member of the dyad, is wearing Doc Martens. And the only person to wear Doc Martens in wrestling uh, in, the, in WWE is Paige. Oh, does Shotzi? No. Okay. Don't know. <laughs> Fair enough. The one person I definitely do know wears docks is Paige. Okay. And I reckon this entire story about her, you know, not getting re-signed on is a ruse because she's one of the dyad. A Bobby ruse. A Bobby ruse. Ooh, you dirty dog. Was, uh, your, was yours real speculation? Mine was real. <laughs> the, it's the grizzled young vets. Yeah. Because they've sodded off TV. That would be mean. It and these guys wearing, you know, your mum's best uh, gown... I forgot what the word for gown was, sorry. Let's be honest, it's from a strippers, though, so okay. I don't you, know how I would know that, but it's from a strippers. My mum would appreciate those comments. Those red velvet curtains. Yeah, it's very nice. Uh, yeah, they looked dafters out, didn't they? Uh, Joe no! Gacy. If they were the, they looked out, um, they can't even see. They look menacing. They did see. They look menacing. They put a beating on. <laughs> <laughs> Dante Chen. Dante Chen. Oh, and, God, Dante Chen was there. And Dante's yes. friend. Dante's friend, Javier. Um, Javier, all right. Um, I did enjoy how Gacy went back to being what they would call the woke warrior. Well, he were about it. I think I've written yeah. Joe Gacy cuts a promo afterwards saying that society made the Jad feel inferior, but now they found a place they belong. Hashtag join the dark order. <laughs> Very good, Jack. You've been thank good you. this week. Man. Thank you. It's, it's good that they're not so magic anymore. And I did think the little fella, the, little fella, the smaller fella of the dyad and his Doc Martens did move a bit like Drake. Uh, James Drake? James yeah, Drake. James Drake, right, yeah. yeah. I think they should have promos oh. where it's like they're trying to keep their identity a secret, but it's like, what do you think, Dyer number one? I love being evil. <laughs> <laughs> People didn't used to respect me because yeah. of my accent, <laughs> but now I wear a cloak. It's just a segment backstage where Dull Hudson walks up. What are you on next, kids? Are you always your match soon? <laughs> yeah. See? <laughs> 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 that's unlike oh, that's escaping speaking you, okay? of scousers Owen lost his mind on the stream last night <laughs> oh I got to, you guys rated me before I even started and I went that was quick yeah, we, what yeah. Happened? well people were saying you were about to go live but we couldn't find you but then eventually I think it's because people had told us and then that's why yeah, I, got I, usually, so fast. I do at that time to give you guys like I don't want to interfere with your stuff but I was like alright it's a nice time to. but then, well, yeah I, I came in it's like oh I've already been raided we started the stream it's the early days of the season in the championship yeah. we started the we started the Coloholic FC the that's Fabes right. yeah, yeah. The started the stream in 6th a respectable 6th position with a small budget I didn't have my contact lenses or I, I think one of them broke and I was like I, I'm not going to be able to see the screen very well Owen for once because he normally does the chat and I oh, do right. and I do the the game, but then we both have an input in tactics and stuff. And I was like, it's all you this week, Owen. You do all the tactics. You manage the team, Owen. Okay. We ended the stream in 18th place. And, then, <laughs> and he, and it was amazing. Like we we lost, we were losing like 4-1, 5-0 and stuff. And bless him. Like the, the excuses would come out early. Like we'd concede three goals and he'd be like, the midfield have all got ratings of seven. Like he was starting to get it. was like, the XG. The XG was a big talking point. He was like, our okay. XG is better than theirs. I was like, 5-1. Oh, 
I think you should get him in here for a statement. I will, I will do, I will do. <laughs> Tony! Tony oh my God, voice, Tony. Yeah. Tony, Tony Danjo heads the ring with his gang. Uh, ironically enough, yeah, we got the way. It was pre-recorded this week, so stacks and two dimes. I had no there. idea it was pre-recorded, so when two dimes was there, I was doing the full... All right. No, I thought, I thought they, would, they had to have it live. That's the thing I got told, yeah. so I think they... Well, they away it. Oh, but two dimes may not be here, but his mate three dimes is... Explain yourself. It's Owen! What's, yeah, what's Owen. going on here? Uh, what, what, is your, here? what is the manager's statement of the Fabes of the diabolical performance, the press conference... <sighs> Microphones asking. I don't want to talk about this, Jack. <laughs> so basically, yesterday, Jack on the stream forgot his contact lenses. We couldn't oh, see. Oh, we've been filled in. So we couldn't oh. see the TV. So I just want a statement on behalf of yourself, your performance, where you dropped from yeah. sixth to eighteenth in the league. Yeah, that's sackable form. Yeah. All mm. I can do is apologise for my behaviour. Apologise to all the fans out there. Um, it's not good enough, really. I mean, the players just didn't listen to me. I put on short... Oh, Ross, hang on. No. I changed our tactic to short passing, and the players were just hoofing it left, right, and centre. Didn't oh. give a crap. So you've lost the dressing room. <laughs> yeah, basically, basically. It's time to go! <laughs> In fairness, we're predicted to get relegated, so if we finish 18th, but you it's, a it's a success. Yeah. You know? Oh, that's a happy attitude. You know? As you point out, Adam Pachi is the owner of the Fabes on the game. Oh, no. He do doesn't give us anything. Our financial balance is quite low. Compared to all other championship sides, we're like uh -huh. near the bottom. So we're competing where we're supposed to be, really. Yeah. But yeah. Why did you have to humiliate me like this, Jack? Oh. It was a bad stream, okay, but next week we'll be back. We'll be back. We'll be back. Nah. We'll be back. Better than ever. Not convincing, really. No, no, stop. Mm -hmm. Not Thank you for rating me. I thanks. appreciate it. Oh, yeah, no worries. Um, thanks, Owen. Oh, I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah but I wasn't used to get raided before I even started playing the game. <laughs> that was sorry, the first. sorry about, you know, betraying you there, Owen. I'm sorry. Okay. Do, okay. do I not like that? <laughs> that Graham Taylor? Yeah. <laughs> um... Who, what's he, he did better than I thought there under the glare. <laughs> wow, well done, man. He, he was. He did better under pressure than he did last night, eh? Well, he did better under pressure than I would have done. Oh. I'd have gone to pieces there. Oh, bless you. Yeah. I wasn't. You've been great. You've only been on camera for six years. You started fights. <laughs> <laughs> you know who you did? At least he showed up. Tony Delangelo comes out with stacks and two dimes. Yes. What are you doing here? Do you not? Have you not read? <laughs> oh, check Twitter, pal. Um, um, associates. Sorry, promotes them from associates to made men which is supposed to be this grand ceremony, but who cares, it's, it's not real, and gives them lovely presents and it treats two diamonds to a steak dinner. And I thought that was going to be like the last time we ever see him and he's somewhat bad after steak dinner, but he has a tag match later on. He then berates Legado del Fantasma before making them shake his hand, which they reluctantly do because they have to follow his orders. Tony says he wants a title around his waist and luckily is interrupted by Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams. Well, that's handy. Tony challenges Hayes to a North American title match next week. Later, Hayes and Williams beat Stack and Two Dimes in a tag match, and Tony is very cross. So what do you speculate, Ross? How are they going to deal with Two Dimes? It's going to be uh, he's sleeping with the fishes. The feds got him. It's going to be something like that. Maybe he was the person who leaked the information about Vince McMahon <laughs> and being legitimately whacked by a proper mob. <laughs> but I thought it's weird how the way the world works because after realizing that this was taped, because I didn't know it was taped until this segment happened and I looked at Twitter, right. I think I actually saw your tweet saying it was taped. Um, after realizing it was taped, it was quite a nice send-off for two times in many ways, if that was his final right. proper segment that isn't a match in NXT. A nice story as well about Mick Mancini's fourth birthday party, no, <laughs> when he, yeah, he yeah, whacked yeah. Jackie Fisher wide in the face, huh? <laughs> yeah, bloody but, terrible. Tear to an eye. Um, Marlon Brando's in the room. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I thought uh, 
doing that, like a nice bit of background and thanking him how he's knew them, uh, known him since then and the steak dinner send off and the watch. Mm. But it was a nice little send off there. Yeah, he's a made man and he's yeah. dead in the next episode. It really mm. is the Sopranos. Yeah. So. But they still need to get Legado more into this gimmick because it's got so much potential. But they're just not utilizing it so Plus, far. I, I disagree. They need to be out of this gimmick. <laughs> it's not working. Because two they're not dimes going all is the out. Way. Two dimes is out. Uh Tony is injured, so he can't really wrestle. So we're relying on Stax to save the day. If they Stax were Stax is now head of the day. Head of the he's, he's, he's a reliable guy, that's all I'm saying. If they were making Legado dress and speak like Tony and his boys, yeah. there would be so much more. Want to sound like clone me at the tapas place? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Basically, yes. <laughs> Actually, yeah. They did a segment where they were making fun of them. They didn't realize. They're just not good hey, as far. Give me a margarita. <laughs> oh, that's a that's a boys. That's, that's a spicy the sort of stuff. That's the sort of stuff we were expecting. I think. Yeah. yeah. It, this is NXT 2.0. This is falling short of expectation. To, to, yeah. to, to steal a quote from Wade, they've only got the tip in. You go balls deep. Oh god. Um. <laughs> I did a personality test to find out which of the five <laughs> New York crime families that I would be. <laughs> That's a personality test? Found it Go online. On. It which one like, are you? I think I was in like the Lucchese's or something. I wanted the Gambinos oh. or the Genovese's, oh. but I got... Genovese. Genovese. But I got, um, I got a, a one that I didn't know too much about, and I was like... Oh, no. I the Gambinos. Anyway. <laughs> oh, well, I'm very... Shouldn't be glorifying organized crime, though. No, but... They get the best films and TV and everything yeah, else, so yeah. it's a bit of a... I'd want to be in the Gellers, me. The Gellers? Yeah, the Gellers. What, the Yuri's Gellers? No, no. <laughs> the Ross and Monica Gellers and the, the father oh. and mother go. His father's a hoot. Not so much Ross, don't we care for him. Nah. It's not a real family, like what, the Gellers. The Gellers? No, the Gellers are. Yeah. But the, Do you think, <laughs> wait, why is it Tony? Hey, the mafia's got more than five families. Adrenaline <laughs> in my <gabagoo. laughs> <laughs> yeah, why isn't he? Yeah, yeah. You're right. Why isn't he? Why that? not? Yeah. Big old Italian American skull here. Oh, it's perfect. Yeah, you're right. It's just it's not working because it, it's a comedy gimmick. They're doing it serious and it's rubbish. And uh, now they've got one third doing it. Stacks, our oh, lad. Go on, Stacks. Why you, you, you got oh. against Stacks? Huh? No, no. He's like, come on. I thought you said. No, like, no. I'm, come I'm, on. I'm I love it because he's only thing keeping it together. Up, so, yeah, just making sure that if yeah. he leaves, the guy's going to come in and go. We've got no one to tell us what to do. They're all out. Uh, uh, Dull Hudson attacks Bron Breaker before the bell, which turns out to be the worst decision of his entire career. Bron annihilates him uh, just from pillar to post in less than a minute to retain his title. Yes, more of this from Bron. Cameron Grimes arrives, and the only thing better than the squash match was Cameron Grimes' promo afterwards. <laughs> what a promo. He accuses Bron of having a head start in wrestling and in life due to his dad. Yeah. He says, you've got everything you've got in your career because of who your dad is. If, no, I've got everything it, I it, didn't get from my in my life because who, who my dad is. It goes if he didn't if he didn't have that last name, he wouldn't have that championship. Who's breaker <laughs> in the history of professional wrestling? Cameron eh? <clears throat> They should just rename him Rex what was it? Rex Well it was gonna be Rex Steiner, wasn't it? Yeah. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, just get him get it. Because I think the real last name of the Steiners is like Rex Steiner. Rex Steiner. Yeah, yeah. 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 But, uh, that aside, okay, that's obviously silly, you know. No, that's like, why we're here. That's yeah, serious yeah, yeah, analysis yeah. there. <laughs> but no, this is a magnificent performance from Grimes, who's just it's probably the best serious promo he's done on NXT. I mean he was great with the million dollar Ted DiBiase thing in LA sorry, The Rock, big pardon, yeah. sorry that. But this was him being serious, going, Yeah, you got everything, great, happy for you. I've got nothing. Because my dad, my dad isn't famous. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, that's how about it. He turns up to the top match at the Great American Bash and Bron accepts. Oh, 
What a good two, one-two punch. Just like George Foreman back in the day. He was great with uh, Edris and um, Malik later on as well, right. wasn't he? Bloody hell. Just the series. I know it's... Because I think his dad has actually passed away, hasn't he? he yeah, because he started... Oh, that's he started, right. It, was yeah. quite, it might have been quite recent. He started talking about that around... The, the ladder match. Uh, yes. Yeah. And then in this promo, we had a great line where he was like, your dad saw you win your first title in NXT. Yeah. Mine had to look down on me. I was like, whoa. Like, it's really serious stuff. Yeah. yeah. But it was done very well from Cameron. He's yeah, yeah. Because then Grimes usually comes out and like really plays a y'all thing. It was him just turning serious. Yeah, like wow, okay. Yeah, Oof. I still can't believe Dill lost in the way he did though. He's <sighs> six foot five inches tall for goodness sake. Not anymore, he isn't. Oh. Got that spear in the corner. Good pop and snap from early on there from old Bron though. Oh, is that from Triple H? Triple H on H, the tough yeah. enough. Yeah, good snap. The pop snap. One of your nuts. Your like shorts. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you be gad back. Been taking those bumps, Herbert. <laughs> <laughs> Again, we'll be great audience. <laughs> Backstage. Why, why did me Triple H to uh, Timmy? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> South Park. Or Jimmy. Nah, it's Timmy, innit? No, Timmy no, goes Jimmy. Timmy. Oh, no, God, it's Jack Wright. Yeah. Yeah. I tell you, what, if, it's that, if Jimmy's surname had been, you know, Kabashi, you would have got that wrong. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Backstage. Ivy Nile, Jim Freak, tells Tate and Paxi that she's impressed with her progress. How dare you? Roddy, that's, a, that's a good Jim thing. Freak. That's a that's a compliment. That's uh, a, oh, it's an NXT gimmick way to happen. Jim it? Freak. A man called Jim Freak. <laughs> oh, is that what you thought? Oh, Jim J- Freak. J-I-M Freak. We will defend the title <laughs> against Jim Freak. <laughs> I'm Jim Freak, and I work out, but not like this. <laughs> Pins everyone on the floor with massive <laughs> bars. I don't know what they're called, those big bars. The old pulling jerk and that. What's the big bars called? Barbell. Barbell. Just pins people with that. Like Sammy was pinned at WrestleMania, mm. kind of. Mm. Yeah. In the mousetrap. Jim Freak. Jim Freak. <laughs> Jim Freak. <laughs> She's impressed with progress. Roddy Strong goes, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. That, stop that. Stop being nice to people. Also, tell us of the creeds for shaking hands with their opponents earlier. The creeds have booked a match for Roddy and Damon Kemp next week. Strong ties to Weasel Alvett pretending he's injured. But Ivy says, hey, you just said no excuses. And he goes, of course. Of course there'll be no excuses. I'll have a great match next week and leaves. Hypocritical yeah. Roddy has got legs as a character. No, he doesn't. He's hurt, remember? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But they're going to be cut short, aren't they? Because he's going to be a, a maximum male model very soon. Oh, We're frozen. frozen. We're frozen. Save. We've, we been saved. Yeah, we've been saved. Um, I, I did like the way they were just like, no, no, you've told us something different last week. And he's like, he's, Good gimmick, he's caught in a trap. Yeah. I can't look back. And he's like, I'll have the match. Mm. Aye, the word's going, it? but Roddy's acting how, how is getting slightly creed, better. Oh, the Creed's got booking powers now. I thought it was weird enough when With Roddy... With the gold comes the power. Yeah, I guess that's true, actually. Yeah, yeah fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> no, Jay so White said that this week. That's where I've got that from. Oh, I've got the gold. Oh, I've got the bloody power. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm switch blind. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you weren't done laughing. You and me go on together. Sticky cherry. Oh, that's ended now, isn't it? Home and away. No, neighbours. Oh, yeah, neighbours, sorry. Um, I'm probably still on. Yeah, didn't Kylie Minogue and Jason Donovan come back for the last episode? No, not much in this. I'm still stunned from Prince Charles appearing on EastEnders. I think Batista was on one of them. You don't see it? No. 
Prince Charles and Camilla showed up. And like, Camilla. I yeah, Camilla was... And it's just like, oh, Prince Charles, I've been having this fruit and vegetable all my life. He's like, that's terribly good. Yes, <laughs> That's oh, a good Prince Charles. Oh, fruit and vegetables are very important to eating. Like, wow. That's right. What else do you do with them, you bloody idiot? <laughs> that's a really that's a really good Prince Charles. Oh, thank you. That's what did really Camilla good. do? Just stand there. Oh, uh, just, you know. Oh, they're like... Oh, can I interest you in some fine Jamaican whiskey? He's like, oh, I'd love some. And then you ever see a drink in it. You're like, oh, you fake. <laughs> Go join the EPL. Like Tony Khan. He's always <laughs> got a cup. He always tilts it. But I don't think he's ever drinking from it. He's a robot. <laughs> Who, Tony Khan? Yeah. It's on oh. the most egregious example. Me and Fraser found it, and we, we couldn't believe it when we were watching it. It's on his episode of A Shot of Brandy, where him and Brandy Rhodes are, like, making drinks and stuff. And he, he keeps on talking and going, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, oh, he holds it there a bit, but doesn't tilt it far enough. And I'm like, you're not drinking. There's nothing in that. Just pretend know. drinking. I, I find Let me a, store for time. It's an empty cup. I find it a bit odd. Uh, <laughs> I've, got, I've got one, yeah. Yeah, what kind of a psychopath would do fake drinking <laughs> with a camera pointed at them? No, but Tony. Long and long and long. Because then, then we were watching a bit. Of, real. We watched a bit of it. Was you a drinker? Because <laughs> it went on all night, but we, we were then watching a bit of his press conference after the last pay-per-view. And he does oh. have a, and every, he reaches for it like five times and doesn't touch it. And then he, when he gets it, we're like, oh. And then he's like, but he never quite. I have to go back and analyze this now. It sounds fascinating. It's a thing, everyone. Check it out. Does Tony Khan ever ingest liquids? Tony. That's the big question this week. <laughs> Tony can't drink. Yeah. <laughs> we finally get the debut of Giovanni Vinci. And he even gets Vinny Vidi Vici appear, which I thought was nice because that means I came, I saw, I conquered. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Or if Aiden. you go on, well. Oh. Uh, he beats Guru Raj in his debut, but doesn't impress our own resident news hound, Aiden Gibbons. Oh, what did he say? Roskin, yeah. He's just like, where he's entrance? He's very Geordie Aiden upstairs. Like, where he's bloody entrance is basically just like, I came, I saw me last name. <laughs> I said me last name. That's a really good Aiden yeah. Gibbons, by the way. Said me last name. Yeah, I came, I saw me last name. <laughs> That's his new catchphrase. Yeah, actually, he's got a point, yeah. If he's, yeah. He's, his surname's Vinci. Yeah. I came, I saw my last name. <laughs> he's actually right, though. His name is... His name is... His name is Giovanni I Conquered. This <laughs> is Ian Gibbons is the best news hound here. His entrance, though. My, I, my socks uh, were well and truly knocked off by the entrance because yeah. if you haven't seen it, he's walking down the ramp and when it gets to Venny, stop, yeah. look at the camera. Yeah. <laughs> Is heard on, yeah, yeah. on the he's just some sort of cheesy smile. Then he's there pointing his fingers like he's Alan Partridge. <laughs> it's everything you want from an NXT 2.0 gimmick. Yeah, it's it's the wonderful world of British stereotypes of other countries, but <laughs> NXT 2.0. It's like oh, the Italian model. He likes fast, fast driving, no, and faster models. If you know what I mean. All right, thank you, stupid. <laughs> next up, next week. The French sexy model. <laughs> the strict German. I'm Wayne Barrett. Venny, Venny, and Venny. I came, I came, and I came. Oh, oh here's Venny Tuesday. <laughs> Venny Tuesday. <laughs> Oh, he was fantastic <laughs> in the match, though. Oh, he was good, yeah. Old Giovanni. Yeah, yeah, he's still yeah. really good. He's just taking the piss, wasn't he? Yeah. Kip-ups yep. and, then, and the hammerlock thing. Run the ro- Never seen anyone run ropes that quick. Mm. Never, ever. Not even in your time researching <laughs> Dragon Gate? Never, ever. Fair enough. Oh, wow. Yeah, oh, he's, he's going oh, as fast man. as the F1. <laughs> <laughs> you should do that as he's, as he's doing the <laughs> <laughs> 
just might be a tea side tintin. Or is it Postman Pat? Meow, meow. Meow, meow. It's Tea side Postman Pat. I'm also a big fan of Scouse Fireman Sam. The bit in the start, he rescues Norman or one of the kids from like a cave. Norman, you little like, ginger. <laughs> what are you doing in a cave? <laughs> Take that fire and that and that. And he's like spraying his hose. It's really good. Get home back in and he no. Yeah, he will be champion though. What? Mark my words. Oh no. Yeah, yeah. yeah Smackdown. Down. Uh, the, the the sit out last ride as a finisher. Yeah, how could he? Big. How could he not mm. be champion? Maybe that is a side of a rocket being strapped to him. <laughs> <laughs> You can just have the, the start of uh, the Mrs. Theme. I came. <laughs> you said it, Matthew. <laughs> Backstage, Grayson Waller interrupts Solo's go was interviewed to set up a match next week. Yep. Okay. And elsewhere. Oh, which Aiden spoiled, by the way. I know. Aiden I... just told us the result. He's, he, doesn't enjoy, he doesn't realise how much we enjoy NXT 2.0. He really now. doesn't. He thinks, if there was a joke like I used to. I can't actually remember what the spoiler was. I can't remember who won, so that's good. Yeah, at least. I, yeah I've blocked that as well. Yeah. Repressed yeah. it. Yeah. On purpose. Bad memory. <laughs> Elsewhere, Edris and Malik try to take the positives from their loss to the Creed, but then Cameron Grimes turns up and says, no, don't be so bloody complacent. Look at you. You're like a statue. You know, you should be good. You should be this. You should be top of the world. You should be beating Giovanni Vinci. His surname. <laughs> uh... And just batters them. Just goes, yeah, you guys need to like step up and stop losing, and you'll be good. It's and they good. left. Didn't even like, oh, let's join up and say, nah, you guys suck. You should be be better than left them. This this gimmick yeah. doesn't fit in NXT 2.0 because it's serious and it's good because it's too good for that, this show. That, yeah, that there what he said coming from just anyone randomly would be very much heelish. But this guy's just lost his big championship. Therefore, what he's saying, and he's more like a baby face, just being like a big brother. Some some uh, some words of wisdom there from Cameron mm. Grimes. He's on the rebound. Yeah, it's an onion of a character. Doesn't belong on NXT 2.0. Yeah, they're all it's one too note. Serious. It's too many notes. <laughs> this is what? This one. Yeah. It's too many notes. It is too oh. many notes. They're all they're one there note. But it should be like Prince Charles and EastEnders. Oh, I'm <laughs> bloody complaining, you people. Oh, <laughs> oh I've lost. <laughs> in the main event, Roxanne Perez, Cora Jade, and the Hartwell team up to beat Toxic Attraction, with Perez getting the pinfall that came a few seconds earlier than intended. I think yes, because it, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. poor. GG yeah. got all of that back sent on. And you could, you know, if you go back and you hear her making a lot of ow, ow, I'm in genuine pain noises yeah. here. And it's like, I want to do another move. Cora J goes, no, you appear to be in quite considerable pain. One, two, three. Yeah, good on it. Cora J is the ring general. And Roxanne Perez as well, just like, like yeah. slowly rolled her and stuff. Yeah, fair play. They, they did the best with a, a bad situation. Cora's like, what, 10 years old? And she's <laughs> she's definitely got this down, some of this stuff. Like, you appear to be in agony. Cora's like you. 10, but she's the big sister of Roxanne yeah. Perez. I did like enjoy five. at the start of the show where Indy was like, as the wily veteran of the group. Yeah, here, yeah, yeah. The one who was like, you're 25, not 45. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's the yeah. oldest one. Yeah. And she's 25. Yeah, and all her friends uh, have left her. And all her friends have left her, yeah. Uh-huh. It happens in your twenties, doesn't it? Just mind you. Yeah, you your drop out of group. Just goes. Weird, Everyone gets jobs Oof. and stuff, and it's just. Yeah. If you're in your late teens, maybe back from university now on your summer breaks, cherish those moments yes. because you'll never see some of these people again. <laughs> <laughs> you'll be thinking. You're laughing, but... You'll be thinking of someone from yeah. school, and you'll be like, "Oh yeah, them," and then you realise you won't, you don't remember their surname at all, and you're just like, "What?" Or oh, worse is, well, I've kept a lot of people from Bish who we don't really talk to, but know from like whatever's hanging out, and you check and goes, "Oh, I wonder." Someone's come up in the Facebook profile, and you're like, "Oh, they got married and have had two kids," and you're like, "Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah." That's what that their timeline went. What are you doing, Matthew? <laughs> 
Jesus. Vanny. Game. Funny joke. AW Dynamite. Road Rager. It's nice to finally see Lance Archer in AW. Oh, that's a joke what? about Jericho's promo later on. Oh. He introduced us to Lance Archer. And I was like, I know. It's the reason why I'm so off it on today's podcast. I'd even record. I, I'll get to that bit. Uh, the show opens with a hair versus hair match between Chris Jericho and Ortiz. Point on commentary, Jericho's undefeated in hair matches. Yeah. I mean, obviously, he's never lost it. Jericho wins after surviving a back fist from the interfering Eddie Kingston, which I thought would be like, you know, should be cheating on that, even if they're cheating. But then... Fuego oh, del no, Sol. Eddie hates him. It's on site. But then Fuego <laughs> del Sol, of all bloody people, runs into KO Ortiz with baseball bat. He's grown four back. inches. Fuego del Sol, he's grown four inches and he's joined. Jer Maybe that was a trade. Jericho, look, I'll give you four <laughs> inches if you join us. And he goes, okay. He goes, <laughs> in height. And he goes, oh, oh, oh okay. It's even better than I thought it was going to go. Wade Barrett's like, ow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm asleep. Fuego unmasked afterwards reveals it's actually Dean Malenko. <laughs> takes on Chris Jericho for the title right now. No, it's Sammy Guevara. Ortiz then shaves his own head dramatically by screaming yeah. blood and guts at Jericho, yeah. which was cool. And obviously Eddie speaks and challenges him everything, but they only gave poor Ortiz like 20 seconds to cut, speed run, cut his hair. Yeah. So he's there like out bleeding from using that thing so fast and they cut away to something else, which I thought was a bit harsh. I know it's not the main focus of the feud, obviously, but I'm like, why, why even build it up? Mm. Yeah, but we've got a million things to fit in. We're AEW. <laughs> <laughs> there he goes. There he came. It was the, for me, it was the complete wrong result, but the way they got to the wrong result was thrilling, I thought. The final stretches yeah. of the match with the Eddie getting in and you think, oh, Jericho's going to lose it here, but he doesn't. And then Sammy comes in dressed as Fuego and the big reveal yeah. I thought that was all very well put together but Jericho come on man huh. he's mm. gonna lose that match surely no no he's, he's a rock star mm. I know he's a wizard William Regal was saying on commentary what, yeah he'd have to wear a wig when he goes yeah. to him a fuzzy and that might blow off if he does the Newcastle <laughs> Triangle again <laughs> Annie Wendy on the quayside I felt like I was seven years old again listening to Regal on commentary I felt like oh, I was just an old relative right. was back with some of the things he was saying yeah. Yeah. comparing a bald bleeding Jericho to a baboon's chuff yep do you know what that is? Uh, Jericho, yes. a toss pot. Yeah. Yeah. Toss that, pot. That was like 10 seconds into the broadcast. Not, heard, not heard the word like a toss pot for years. When was the last yeah. time you heard someone yeah. call them the JR toss pot? JR goes, what's a toss pot? It's funny, he's like, I know what... Oh, yeah, I can't say it, no mind. Just, he, he's straight Excalibur's on it, in yeah. the Oxford English Dictionary. Group. Well, yeah. the definition of toss pot. <laughs> it's just straight on commentary. He just looks... You can tell he just looks at Excalibur's man in the mask. You look scrumptious tonight. <laughs> yeah. Fantastic. Uh, why was he even on commentary for this match? Because he's, he's loosely aligned yeah. with Proud and Powerful now, isn't he? He didn't need to be there. Uh, no, he didn't. But it was great. Well, they teamed up at the Anarchy they Arena, did, didn't they? Did. they? Yeah. Um, you know what? I didn't even thought, yeah, why are you there, Regal? Uh, no, I enjoyed him so much. I'm so relieved now that Sammy and Ty. Well, I'm blood and guts, of course. Yeah, they're all teaming together. Yeah, oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. I'm, re I'm relieved now that Sammy oh, and the, Ty are. Is the exact same people teaming up again? Kingston, uh, Proud and Powerful. And BCC? Yeah. BCC, not BBC. Kingston, Calm <laughs> Powerful, and who? Oh, yes. Brian and... Who's the odd one out? Wheeler Uta, he's not Wheeler, yeah. Okay. Um, oh. But <laughs> I, I'm really relieved that Sammy and Ty Conti are now heels. Proper heels. Good. Yeah, they are this week. No, no, they, they said this has got to be. Yeah, now. Well, I was reunited with Jericho because obviously he was he in... He did the slow, like, ah! Yeah, I know, but like the, the booking of that TNT title feud... Oof, Marlon. There's two was, times many have said. I was thinking it didn't make sense. This like uh, Sammy going back to Jericho, but it was the whole MJF thing that got him out the inner circle, wasn't it? Wasn't yeah, it? Jericho? Yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. actually, it actually works. Shout out to Santana as well was for saving Jericho's life when he was on the top rope doing that hurricane. Well, Jericho was going for the hurricane run off the top rope, and he sort of just went, oh, 
Oh, oh I thought that was supposed. Actually, thought it was supposed to be a power bomb. Oh, wasn't I too it was sure. Be like a Jericho going to break his neck and then Santana oh, like in '95 oh. against Santana. Um, was this after? Sorry, them? Ortiz. Ortiz. All right. Okay. All oh, right. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Bloody promo later on. Knocking me off me game. God, I should go and start the podcast You're again. powerful, but you're not pro. No. Wadlow wins, no. wins his match, if you can call it that, against the 20 security guards. He eliminates some of them, off, bounce them off the apron to begin with. There's a big old man pile. He keeps on powerbombing and pinning them. And Yep. And then it's like, it's not, the, 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 the case has been thrown out. The winner is Wardlow. Dan Lambert and Scorpio Sky interrupt from a private box and send two legendary MMA fighters in the ring. Right, I nearly made a huge mistake here. I, go on. I nearly, to be funny, I nearly called them Tyron, got knocked out twice, by, or lost twice to J. Paul Woodley, and Matt, legitimately terrible person, Hughes. But I've since learned that Matt Hughes suffered a very bad accident a couple of years ago, and I probably shouldn't be as harsh I mean, on him. he doesn't excuse the, the horrible things he apparently has Apparently he was like an arsehole. Oh, like. apparently lots of people then went, oh, Matt Hughes, who's that on his Wikipedia page? And went, oh, there's two things about him. One, got hit by a train, and bloody hell, it's a miracle he's actually alive. Yeah. That's a hit legit thing. Hit by a train? Yeah. Oh, yeah. In his car, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh no, yeah, he wasn't his car, but obviously, yeah, he's a <laughs> But then he's obviously like, oh, yeah, by the hell, that's terrible. Because he did look, you know, as someone who looked like he's just survived. Know, it if, he, weird... if he wasn't a main fight, he probably wouldn't be there. It was a weird... But also, he's obviously, some of the stuff that's gone in his life, that's uh, he, even worse. There's than a lot of um, stuff about him just being, like, not a very nice person. So, of course, he, he's a wrestling was, show. But he was, like, a <laughs> former UFC, what, welterweight champion? Oh, yeah. he's, he's part of the one half of the, the fight that saved the UFC and all that. Uh, the Carlos finals. No, the, no um, that's Forrest Griffin and Stephen Bonner. Oh yeah, it is. They're much, they're much bigger lads. Oh yeah. Um, but Matt Hughes has <laughs> had Matt Hughes has had matches with George St Pierre and yeah. um, Carlos Newton. I think is he called? He's like he was a former oh, World right, champion. Yeah, yeah, He's like yeah. an all time legend oh, in the, the UFC. Is, the power yeah, bomb. Yeah, when he chokes him out. How am I getting him. that that guy mixed up with Stephen Bonner? Sorry. But um, disgusting stupidity by myself there. But yeah, and they came out and. They keep on doing this, these MMA people. I know who they are because I watch MMA on point because there's just not enough time Shout in one man's Ransom. existence. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, to watch, uh, follow MMA and wrestling. Yeah. That's, that I wouldn't even sleep. But, yeah, uh, they just bring out these MMA dudes who are big dudes, big name people, yeah. and they don't do nothing. I don't know who they are. Fair enough. Fair enough. I don't follow MMA, so but it would be, nice, do... be nice to hear, oh, maybe, yeah, hear Excalibur go, this is this man who did this and this and this. Yeah. I knew they were there ahead of time because they cut to them too early. Because Dan Lambert goes, wouldn't it be weird if... And then I'm like, was that Matt Hughes? And mm. then it cuts back to Lambert going, I'm calling him Lambert now. Of you. <laughs> going, two big scary MMA dudes were there. And then yeah. it cuts back to them again and I'm like, it was. Yeah. One of convinces the fight is that they're good, hardworking Midwestern boys like himself and they shouldn't take orders from Rich something whole. Woodley sends smart marks at the Wardlow for a powerbomb. Yay. It's just a cheap bomb and everything, but God, look how many segment. things were happening in this one this was. I, I don't want to crap on the delight and the comedy of it all, but I found it a bit boring. Well, I think they should have abided by the rules I thought was a disgrace. He was yeah. pinning people the wrong way up. He was. That's not how pinfalls work as far as I'm concerned. He's knocking them off the apron before yeah. they even got in the ring. They get eliminated for that. Ha! <laughs> I, it was a bit of big dumb fun. It didn't outstay its uh, welcome. It did for me. It lasted a long time for me. I was watching it like, how many more is left of these lads? Maybe I'm just being too miserable. I don't know. Mm. But um, yeah, Wardlow, someone came for us in the comments, by the way, for being miserable and sticking to our guns too much. Whoa. Was it was it OSW Review? Because you usually do it for them. No, it was um, just a commenter on the YouTube video last week going like, I hate when Jack and Matthew do this. Specifically us two. And I was like, oh. Let me do what? I don't know when we stick to when we go on and on about the example they used was 
um, you on Rollins last week or the week before. But they didn't give one for me, and I felt a bit, I felt a bit hard done by. So I hate, I hate Matthew has Ma- an opinion. He I gives hate, a reason why he has it. I hate when Matthew does this, and I hate Jack as well. <laughs> he didn't have an opinion for me. <laughs> oh, you're an afterthought. That's yeah. way worse. Oh, yeah, you're a big, big Ross fan, clearly. <laughs> Damn it. Breaking news, by the way. Rollins still sucks on promos. No quote from Andrew Zarian on Sasha Banks. Oh, I cannot uh, confirm she's been released, but I did hear late last week that her attorneys were working on getting this done. Okay, fair the enough. The other is, we don't, don't know. know. <laughs> Thank you for clarifying that up, uh, Chris Kamara. <laughs> Will Ospreay beats Dax Harwood with the hidden blade after a very back-and-forth match. Uh, afterwards, the United Empire prepared to beat down Dax, but stopped by Trent Beretta, and you better run from him, Rocky Romero and Cash Wheeler. Everybody brawls until Orange Cassidy makes his return. He stares down Osprey until the United Empire leave. I think Snowboy said, <laughs> Orange Cassidy looks like Osprey if you had the British bit of him removed. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. He's a very really small man, though, compared to Osprey. Yeah, he is. But Osprey is deceptively long, I thought. Though. Yeah, he's quite. He's probably about six foot one. Long, long boy. Yeah. He's no Adam Pacitti. He's not a duck. Dax Howard continue to have that... What a streak. That maybe up for wrestler of the half year. Definitely, yeah. Uh, next few yeah. weeks. Oh, yeah, when are we doing that? End of this month. Yeah, yeah. 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 July. Um, yeah. He, he, I thought, watching that match, I was like, he's definitely put this match together, Dax mm. Howard. The stuff they were doing, because mm. it wasn't like a... To, I don't know what to be honest with you I don't know what a typical Will Ospreay match is these it's days it's not quite what it, it's not quite I don't mean in terms of quality but it's not as flippy and yeah. manic paced as it once was so yeah yeah yeah. Uh, but it was more of a Harwood match than a, an Ospreay match the chops Harwood's chops although you could it, Osprey might have helped put together the ending of it that, why are we trying to respect it on this we don't know but the ending bit was very good well it was really good <laughs> the ending was really New Japan with all the near falls and the reversals and stuff yeah. so yeah Kurt Angle kickouts are plenty in this match. Yeah. Mm. If you like a good kickout, this is the match for you. Yeah. If you like a good sell, this is not the match for you. But well done, Dax. Oh, you didn't like this match? No, no. It's just, it, Osprey's really good and talented and doing the moves and stuff like that. It's just weird how he'll take a brutal looking move. You go, oh my God, that's amazing. And he'll just like pretend like nothing's happened a few seconds later. You, you know, know, he does a lot compared to Wait for I the main event. Same on oh, the record. Right, right. Osprey. But it's just that Will used to be so much better. Whoa. Because he used to sell. It's kicking off. No, it's kicking out. <laughs> anyway. One thing I notice he does now is he, he does little things with his hands after certain moves that like sort of mimics the move that's just happened. That's, have that's to making this. sure that he's still got weird. feeling. You'll have to watch I saw the, that. It's happened a few times. Like he goes, was calling for a sub. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I think <laughs> that now it's just like he'll take a move and then do something to sort of replicate the move but with his hands like he's some sort of like mime. It's like a reverse Apollo Crews. Yeah. You can see the recent past. <laughs> you can see what's just happened but he can't do anything about it. <laughs> I should have punched that guy in the face. <laughs> John Moxie has his face-to-face encounter with the... Sm- <laughs> it says here, quote, smoke horrible bastard, <laughs> Tanahashi. Moxie says that his biggest target in New Japan has always been Tanahashi, but after Forbidden Door, Moxie will be the real ace. Tanahashi... He did that. He didn't animate it. I'll be the real ace. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and his theme music played behind him. <laughs> Tanahashi is about to reply, but Jericho, of all people, interrupts along with Sammy and take on him. Jericho rants about how he should be in Moxie's spot, but Tanahashi tells him to shut up. Jericho calls on his stable to attack, but Lance Archer and El Desperado also attack from behind. And Jericho in <laughs> Jericho announces that Forbidden Door will be oh, yeah, himself, Sammy and Suzuki, who team up for the first time, versus Eddie Kingston, Wheeler Yuta, and Shooter. Shooter! Umino. Yeah! That guy that used to hang around Moxley and... I didn't know that was the son of the Red Shoes. Yeah. I don't know until he said that either. He's a bigger lad than Red Shoes. Yeah. But he 
I guess he's got similar hair and that. Yeah. But yeah, I never. I, it took me a while. Bet Red Shoes gets involved there. He retired though, didn't he? Uh, did he? Did, he, he? did he? No, Red Shoes is still going. He did just he? does less, oh. I think. Must have been pink shoes. I was he's thinking. done a bit of a Roman yeah. range. He's got over. Take Reservoir Dogs. <laughs> Moxie and Tanahashi run the bad guys off before staring each other down. So what did Jericho say? Because so obviously said no. a lot. Of <laughs> Wait, what, what bit was going on here? Sorry. Just did whatever this bit is you want to talk about. So Desperado and Lance Archer have just jumped in the ring. So they're on That's loan, right. right? It's the January transfer window in July. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I guess it's the summer transfer window. They've joined on yeah. loan from Suzuki Goon. Yep. Um, I don't know what else we're hitting at here, but it was just the fact that it was building up the, the Tanahashi Moxley match. Mm. Then Jericho came out of nowhere yeah. and said it should have been him. And then we had an attack from nowhere out yeah. of two people who they didn't. Re- Excalibur just did that thing where he's like, oh, it's those two from Suzuki Goon. Yeah. No context well, at all. Yeah. The bit I found. <laughs> was, was like, I got this. <laughs> the bit I found mad was that Jericho gets on the mic and goes, let me introduce all of you to these two, Lance Archer. And I'm like, <laughs> Well, I didn't even notice that bit. That, <laughs> that's why that's the start of the little punnet or whatever I did at the start. Yeah, yeah. And then he went, and El Desperado as well. And I was like, well, fair enough about El Desperado. And then um, everyone went, we know him from WCPW. Former WCPW. <laughs> that's right. Um, and then he was like, the reason they're here is because they're from Suzuki's stable, but it's going to actually be Suzuki that I'm tagging with. And we'll be taking on. And then he went, <laughs> so from introducing us to Lance Archer, who... We all know anyway, if we're just AEW fans in this mm. scenario. He then goes from that to just going, and we're taking on blah, blah, Shota Umino and blah, blah. And I'm like, whoa, they might not know who Shota Umino is at all. In, in fact, he didn't even... He's the son of Red Shoes. He didn't even focus on explaining. <laughs> he went, uh, yeah, and that loser who, your little bitch boy, Shota Umino. And by the way, I kicked the crap out of him in front of his dad at the Tokyo Dome. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, for this, like, Timmy, 10-year-old lad in the front row is probably like, What's going on? Daddy, what's a Greek chorus? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah there yeah. was only a Miz TV to explain all of right. this. Yeah, we need Miz. In they they really are going full whack into, oh, we don't have a full card sorted out for this. Like, Tony's doing his homework at the last minute. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's having an all night. He's drinking near coffee whatsoever. Yeah. And so what you're saying is Lance Archer and Elder Sparrow came out and then Jericho says, thanks, guys. You're not in my match. <laughs> but, but your boss is. My, I'm in a match. With, with your boss. Yeah. And my old new friend, who's my friend again. That's right. And we're taking on, and it's, right. this is a natural feud. Natural feud. We're taking on, hang on. Kingston, Wheeler Yuda. Your best mate and your young boy. Yeah. And, and Moxley's your kid. Boy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. And on top of that, he officially announced that Sammy and Ty are now proper jazz members. Yeah, That's they right. Are. And they've yeah. made yeah. out in front of everybody. Oh, yeah, that was a... They'll have sex they anytime, have sex right, anyway. guys? <laughs> <laughs> and start necking on. And boom! <laughs> we point, hate that! Boom! At this point, Jericho's moved Ow. to, like, the front part of the ring as if it's, like, the front of the stage. Yeah, and he's yeah, like, yeah. He's got right, like, guys! Yeah, yeah he's, got... <laughs> he's playing air guitar with both of them. <laughs> the, the two become one. Look at them! Oh, we are lost man. Trez sex gods. <laughs> right. Oh, God. And so to get all that, there'll be a quiz at the end of the night. <laughs> it's the, the positioning of him was so funny. I can't emphasise. He's like uh, he's like a buttons in a pantomime. He's like, <laughs> right, boys and girls, they'll have sex anyway. <laughs> oh, God. Miro beats... E- <laughs> AEW oh, need to learn, though. Because how many segments are we deep here with? The, the <laughs> four. hair match? With the four segments. Yeah, but I left out a Osprey. few little backstage ones where people are setting up matches for Rampage and stuff as well. So this is the fourth biggest... Like, fourth big segment of the night, little bits in between. That doesn't need to be a million things every single show. I know there's yeah. a lot to get in, 
But there's different ways of doing it, surely, because this is... Oh, man. I really missed the Road 2 videos on YouTube. Yeah. They were very Oh, yeah, helpful. I'm sure, like, the... Well, they still do them, because I was watching yeah, I was them. Oh, say yeah. Yeah. oh, I don't see them shared around as much. Just on the YouTube channel. Oh, yeah. fair enough. They do exist, you just have to watch them. Sorry. Uh, Miro beats Ethan Page to qualify for the All-Atlantic Tournament, although it probably takes longer than expected. This only went 10 minutes. It felt so much longer because there'd been so much stuff the rest of the night in every single segment, and it was just two lads getting at it. I was expecting something else to happen. It's just like, oh, this is this is just two guys wrestling. It was weird as well because Miro is obviously Miro, and he's yep. been very well, not not recently, but you know his character's you know very up. He's mm. fighting God for goodness' sake, and then Paige is just he's part of a tag team. It's one of Dan Bell's lads, just one yeah. of those lads. But all the commentary team were very glowing about how massive and how much karate, as it taekwondo, that Ethan Page does, okay. and all of his skill set and whatnot. We did, he didn't do that kung fu match where he fought himself. Uh, whatever. Let's it is. never talk about that again. Whatever discipline he does. Um, as we're frozen once again, we're back. Um, they were very glum about everything about him, which doesn't add up with how he's been so far in AEW. Yeah. That was a very big disconnect for me. We just wanted Josh Alexander. <laughs> that's Brandy Rhodes' stand. And like, that's nice, and then he never showed up the company again, and yeah. Brandy's no longer there. I was watching that promo the other day. Who told you it was open, Mac Nad, bitch? Yes. Oh, man. Those days. Yeah, great day. I'm not coming back for a Hopefully while. Hopefully they're going to WWE. It's a shame. This was all right, Magic. And I did like that. They showed the promo package of Ethan saying, oh, you're going to fight God. Yeah, but God worships me. That was good, though. Yeah. And Ethan Page Miro was on top him. for a bit. He made Miro clasp his hands together and went, pray to me, Miro. And then Miro was like, no, no, no. But no. for a while, I thought it was going to be like, a, I heard that battle horn at the start of his. Nah. I was like, oh, he's in trouble. And really? it was a competitive match. She gave him the horn. Jimmy Hayden and Rebel try to interfere in Britt Baker's match with Tony Storm, but Thunder Rosa shows up to chase Hayden away. Storm goes on to win the match, but Thunder Rosa returns and holds up the title on the stage. Now, near the end of the match, Tony Storm does the butt bump in the corner. This was and, unreal. It was and then her head goes back, good. and it's like, ooh, okay, she's out, right? And then she does a very good impression of someone out. A very good, because they walk good. up and she falls over. Yeah. And then Tony's like, okay, what do we do? And then, oh, it's a ruse. Small package, one, two, carry on. It might be the best one I've ever seen. I don't know how much of it was real, how much of it was fake, because apparently there was a doctor after the match leading her out just to check on her. Oh. Was there? Oh. This yeah. seemed very much like a planned spot. But, hey, well done. I thought she was playing some mighty Hey, possibly. shades of the great Cora Jade here, covering for it. <laughs> <laughs> I know that the problem is, that it is time for people to be beating Britt Baker and stuff, because she's had a great Finally, run and everything. Finally, yeah, have on a pay-per-view. That's the first time but, she's lost a singles match since dropping the title. But... Bloody hell, really. But then yeah. every match I see, I'm like, oh, I hope this person beats Britt Baker, and then she'll do something, and I'll think, oh, she is good. She is really oh, good. Oh, yeah, I'm not saying that she isn't good, it's just but someone else needs to see her. Need more, don't you? Yeah, yeah. And then I'm like, oh, but I want to see her do well again, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, yeah. As, v, as V1 from OSW Review said on Twitter, she always finds the camera. Like she always will be beating someone down, then she'll find the camera and do a little thing. Yeah, or whatever. Yeah. She's really good at that. And and it sounds quite simple, but not everyone does it. No. She's really good at it. She's the best at looking at a camera. Yes. Uh, and also we're getting Storm versus Rosa at Forbidden Door. So I think some people were speculating, wait, it's New Japan, right? So there won't oh, be any women's be matches. It's going to be sandbags at dawn. Um. <laughs> Backstage, hey, <laughs> Stokely Hathaway's interviews interviewed by Willow Nightingale, who wants to face Jay Cargill on Rampage. She was a charismatic lass, wasn't she? <laughs> yeah. I, found her quite, I found her quite charming. I was like, oh. Yeah, and then I've never heard like, her yeah. talk before. Me neither. And she was, all, it was, she was good. Yeah. You got a name wrong as well. It's Wilma. Oh, yeah, Stokely. <laughs> She's like, we know each other. And he's like, oh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
talk when it happens, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. No, we do. Yeah, I've never met before. <laughs> Hyman Page cuts an in-ring promo. Recap of the events of Dominion, where Okada lost the title to Jay White. He's interrupted by Adam Cole, wants to face his good friend, Jay, instead of Hangman. Cole says Okada isn't even going to be a forbidden door, which makes the crowd go, what? <laughs> yeah. Oh, great. And introduces Jay, who lays out Hangman from behind and denies him the title shot. However, he also says Cole won't be facing him either. He raises the belt as Cole looks shocked. So you know what I was saying beforehand about being dressed to see who wins? Well, that's another thing. Did you go, you're not being our champ. Why does Adam Cole need to be in this storyline? <laughs> Because they're the two people will be here after this show's over. But it can just be Hangman versus either Okada or Jay White, and now it's Jay White. Adam Cole's complicating every... Why, in the words of Avril Lavigne, why is he going to go and make things so complicated? <laughs> well, either they're doing that, it's a non-title match, or it's going to be a three-way match. Or is it going to be a four-way uh, with Okada turning up last second to be like, oh, I'm no, in Right now, Okada isn't going to be there. I think this segment was very much like the Conservative Party over here in the UK because it was deflection <laughs> tactics. So. Ah, right. Okada's not going to be here. But oh, it's not going to be what you thought it was. Because I thought it was set, the way it was set up in the early stage of the segment was going to be Cole versus White and then Hangman versus Okada. Mm. But then Okada's not going to be there. So now, then Jay White's like, oh, no, I'm not facing who you think I'm going to face, therefore deflection tactics. But he didn't say like anything about who he actually was going to no. face. So is it going to be actually just one of them? Prop. <sighs> I don't know. This segment could have been two seconds long. <laughs> <laughs> Okada won't be there. End of scene. But I will be. I'm not sure if I believe it yet. Because... Oh, why? Yeah, wrestling logic says because whenever if you say yeah, not gonna be Austin's there, not here tonight, but it, but it could also be a way of trying to because they've snuck it into a promo with loads of other stuff going on. Mm. That, as Ross says, it could just be well, I'll ignore that. Yeah, I don't know what to make of that segment. No, it just went, well, if you don't and you're the Jay Japanese White's wrestling good on expert, the mic. that's that's the take. What does he sound like, Ross? <laughs> with all the pa. <laughs> Sorry, with the gal comes all the pa. <laughs> that was wrong. That wasn't it. That was like remember Mickey Flanagan used to do that voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Move on. It, was a, bit, it was a bit cockney, wasn't it? <laughs> I did it better earlier on. I can't you recreate can. that magic. <laughs> that only strikes once. Hi there, guys. Jay White here. No, that's, oh, that's definitely not. Here, bloody bastard. With all the gal comes all the power. Fleming Galar. <laughs> Sucking Chinese meal. In the main event, <laughs> the Young Bucks beat Jurassic Express in a ladder match. You know he's from New Zealand, by the way. Yeah, I know he's, he's from New Zealand, but yeah. I don't know any famous New Zealanders. <laughs> Yeah. I did a key Chris one. Chris Bloodywood for Newcastle United. Fly of the Concords. Didn't get it. Oh, yeah, yeah. But they're not really doing New Zealand accents, are they, in that? In Flight of the Concords? Hi, Brit. It's been a while since I've seen that. Uh, that is a New Zealand accent, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> uh, yeah. Young Bucks, Hello. Hello. Express, and Adam Hatch. Yeah, right, it's nothing. <laughs> to win the AW Tag Team titles. Yes. What a little, lovely little match they have to erase any memory of any of the drama yeah. leading up to this I'm match. I'm glad the Hardys weren't in this match, yeah. judging Good by the God. spots they were doing. There yeah, was some oh, hairy moments. Dude, again, obviously Young Bucks can probably do this match in their bloody sleep at this point, yeah. but Jurassic Express held their own. I was so scared for Luchasaurus. When, mm -hmm. from the angle of the hard cam, when he's climbing up and he's going, like, <laughs> close enough to the big stack of tables. I remember when Undertaker did that with Edge at SummerSlam, uh, and he's like, Good, just mm. the ladder looking. Because I'm sure I'm like, at the time I'm like, I'd oh, Undertaker, you're ruining it. You're obviously going to take the bump, but now I think about the like, I'm in my 40s or whatever. <laughs> I'd I'm find out. it so this hard. This is a really be, yeah. dangerous bump. Like, screw. Look, wrestling's fake, guys. I've got to make sure this is accurate. I was worried for him because I thought, was it Nick Jackson in one of those ones against the Lucha Bros, I think, who clipped his foot on the top rope and just went, <laughs> just straight through, like, 
He was, oh, he yeah. He was falling nicely, yeah. and then he went, boof. Yeah. Like he, he meant to do it, the sick bastard. <laughs> he's done that before. He sort of clips it and then just falls down like a... Oh, he's right. good at it. But luckily, Luchasaurus leapt beautifully through the air and through he all did. the tables. I enjoyed it, but I was scared watching it. They absolutely smashed those tables. Mm. They crammed a 45-minute pay-per-view spectacular yeah. into 20, whatever it was, eight, I don't know what it was in terms of time. I, I, yeah, I have no idea. Nick Jackson and Jungle Boy could be chimney sweepers in old London town with the balance they have as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> right. My goodness me. The stuff they were doing at the start of that match was incredible. Mm. Yeah. Um, after the Jungle Boy's mother and I guess it's his sister. Is it yeah. his sister or her sister? Jungle mum and Jungle girl. Jungle auntie, whatever it is. Um, but then being at ringside was fantastic. But if you were watching in America, you didn't really see why. Because after the pit, uh, <laughs> fight, it goes off the air, then comes yeah. back on. And Christian, who, of course, at the end, he bloody turns diddler, doesn't oh, he? Oh, man alive. Who saw that coming? <laughs> <laughs> he got a bit closer to... Well, it was weird how he did it, because he was getting like oh, closer to Jungle Boy than yeah. some sort of disregarding Luchasaurus. Then he, he batters Jungle Boy, didn't he? Maybe it's like he fancies him. But he Wait, can't have him. Yeah, he can't be him. Does he want to recapture his youth? Yeah. Is it like me and Fraser? Is he like the arrogance yeah. of youth? It's exactly Jungle what it is. Boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He Bobby's him. half naked, battering each other. In yeah, front of your just, mams. That's just what we do. Uh, that's yeah. tomorrow. Yeah. Mm. But I, as, yeah. Uh, as Jungle Boy's mom looks devastated, as a baby boy has not only just lost the tag team championships of the world, he's been battered by Christian Cage. Concerto? Concerto, aye. Uh, Christian walks up to her and says, <laughs> you like what I did to your son? Huh? Boo. Huh? You raised a piece of poo. <laughs> With the S He's going to be eating birthday cake through a straw <laughs> after tonight. Boo. That's not very nice. Uh, first off, I was like, oh, why the Young Bucks win the tag titles again? I've had enough. But it made sense because Jurassic Express had been building up this, this very, very slow turn for ages. So at least that paid off. Mm. Would have made anybody sense if they retained it. Look at you, Judgment Day. Return them in a second. <laughs> And also, it's nice that Christian turned on somebody in the same, like, two weeks after Edge got turned on. He's like, no, nah. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to sneak up behind Captain Charisma. What's that song called where it's like... It's like the happy F1 song at the end, isn't it? After It's not just that. If they ever make a promo package about this matchup, they need to have all the table bumps on the outside singed up to the big symbol. Oh, man. Is that where that song goes, is it? I think so. Wow. Is that song, or am I thinking of something different? That's not the Internazionale, is it? No. I don't know. Well, that music can only mean that's the end of This Week in Wrestling. Only half the length of the news of wrestling this week. Yeah. Smash. Let's have a rummage in our Mailbags. <laughs> ah, let's have a look on the mailbag. She'll be all nice and lovely and sweet. Uh, mailbag. Hello, you lovely diddlers. Ah, there we go. Last week, I was in attendance but uh, for Dynamite when Will Ospreay made his AW debut. It was easily the loudest pop I have ever been a part of live. And while it might not got down, go down as an all-time great debut or anything, being there live was wild. This brings me to my question. What wrestling debut, return, or simply iconic moment do you wish you could have been there live for? Thank you for all you do. Only YouTube channel I watch daily. Oh, bloody hell, oh. thank you very much. At Elijah from Kansas. Thank you. Happy Corbin country. Oh, I've looked on the map. P.S. My one-year-old daughter listens to the podcast with me and always laughs during the This Week in the Wrestling jingle. Oh, well done. Oh. I'll have to pass that on to Jen. <laughs> yeah, we're thrilled. Thank you very much, Elijah. <laughs> hmm. 
which debut return or something iconic moment do you wish you could have been there live for? Kane's me. Kane's, Kane's debut. Imagine would the, you have realised it would have been that big of a thing? The horror, the confusion, the cool visual of the big oh, scary Kansas man. Oh, Kansas City, right? This is good. You, it's going to sound like I'm lying. Kansas City isn't in Kansas. What? I know. I think it's in Missouri. Oh. It's on the border. Sorry, Ross. Thank you. I just I big, see you. The big scary man ripping the cage door off would have been a cool visual to see in person if you could even see it with the red light and the lights off. Yeah, I, I think I get that. Even if you didn't that. know that he'd go on to be a long term. And yeah. with that build as well where Kane is coming, you'd yeah. realise, oh, Kane that, is alive! That must be Kane here. Kane is alive! Oh, yeah. That's a good shout. I'll, I'll go for a recent one and I'll go for CM Punk's return. In on Rampage in Chicago. Oh, that that's looked a good that one. looked like the biggest pop ever. That was great. And the and the, <sighs> the cool thing was that everyone knew it was like as Tony Khan said, the worst open secret or the worst yeah. kept secret in wrestling. So that would be mine. I would like to have been there for the pay per view, the Lucha Brothers versus Young Bucks Cage. The one where the Lucha Brothers won the belts. Yeah. Yeah. Their I think how great class. that match was. Oh, yeah, the match was great. Oh, my Andrew labelled them real-life superheroes with no irony in his voice. Wait, wait, wait what was, in the rea- <laughs> was this in the reaction? Yes. Oh, that's lovely. <laughs> Did you laugh at him when he said it? <laughs> I'm laughing at you. laughed at him. I can imagine him being oh. like, oh, they're like real-life superheroes. <laughs> yeah. And then you were just going, ha, ha, ha. Not a hint of irony. Oh. Fantastic. Bless him. He's trying. <laughs> Hello there, diddlers. Hey, you as I near closer to my 20th birthday, boo hit. I often find myself reflecting on the early days of my wrestling fandom. Just Corey, well, now. This is Corey Jade. Yeah. <laughs> As a younger fan, we fall prey to those dastardly heels who are doing exactly what they're supposed to do. Make us fans despise mm. them. My question is, what heel gimmick do you despise as a younger fan? But looking back at it, you realized how great of a character it was. For instance, I could not stand CM Punk during the Summer of Punk 2011. Or the heel portion Ooh. of his 434-day WWE title reign. Oh, but the they'd have been year. very young. Yeah. However, 20 now or right, 19 right. now, yeah. However, I've since realized that these runs will likely go down as the best and most memorable of his career. I hope you enjoy the question. And thanks, no, thank you to all those on and behind the camera for your hard work and keeping us entertained. Thank there you. you. Go, Dick. We truly appreciate everything you do. All the best. Joey from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Thank you, Joey. Probably make it the map. Lots of maps today. Where's have Pittsburgh? You, um, have you uh, East Coast? Anyway, have you... Um, Pennsylvania in- is the green one. Oh, I see you. Thank you. Have you included um, Washington State? Because I remember that I saw your list and you hadn't written it on there. And I was like, well, Kiki's going to be livid. So, cause I have not. Kiki clarified, I think, on Twitter that they were from Washington oh, State. Oh, did they? I've got the list here because I still haven't got... My United States of whatever. From this is my United so. States of yeah. whatever. Kiki's like, so we have got, that, Oh, I'm at the beach with so Kiki. So <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like Sub Zappa, what's up? <laughs> Not much. Because this, this is my <laughs> Um Regal's mine. Oh, yeah. I couldn't stand him when I was a child. I just thought oh, he was crap. Yeah. I thought he was naff. I thought he, he, this is, you know, I thought he didn't look like the rest of the wrestlers because he wasn't, yeah. you know, massive. But he, in hindsight, he was massive, but yeah. not in a different way. And I just thought he was rubbish. But you go back and look and you just appreciate the performances he would put on. He was fantastic. God. But when you're a kid, you just think he's naff, don't you? That's. You know what? That's what I would have said as well. Yeah. Because I remember watching when they say, hey, we went over to the United Kingdom, over the pond for insurrection. <laughs> and it showed like people going outside going, Regal, Regal, we love Regal, we do, mate. <laughs> I'm like, 
Ugh. Why are people cheering him? Von Kerry's ringling. He's a bad guy. Like, yeah. not getting it at all because I was a dweeb. So, uh, yeah, I would have been that exactly. Like, oh, he's drinking his tea. He's got tajiri. He's got his crumpets. Oh, he's stupid. Read Submission yeah. holes are boring. Oh, Didn't he's he going to the mad again. You know the match with Jericho in the Duchess of Queen's Rules? Was yeah. that in England? No. no. Which one was it? Did he wrestle Jericho in England? Yeah. And were the crowd behind Jericho or behind him? It was an even split. I'm surprised. Yeah. I thought all the lads would have got behind Regal. Yeah, but Jericho in 2000, 2001. Yeah, that's true. That's true. It's a different competition there. Like anybody that you used to um, not get or like. I think I think this might have just been because I was talking about him recently, but mine might be. I told him I'm off camera recently. People were just saying like, "Who's your favorite wrestlers of all time?" And in hindsight, one of my favorite wrestlers is Eddie Guerrero. And I like to mention him because it makes me look clever. I was telling Ross and Fraser because people often just forget Eddie in that conversation. But I'm yeah. like, if you watch him, he's actually unbelievable. But I hated when I was a kid, like sleazy China Eddie Guerrero. All right. But looking back, and because he'd, and then later on, he'd always be cheating to win and everything. And mm. I'd be like, oh. But looking back, that's the that's why he was so good. So yeah. mine's, I think, probably Eddie Guerrero. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. Mm. Oh, I think that question. Well, they've all been from similar eras, though. Yeah. Wait, which one was yours? Oh, just, yeah, Regal from that period. Oh, you Regal as well? Yeah. That's, stupid yeah. British person doing moves. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, gents. I hope you're all well and that you have your camping stoves and sleeping bags ready for what I assume will be a bloody brilliant long stiff podcast. Wow, Regal has typed this up. <laughs> I was just listening to last week's podcast and I heard Jack talk about getting chopped by Henare. Hanari, Hanari, pardon. After being rubbish at predicting New Japan results, mm. it reminded me of something I have been meaning to send in for a while. Aaron Hanari, big beefy rugby boy, as Jack described him, has an uncle called Richie Hanari, who used to captain the New Zealand rugby league team. Wow. He also played for Warrington Wolves, my lifelong rugby league team. Oh. Oh. I also had a very unsuccessful stint playing in the academy a slightly more successful time coaching the academy side. Ooh, All right. It's getting interesting, this. And not a, a great flex. humble brag there. He said, not a great flex speaker. Take what you can. Oh, yeah. Anyway, I had the honor Wait, of... he's gone, I wasn't that good in the academy. Mint coach? I'm really good at oh, coaching. Oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, I had the honor of meeting Richie while he was a player at Warrington. Oh. I can tell you he was an awesome player, an even better bloke. That's nice. Ooh. So to my question, what was the most tenuous link to a wrestler? The most obscure and rubbish, the better, please. Ooh, I have another one. While coaching, I once stood in the tunnel at Warrington Wolves Stadium next to Luke Menzies, now mm. Botch Holland. Oh, has <laughs> he put the, that? No, he hasn't put that. I've, I've said oh, that. Right. He's, <laughs> this person's a much nicer person okay. than I am. He's put Ridge Holland. Thanks for all the awesome podcasts and content that you give us completely free. You are absolute legends. Much love and inappropriate touches of all the weeks to say that. Former Chelsea, Everton and Tranmere Rovers winger Pat Nevin. Oh, Pat Nevin. Oh, in in brackets, Tranmere are my football team and I've been for years. There is another wrestling link. Ha ha. Fair enough. Ben from Warrington. Thank, Thank you very you much, Ben. Thank that was a fantastic good story. little email. Yes. I took us on a journey there, didn't he? he the did. scenic route. But uh, I liked it. Because the other the yeah. questions so far have been straight up wrestling questions. Yeah. And it was just a little bit of spa. Yeah. <laughs> a tenuous link. I've got lots of non-tenuous links. I know but a tenuous link. Most wrestlers we know hmm. are in a more direct sense. Well, especially me and Ross, I suppose. From working with them, mm -hmm. from being workers, brother. From being mm. on the, the same level as them, as you know, as yeah, talents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we were we're all equally talented people. <laughs> um, the most tenuous link. There's plenty of tenuous links to pack. Yeah. For example, oh, he yeah. was spotted on his hiatus from the WWE in 2017 in the Keyside Weatherspoons. I frequent in there before going somewhere else on a night out. 
Right. Um, Fair. That's a good one. Tran- Transformers. Uh, which one was it? Probably the last one. I don't know. Mm. Uh, live action one they did featured scenes recorded on Grey Street. Mm-hmm. And many wrestlers have gone Walked and wined and dined there on the way to the Diamond Strip. <laughs> what, to see? Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Pac was filmed yeah. on the Swing Bridge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right, yeah. In his AW promo uh, thingy. Uh, I have crossed that bridge mm. numerous times. I prefer crossing <laughs> that bridge to crossing the Time Bridge on foot. On foot. On foot, yeah. Because it's, it's long, a nice it? little winding, <laughs> nice little winding walk down. Yeah. Uh, I used to live in Heaton, which is very close to Biker, and that's what Undertaker was in 2000. <laughs> Isn't it mad that Heaton's so close to Biker? We, we were on the street Sorry, next that's, to that's the bridge. Really, no one's going to care. Where you cross the bridge, saying, and yeah. then it's Biker. We were like, oh, you were on the borderline. You could have sneezed, and you would have hit Biker. Yeah, you literally could have sneezed. <laughs> Do that a lot. Uh, are there any other rubbish ones we've got? Yeah. All gone. I've got two. Have you? Drago from Lucha Underground, WCPW original Drago, (laughs) where I once borrowed my phone charger. That's a tenuous, I think that's a crap one. He came over and I'd seen him because I was a big Lucha Underground fan in season one and two. And I was like, he's a dragon. I didn't say that, I wasn't like, wait, it's a bloody dragon. I was just like, hi, you're right. And he was like, can I? And I was like, oh, yeah. And I thought, the magic's gone. A dragon has no use for a phone charger, but this one did. Um, the other one is that I've never met him, but myself and Enzo Amore both talked. There's there's a girl out there somewhere, I think she was Welsh, who's talked to me and Enzo Amore on the same day because we were in Dallas for Mania Weekend and I went to the bar and just got talking to this last next to me because we were both British. I think she was Welsh. And she was like, have you met any wrestlers this weekend? And I was like, oh, I was, uh, have you? Have you? And she was like, bloody Enzo Amore, I did. I was like, oh, I can't do one. And I was like, oh, yeah, what was he like? She was like, you were a knob. I was like, okay, fair <laughs> enough. Apparently, um, apparently she asked for his autograph or for a picture or something. And he was like, do you know who I am? Like, can you say my name first to prove that you know who I am? I'm like, it's WrestleMania weekend in Dallas, Enzo. Like, there are going to be wrestling fans about. It was weird. But anyway, if that last is still... Wow. Is that this? She wasn't... She didn't uh, know what, like, what, what culture was. Yeah. So I, I think we were just chatting... Oh, okay. But she has established this last unknowingly a link between myself and yeah. Enzo Amore. Once was in a takeaway, or chip shop takeaway. It was pre- one of those ones that does everything, which means you shouldn't order anything from them because mm. I don't trust a place that does Indian food and pizza. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. Like, yeah, no, yeah. You're right. But with Alistair Black, when he was over for that, uh, I don't know what's called the, the Biddly Biddly Tournament 20. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> It's like when I said hey advancey once and isn't it? It's those, oh, those right. The biddly biddly. The biddly Tetsujin. Oh, Tetsujin. Tetsujin. Oh, right. yeah, right. What happened to that? Good question, Jack. Anyway, the first one I went to, uh, he was our with Big Van Volder, who I didn't know at the time. I didn't know it was my future lover. But uh, <laughs> we're at the back of the home with the lads, and then he just came in, and he's just in his normal clothes, but he's just, you know, tatted and just... Mm. big and hench mm. and so it's like and we're like <laughs> but he spent the entire time on the phone to someone going no go to the place I'll tell you blah, 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 blah. I will see you at the Wrestlemania yeah what <laughs> 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 <On> Wales <laughs> leave it in the bush I'll pick it up later <laughs> doing all this and um, <laughs> what then then he just he finally got off that and realised people would be like staring at him like ooh Tim and then he'd be like, oh, thanks, I've got to go. And so we said, oh, thank you very much, bye. And I went, that was it. Oh, that's a nice one, though. Yeah. Yeah. 
You, is it all like that, by the way? You've told me before, but you haven't actually told me who it was, I don't think. And you won't be able to now because it's on camera. But you said you'd seen a wrestler without his mask and you all knew that it was him because of the people he was with. And then he turned up later with them, same people, but there was one in a mask and you were like, that must have been him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Who was it? It was uh, a lad from Jukara. Oh, all of, them, all of them wear masks. Yeah, there we go. And I was a down. I've Jigsaw? Seen, <laughs> I've seen Jushin Liger no. without a mask. Oh, yeah, well, we did because... He didn't care. I've said this loads of times, but at WrestleMediacom, mm. I was talking to, oh, was it Doug Williams or something? No. Somebody was talking to backstage. I don't know why. But Dragon Ice. It may have been Dragon Ice, actually. I mm. forget who was talking to, but it was like, all right, yeah, blah, 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 wrestling. And then the New Japan lads showed up and all like the gear and stuff like that. Shake hands, shake hands. So they shake hands with Dragon Ice because they know who he is because he's, you know, he's Dragon Ice. But I'm there and I'm like, all right, I'm his kid or something. All right, yeah, yeah, I'm a wrestler. Yeah, shook hands, shook hands with Yo and Show and Liger. Like, yeah, but was I'm it Liger clearly his... in the business, but yeah. they're like, we're not, not going to Was it Liger without his mask on? Yeah. Like, yeah, because I didn't realise, so I was told by someone, I can't remember who, but they, they all passed me in the corridor, and then they were like, see that one there on the end? I was like, yeah, that was Liger. I was like, oh my God, oh my God, yeah, as Ross would say. Mm. Mm. That's what I said when I saw Liger in wrestling media come without his mask on. Yeah, and that's what we said when we... Saw that dance routine. He was buzzing for that. He loved He was that. loving it. Mm. Um, little biased get after all that money we paid him. So, hope that answers <laughs> your question, Ben. Thank you very much for that. And all the other people who send their lovely questions and where they are on the map. I have to get one for the, the UK, just all the counties. Yeah, why not? Yeah. yeah. Let's do all the counties. Yeah, we've got to collect them all. Well, we can already be tied in with a county Durham and Northumberland. That's all three of us. There we go. Wait, That's you're oh, tired of me already. We're going to catch the podcast curse before it actually happens. Oh! We are Apollo Crews because Sean Ross Sapp has said, unfortunately, got to keep the bad news train rolling. No. I hear the train are coming. So he says it's not it's Sasha, not Vince or Jeff related. So oh, it's someone no. else. <laughs> this could be anything. This could be really bad. This could be like a death. Shall we try and predict what the no, bad news no, is? We we the big news. <laughs> no, what else is going to happen this week? No, we shouldn't. No, it can't be Sean Ross Sapp. I'm going to tease a death. Yeah, sure. Oh, no, that's bad crack. But it could be releases. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, no, no. Okay. So oh, you'll well. know now what's happened. So yeah, yeah. there's our reaction to the, the foreshadowing. No, we're not even apologizing for the curse this week. Yeah, we've look at this. It. We're juggling the curse right now. It's so like an mean. AEW segment. It's an overbooked curse. <laughs> it's like an week. All Japan match. The curse has used fighting spirit and has powered out of a dragon The Champions one. Carnival. Of uh, yes. curses. Is that like the G1 of uh, like all Japan's yeah, G1? Yeah, it's the two leagues. Yeah, you, yeah, you, yeah, yeah, Ross yeah. Was telling me, yes, it's, it's the two leagues. Between takes, Ross was telling me there's the, the two sides and then the winners of both. All right, so fight. people have said, someone's said, does it involve releases? And someone's replied, no, he doesn't report releases through Fightful Select, so it's not releases related either. Oh, okay. Um, So God knows why. Well... Should we do Reese's dun, Pieces? Dun, 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 dun. Thank you. If you have any queries, thoughts, messages, anything else like that, good news perhaps, send us what you got in your head to mailbag at goldholic.com. Ah, wrist piss. Hey, chaps. Had an idea for Reese's Pieces where you pick what timeline you prefer out of the two choices. Butterfly effect sort of thing. Okay. All right. So, would you rather live in an alternate alternative timeline where? Oh, okay. So it's then Seamus never squashes Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania 28, resulting in no yes movement, or Brock Lesnar never returns to WWE in 2012. That's the type of thing we're looking at. Yes. 
But there's so a lot. So let's. I've, I've had a peek at this, and there's a lot. Okay, so we'll go. Jack Ross, me. Right. Go on then. What do you think? What was the toy? Sheamus <laughs> never squashing Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania. Yeah. Or Lesnar never returning to WWE. Lesnar never returning. Lesnar never returning. Yeah. Oh. A timeline where Mark Jindrak gets chosen over Batista <sighs> Revolution. Oh, Stephanie McMahon never overhears John Cena rapping, resulting in no Doctor of Thugonomics character. <sighs> Probably the one where Batista never was yeah, Batista. That one. Yeah, because I, I like <clears throat> working here at Cololic, so if the second one happen, doesn't happen, then I'm not here. Uh, a timeline where Hulk Hogan never decides to join the NWO, or Steve Austin never wins the King of the Ring. Ooh. That's the hardest one so far. Um, I'll probably go for the Hogan one. I'd say the Austin one, <clears> because <throat> since he won the King of the Ring, they clearly had him earmarked for success anyway. Oh, very good point. Yeah. I get you. That's actually a very good point. Mm. But no NWO, that's... that's Yeah. That's bat poo crazy, nah, that is. I can't even <laughs> imagine that. So yeah, I'll go, I'll go the Austin one. A time where Pat Patterson never gets the idea for the Royal Rumble match, or the Fabulous Freebirds never have the idea to come down the ring to music. Oh, oh, that's tough. I think that the some version of the rumble, maybe not as we know it, would be invented at some point down the line. So I'm going for the music one. Is did pro wrestling have music before boxing? Living that's in a great, You know what? I don't know the timeline for that. But the Fabulous Freebirds taking credit for popularizing <laughs> it. That's an interesting take because there's a bunch of people who says, have. Though. No, no, Michael Hayes says that. <laughs> So I'll take the Fabulous Freebirds thing because there's probably bound to be somebody else who... Yeah, I'll, I'll go Somebody else has that. the idea of, hey, <laughs> music! <laughs> Sorry, the concept of music from a Hall of Fame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A timeline where Lee never cheats on Matt Hardy with Edge was something on the Rated R Superstar gimmick. Jeez. Or RVD never gets pulled over with drugs and has a real run with the W title. Oh, RVD, 100%. I, I've always wondered what would happen if RVD had that run. Yeah, same. 100%. A timeline where... Eric Bischoff successfully buys out WCW in 2001 and WCW lives on. Or Dave Meltzer never tweets that an indie show could sell a 10,000 seat arena. Oh, I think that if WCW had carried on, it would eventually have fizzled anyway. Because the booking at the time yeah. was insane. So, it was deed. So I'm going for that one. Was yeah. Russo going to be involved again? If Bischoff was buying it, I'm pretty sure he wouldn't have. Yeah, he says I'll, now he hated working I'll with I'll go for that one. That was a WCW kid. Yeah. I'll go for that Fair one. Fair enough. Nah, I'm all right with... WCW had had it was absolutely nothing could save it. Don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm with the Dave who's blocked me on Twitter still. But if I was verified, oh, he'd follow me. Has he? A timeline where Edge and Christian, the Hardys and Dudleys, never developed good chemistry, or The Rock and Austin never developed good chemistry. Um, the Rock and Austin probably had less of a butterfly effect down the years. So that one. I'll go to the other one. Oh, it's the biggest feud of all time, isn't it? Yeah, it is. But did they have that good chemistry anyway? You could. Uh, oh, yeah. That's a different topic for another day. <laughs> I'd want to see. The second match is great, and the third match is great. The first one's like a raw match. Yeah, first one's alright, but yeah. uh, that the first one just so the idea is those teams are still great. This have bad chemistry, so <laughs> having four star classics with TNA head cheese too cool, too cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right the, to that's censor. The... Oh, there we go. It's the RTC instead of TLC match. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not sure how that's going to work, but a time where the New Day never become a team <gasps> or Wyndham Rotunda never creates the Wyatt family gimmick. Probably. Yeah. I'd probably want the New Day to still exist. Yeah. Uh, yeah, New Day, 100%. Yeah. A timeline where AJ Styles never signs for WWE or Cody Rhodes never gets his WWE release. 
Oh. Uh, AJ yeah. never signing. Same. Even though it was a big moment, though, at the time. Mm. AEW wouldn't be a thing. If, would it, would AEW be a thing if Cody never left? There's, there's, I don't think so. I think I, in in a recent video script, I argued that um, AEW would never have been a thing if the pipe bomb promo hadn't happened because of all the... The little knock-on effects that carried on from oh. there. Yeah, all of the little boys. All the yeah. little boys. Same Punk did it for all the little boys. Because <laughs> Danny Bryan would never have wanted. <laughs> Mania. Bless you. God, God, that was dramatic. Jesus. Uh, yeah, what you said, but not as loud. <laughs> A timeline where Shawn Michaels never agrees to come out of retirement, or or Ric Flair never wrestles after WrestleMania 24. The Michaels one was worse for me because. Um, the retirement storyline at WrestleMania 26 was unbelievable. And he was the one. Well, it was the two, him and Austin, but mm. at the time, he was the first one of those <laughs> and two. And now neither of them. <laughs> but Austin's was all right. Austin's yeah. was good, yeah. yeah. I'll say, Shawn Michaels only had one match post-retirement, and it was rotten. He decided never to do it again. Ric Flair had loads of them. And yeah. they're all terrible. So I'm picking the, the Shawn one. A timeline where John Cena, Team WWE, loses to the Nexus at... at what loses to the Nexus at SummerSlam 2010, or Triple H loses to Booker T at WrestleMania 19? I think the Nexus should have won, so I'll go with that one. And Booker T should have won, but I think the knock-on effect, you would have created lots of stars, wouldn't you? Yeah, I'd like to see what it would look like if the Nexus had won. Yeah, right. Like, but Booker should have won. Booker went on to win the title himself when he was King Booker. Was it the Who same won one? the championship out of them? In Nexus. Barrett should have, but he never did. Yeah. yeah. Ryback should have, but didn't. <laughs> Barrett should have. Fraser found a tweet from um, Ryback from 2013. This was. Should I share it with the podcast? Don't know. Oh, oh no, no. Oh, yeah, you might as well. <laughs> Matthew will like it. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is that? <laughs> I clicked what the it. hell? Wrestling Twitter was trending yesterday, and yeah, that's what popped that was, up. Yeah. We can't share this. We can't share that one. But that's, that, that was the Ryback tweet from 2013. Oh, what are you doing, man? It's just a... <laughs> It's a picture of um, Scarlett, Johansson. Scarlett Johansson with the caption, boobies. <laughs> <laughs> this is when Ryback was a WWE superstar as well. This yeah. is... <laughs> it says boobies. Why? It's has been probably deleted. What's happened there? Anyway. Uh, no, because now we've mentioned people are going to search that and start retweeting it. Well, Ryback, what are you on Why about? have you got that? Anyway. Fraser found a, it. A time, I'm sure he did. A timeline where ECW... Sent me? Never. No, 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 you meant the one below. Oh, one. oh, right, that one. ECW never doing the crucifix, uh, crucifix angle at the show. Please with get angle off the watching. screen. Please get off the oh, screen. Or Eric Bischoff books Chris Jericho versus Goldberg on pay-per-view. It's like I'm not leaving the reason. It's some really disturbing We must files. never say what that is. Okay. Um, what was the I question? I got well, uh, I said it very clearly. He should have been never doing the crucifix angle at the show with Kurt Angle. Okay. Watch him resulting him signing him not signing him for them. And then I going to WWE, to say, yeah, yeah. Or Eric Bischoff books Chris Jericho versus Goldberg on pay-per-view, resulting in him not leaving WWE. Um mm. I think Angle would have ended up in WWE anyway. I think yeah, he's too yeah. good. Yeah. So I'll go for the for that one. Yeah. yeah. So the checks and he's yeah. there in a second. Yeah. yeah. A time where Brock They'd Lesnar, have done something on Christian <laughs> somewhere <laughs> at some point. Yeah. Brock Lesnar never breaks the streak. Or Edge doesn't refuse to break the streak. Oh, because the story is at WrestleMania 24, mm. Edge was pitched. Would you mind breaking the streak, or would you want to? And he said, Nah. Oh, I'll go for the. Hmm. I'll go for I the. I'll go for the other one because I, after the Edge match, that's when you got into like the Michaels matches. Yeah. So I want to keep that. Yeah. 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 Very good uh, point. That is the point. A timeline where Biggie never answered wins. Answered correctly. <laughs> yeah. I've solved the equation. You have chosen wisely. Biggie yeah. never wins money in the bank, or Dolph Ziggler. Never wins money in the bank. 
because they both ultimately went nowhere. But we had good moments. I prefer Ziggler's cash in. So unfortunately, I'm going to have to go. Yeah, for they the they did. Ziggler at least had some hype and build behind him. Big E just won it because very little fanfare. Was it in the pandemic era lockdown? I can't even. Remember, e, no. I can't remember the cash in itself. No, it was. It yeah, was exactly. Raw, wasn't it? it was on, on Raw. Raw. He had one promo with uh, Oops, sorry. Sorry about, uh with Lashley, and then he's like, "All right," and he cashed it in the oh, end. Oh yes. Oh man, I, yeah. I totally. But I remember the Ziggler one instantly. Right. Yeah. That's what I mean. It was again, love Biggie. Yeah, of course. Just yeah. Money in the bank just ran its, its course. It's good as that a, he's. As a he's was, that's a bit of wrestling news. Not that we had enough, but that's positive wrestling news. God, you're right. He like. uploaded a video of himself just throwing away the neck brace, mm. which is a good sign. And, and his oh, beard yeah, now yeah. connects at the age. Oh right. Okay. I'm 36 years old. I'm yep. How nine months, two weeks, and finally, yeah. my beard connects. <laughs> my beard connects. I'm, I'm, you can't tell me nothing. I'm like several inches away from my beard connecting. Oh, bless you, Paul. Yeah. Well, we believe in you. <laughs> Thank you. A timeline where Scott Steiner never cuts a Steinemath promo or Jack's beard connects. Wow, how'd you type that? <laughs> sorry, Zandig never cutting the Jesus promo. Which was the first one, sorry? Oh, Steinemath or yeah. Jesus. For you, Matthew... I'll keep the Zandig one. Oh, thank you. So, uh, <laughs> I mean, they're both just. Oh. No, Steinemath's on another <laughs> level. Hard for me. times, Austin yeah. three sixteen. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus. Tamina. Yeah. Tamina. You're gonna look like Ellsworth. Uh, yeah. <laughs> just like Charlotte said one second earlier. <laughs> <laughs> Deafening silence. <laughs> Cheers for all the time you guys put into this each week. All the best. Reese from Gosport. Oh, thank Reese. you, Reese. Are they your pieces? Are your pieces? On actual Reese, huh? Oh. Wow. Thank That's you, why Reese. I did Reese instead of Reese Pierce. Oh, I enjoyed the now. concept of that one. That was a good one. The yes. alternate timelines. Mm. There is Just a backup like... now of Reese's pieces going forward. So don't even it, give it two weeks and then email them in. Because we oh, said we got a backlog. The, so on the podcast last week, we were struggling for numbers for Reese's pieces. Now, now we've, we've got, got, got a couple, yeah. Ah, be careful what you wish for. Yeah. Mm. But I like the timeline thing like Loki and Disney. Hold just, up uh, on the Reese's Pieces, friends. <laughs> just letting everyone know. But when you do want to send them, please send them to mailbagalcoholic.com and put Reese's Pieces in the title. Thanks. It's Cultaholics. The question. Wow. Oh. What, a, what a podcast. Uh, there's just enough time for us to get a big question out before... Something else happens in Wonderful World of Wrestling. But before that, the wonderful executive super vice president producers of this podcast, GTA John, Reno2200, Noah Anderson, Anderson, Anderson. and Nick Harby. Thank you very Thank much. Thank you very much, everybody. You beautiful diddlers. Thank you. But now, the main event. What news will happen as we say this question? No, 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 no. It was what will happen if Vince leaves if WWE. Vince leaves WWE. We're talking about weird timelines there. This is a timeline I can't even imagine. But it's now possible, depending on what happens with this story. Everything I say well, is say out this. of date as soon as I say it. Exactly. He might as well say anything. A pink flamingo will replace him because yeah. he is also having some issues with the XFL, which seems comical what? at this point. Funny you should I say he, that. I got rid of it. Well, Vince, uh, well, there's more news. Vince McMahon and Oliver Luck headed, oh, go, oh, uh, headed to trial <laughs> after settlement talks fail. Yeah, there was a wonderful little uh, type-up of some of the transcript a few weeks ago of what he was going with there. 
Look, look is suing McMahon's Alpha Entertainment for $23.8 million in compensation for his, ex, for his ex, XFL contract after McMahon had provided a personal guarantee that Look would be paid. McMahon <laughs> countersued Look, alleging that Alpha incurred damages of over $572,000 as a result of Look breaching his contract and duties. Uh, and as we now know, Vince needed that money. Yeah. Oh, God. The trial date has been set for July the 11th. Will you, will you accept two... The so, women's tag team titles that are currently aren't being used. So Vince still owns this Alpha Entertainment thing, but The Rock did buy the XFL. Yeah. So what now is Alpha, the point of Alpha Entertainment if it's not for the XFL? Well, The Rock's obviously not inherited the uh, the other issues going with it. Wait, what? Actually, I have no idea. It's a good week to be Vince, eh? Could have a nicer guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well. So what will happen? What would what happen? happen? What would happen if Vince was to leave? Yeah. I think Khan, your Nick Khan. Would, would take over it all and it'd be sold to Disney or someone massive like that. Yeah, maybe. And wrestling would never, ever be the same again. Oh, think, man, are we going to be out of a job? Potentially. <laughs> well, there's not like, there's Disney podcasts and stuff, so. Oh, is that it? This week in the well, world of Disney. WTF moments from Cinderella. Say that it gets... You fucking <laughs> release of Alice in Wonderland. Say that it gets sold to Disney. Yeah. Or, you know, a big thing. And they decide, we don't really want to do any of that. And they just stop it. And suddenly AEW's now the only game in town. Wrestling all, because AEW's not at that level yet. So wrestling all, so what? This could kill the biz. <laughs> this could kill well, Western I mean, wrestling, at least. Only if Nick Khan decides to sell to Disney. I mean, there oh, are enough board of directors to keep it going. For ages, hasn't he, though? Been they, a big buyer coming in for a while. Mm, yeah, but Jeff Jarrett's there. He's got all those... You know, pyramid schemes. He could get a few what or two, take it over, take the territory. Oh my days. god, the Harris brothers will take over again. Everyone's It'll just be like, oh. everyone's going to get paid fifty dollar payouts. Billy Corgan and Jeff, Jeff Joe gets a new car every week, just like his dad. What if? I was that makes no sense at all. I was going to be like, what if Mike Ashley bought WWE? <laughs> <sighs> He's struggling to get Derby County at the minute. Yeah, 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 he's not going to get WWE. But the, it could be a weird thing where they go, Nick Hunt like, all right, all right, okay, how about we get these these scripts ahead of time so we actually know what we're doing every week. Do you think they'll clean up the product? Well, it's been Vince running things the Vince way, the only way he knows. Mm. So there's been enough people around there who know what to do. Is They have that person doing the final say. That'll be the interesting thing, if it's going to be a Jarrett or Cody Rhodes <laughs> or the usurpers to the throne. Shame. It is amazing. It Stephanie, is... Triple H. Oh, mate, Triple yeah. H just come back and take over and it'll just be like yeah. NXT black and gold. What, oh. do you th- what do you think we should do, Shane? I'll win the title. Then I'll beat everybody. <laughs> Who was the, what's the Twitter account called? I can never remember his name, but he was on one last night, like with a lot of tweets about this whole situation. I saw Local you liked one of them and I liked the same on one. Blah, I'd like the same Boss one as Mars. you. Can't remember which one it was, but he was saying that one of them was just WWE main events in a year's time or WrestleMania main event in a year's time and it was a gif of like a mad head scissors Canadian destroyer thing and I was like yeah uh, it could change the the bit but um, I saw the one it's, have you seen Breaking Bad yes it was Walter White seeing um, what was his name the lad in the wheelchair um, Walt Jr yeah, Walt Flynn Jr., yeah. no 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 the other one the, 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 Tuco yeah uh, no not no, Tuco is Tuco's bing, 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 bing. Tuco's uncle yeah, yeah, yeah. Tuco's uncle it's, it's um, uh, well, I'd seen him at the things. Like, I know you hate me. Yeah. This one man, you hate even more than me. And it's, it's they can't see Triple H in hospital. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it, it could go one of two ways, couldn't it? Triple H comes back and it's all lovely. It's like modern. Dury catches up with the rest of the wrestling world in terms of yeah. the in ring product. Steffi starts wearing <laughs> a, a wedding ring again. 
What? Not seen those reports. No. Oh. So I'll be wearing a wedding ring. No, not seen that. No. Oh. This was newsworthy. Don't. Well, I'll just, enough I this week, squeeze it in. Who's no, this has been a thing for a few weeks Stay now. Stay together. At first, at first I thought you meant Linda. I don't, well, I'm not sure what she's going to be doing. Well, Linda and Vince are definitely Linda and Vince He was on Pat's podcast, wasn't he? Like, my ex-wife. My wife at the time. I mean, my, my wife. My wife at the time, sorry, yeah. My wife at the time, yeah, dude. I wasn't sure if that was just a slip of the tongue because he's ancient. Yeah, but I wouldn't be surprised if they hadn't been a couple mm. for years. Do you think if, if they get do get rid of Vince, they're going to put his belongings in a trash bag? Uh, <laughs> and if so, how hard is it going to be to put a dinosaur head in a trash bag? You have, have to double layer it like, like, yeah. like a particularly big poo. It's all... So I could go. It this could be, is mad. This it's we've, a happening. We've gone from we've gone day. from WWE being the most profitable profitable they've ever been. Big TV <laughs> deals, the Saudi deal, the money's coming in. They're building a new Titan Towers. Everything's more corporate and more. And now it's like they've all gone. <laughs> and Vince yeah. might also go. It's I can't believe it. Do I think he will actually go, or will he survive like he always does? I, I think, think Vince will outlive all of us. <laughs> I think he'll be encouraged to step away from the public eye because that's the only way he's going to be able to cling on if he doesn't... Oh, you think he'd be given, like, one of those, like, pointless jobs? <laughs> You're the executive vice president. Oh, uh, I like the sound of that. He has absolutely no power. He could be put into Jared's new role because Jared's got the new role, and he is the, like, the, the, the travel booker thing, the on-road... Yeah, book, road agent. Whatever, whatever, not, not road agent, but he, like, oh. he handles all the bookings for the, oh, yeah, 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 the yeah, live yeah, event yeah, tours. Yeah. That's what I'm looking for. Could oust Jarrett there again? Sack him again for a second time? Uh, it's hard. Look, before it's, I leave, can I just fire Jeff Jarrett <laughs> one last time? It's hard to like fathom him stepping down or losing his job, isn't it? Because he's he's never been he's he's never nothing's ever stuck. And now if it does, maybe it will happen. Do you think it'll happen? It's hard to even imagine it because it's it's never happened. I think he's. <sighs> Were you watching around the? You must have been. Were you old enough to like remember what was going on with the steroid trial and stuff? Oh Lord, no, no, no that's like yeah. that's why. Oh, all the reasons... big news we've caught the bloody case. Can... Randy Orton could be out until twenty twenty three. Oh, man, that is the big news from Five well, Select. Sad. He was on such oh. a run as well. The form. You know what? He'll come back fine. Oh, the pops could be massive. He's, yeah. he's he's Randy permanently over since what twenty sixteen at least. He's I getting. Can't that... I can't remember the last time he was. Unover. He's getting that Joseph Connors pop when he comes back. <laughs> the brother love pop. Yeah, the Bobby Lashley pop. Uh, Bobby, right. I reckon it could be more Bobby Lashley. Like, oh, the Osprey pop is that one lad said. Yeah. Huh? Uh, yeah. What? 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 The where no man has ever been before stage of wrestling history. Because like, all right, Vince gone, Vince ousted. We've not really answered the big question. We've just kind of. But gone, we can't, can what? we? Yeah. Because it's like, yeah. Like imagine a, imagine a world where people don't wear shoes or something. If this all fizzles out like just another one, and then we all forget about look it. Silly. We're gonna, oh, we're gonna look silly. When we're, we're the IWC, we think Vince is going to be look so mm. stupid. Yeah, but never mind. But, but you would think it's if it's ever going to happen, this is the most likely time because they are so publicly right. traded. Yeah. All the now the, right between now and the next podcast, we'll know if it's going to be a serious thing or not because if it picks mainstream attention, I mean, one thing Vince does have going for himself, and the fact that he's indestructible, is the fact that. A 24, new, 24 hours news cycle is a yeah. godsend because this could be, before we talk about whatever, hey, remember MJF? No, yeah. me neither. Remember that being the biggest thing for a few days? But yeah. I can't see anything overshadowing this. No. 
well, that's 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 the challenge. That's laying that it down. Is how we're going to end this <laughs> to be continued. Like I said, it really is a two-parter because next week will be the decider. Because yeah. if we're talking about it still, all right. Yeah. If nothing's said about it, then ah, well, dodge that bullet. Yeah. Again, but it's definitely different. Just off Meltzer's thing, how Jerry didn't reply to him. Yeah. Definitely different to the rest. Yeah. That's the that's the key. If the big news is Jerry McDevitt resigns or is hell, then he's there. Vince is walking the green I can't mile. Save you here, Vince. Uh, Vince is going to tear both cords on the green mile. Sean Ross Sapp has gone missing. He's <laughs> <laughs> no. like, no, Vince, no. He's, like, he's a journalist. He's yeah. not the person making the news. Uh, I want him dead. <laughs> anyway, Jack, what have you got to tie us over until next week? We see your lovely actually, face. Quite a lot. Well, there's a lot in the works, but I don't know when it's going out exactly. Right. Me and Ross have done a tier list uh, on the WCPW wrestlers Lovely. that we can talk about. Um, I've also written a true story of, which is going to be edited, I don't know when by, but it's in the works, true story of, I'll just reveal it, the original Summer of Punk, the Ring of Honor one. Oh. Um, and the AFI plane. Uh, cult of Personality he turned heel. So he changed the cult of personality. Oh, is that when it happened? And then he had the, oh, on his last night, he came out to Night Train by the Bouncing Souls, and it's lovely. Oh. And all the streamers. Anyway, um, and I've also recorded the weirdest episode of the next one, which is uh, what Luke's currently editing now. And as Ross said, take an acid and edit it. <laughs> oh, I mean, he's, he's going on balls they are, out. They are funny edits. Like, they're really good. So, yes, that's what I've got. Beautiful. Ross. Just that tier list for me. Just worked on someone else in the background there, but it's not going to be ready for a while, so what's the point well, in saying Do you it? use, like, code names or anything? Like, for when it's a, a, a someone who is not going to be named? You just say, like, Armoured Milk or anything No, like we just that, didn't really mention it. Don't, don't, don't mention it. Don't mention it. Like, That's so, a short so. video then. No, it's a couple There's hours There's quite long. a few. Yeah. We all, but to be fair, not everyone we didn't mention was necessarily because of something dodgy. A lot of them just didn't have storylines or were imports oh, or whatever, yeah. so, yeah. There's a, few, there's a few who were so interlocked with people who we didn't want to speak about yeah. that we just didn't mention them. Sorry, so. sorry, guys. I get you. Sorry. It's hard to clarify all this sort of stuff. You know, yeah. I love when you guys talk about WCPW and all the stuff there, so I'm looking forward to that. Thank you. Yeah. Cheers. Uh, there's, a few, the... there's a few funny stories. Oh, good. That's what I'm here for. Uh, and I will be joining Tom for more Cultaholic Classic Smackdown bollocks. Lovely stuff. I'll be coming on the weekend. I hope Tom had a nice couple of days off as well. Likewise. I'll worry about that, man. He works very, very hard. Too hard. He works yeah. hard. It's a shame that he had to give up his uh, strenuous cocaine addiction the one week we needed him. Out. <laughs> That's a joke. Tom, Tom, yeah, Tom, yeah, yeah. Tom works purely on positive vibes. You know much, he doesn't drink you know, coffee. You know, shot no, he does drink coffee. It's monster. It, it's monster. He doesn't. I was drink. about to say Tom no, must I can drink imagine coffee. That. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he turns super Tom with the big blonde hair. <laughs> But until then, thank you very Should much for joining us. this Orton thing before we go? Oh, this is has been Orton's been dealing with a back injury. This is from Fightful Select. He's been dealing with a back injury for quite some time at the point. He hadn't actually work, had, had work done to improve his condition before the tag team title unification match. Though we aren't sure of the extent of the work that was done. We're told that things have gotten progressively worse and WWE fears Orton could be out of uh, could be forced to undergo surgery. Sources that we spoke to, this is Fightful Select, obviously, um, said that if that happens, Orton would be likely out of action for the rest of 2022. Thus far, the exact injury is an unknown. Hmm. Hmm. He isn't factored into the creative plans at the moment uh, after being slated for a huge role this summer. Um, Orton appeared on a recent internal injury report for the company and has been off television since his loss to the Usos on May the 20th. His former tag team partner, Riddle, has been moved into the title program. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I mean, I think um, we're all sure that he was going to be the SummerSlam opponent for Roman, yeah. likely. He's still mm. able to wrestle, get the pops of the night whilst injured. Whilst injured, yeah. Yeah. 
Super vet. He's got some of that Codelean Rhodes in his veins. Uh, <laughs> and on that bombshell. So there you go. That will caught the curse for the first time ever. You say that now. Wait, is it? <laughs> we're waiting for Sean Ross to go, no, that wasn't the bad news. <laughs> oh. Thank you very much. Oh, a week. Yeah. Patreon.com forward slash callthaholic. Mailbag at callthaholic.com. This has been Call the Hike Podcast. You've been lovely. Now we're going to look and point at this screen and say, oh, we're going to say no. On the count of three. <laughs> Steady now. One, two, three. Join us. Join us. Join us. You know what? Yeah, join us. Join us. Yeah. Got nothing. Oh. To be continued. <laughs> ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Podcasts from.